Express all the time. Z92.5 and some Steve Miller coming. We're off the request line. So send that out to Elfie. Well, it looks like we are going to put the requests away for a little bit. It is time for our Friday night game of the week. Owasso and Greenville High School Basketball here on the Castle. And we've got the sports guy, Ted Vidal. Thank you very much, Bartman. And indeed, it is sports night on the Castle here on this Friday night, February 4th. And it is cold outside, but nice and toasty warm here in the Owasso Warehouse Gymnasium. I am indeed Chris, or Ted Patel with Chris McMillan. And we have the Bartman back at the Castle producing all this activity tonight. He'll be joining me, though, as the co-host of the Sports Forum starting at 10 o'clock. 10 until midnight, I'll be broadcasting live from uh, Dutchtown, Owasso's happening spot, Chip's Place, right there in the Sir Pizza Complex. We'll fill you in more on that as we go along. This is a mid-Michigan Conference A Division battle this evening as the second half of the season getting underway. In the first meeting at Greenville, it was the host, Yellow Jackets, over Owasso, 58-45. They have some nice scoring balance on this team, and they are a young team, keep in mind. Taylor Jorgensen led the way with 21 points that night. Zach Ingles, the son of the head coach, had 17, and Drew Merritt had 11. Owasso was led by their leading scorer on the season, Eric Cameron, who had 14 points, and uh, senior Andy Freeze chipped in 12. Tuesday night, it was Owasso over Alma, 76-56. to Hartman Alley and Andy Freeze had 15 points each. Robert Valasek and Zach Armstrong, 11. Definitely the Trojans' best performance of the season in their interdivisional battle there against Alma. We'll tell you about the Greenville game on Tuesday night, but first, take a listen to this from Allstate. Talk to Diane Coolidge, your Allstate agent at 1053 North Shawatsi and Corona for some good ideas on how you can protect your family. She wants to be your agent for life. Call her at 743-8339 to set up an appointment. You're in good hands with Allstate. Diane says, go get them, Trojans. The American Cancer Society is the nationwide community-based voluntary health organization dedicated to eliminating cancer through research, education, and service. Designate that next charitable contribution to the American Cancer Society. Absolutely do that. Let's stamp out that terrible disease. Tonight's broadcast is brought to you by some outstanding folks. You'll be hearing their ads as we go along throughout the contest right here on Z92.5. Our corporate sponsors throughout the football and basketball season this year is uh, the Golden Corral, Advanced Industries, Industrial Tool and Supply, and Oak Insurance Services. And we want to give them a special thank you for helping us bring you these games every single Friday night. Now, Greenville, 8-3 on the season, so they are definitely the favorites here tonight. They defeated a scrappy Duran Railroader team on Tuesday, 59-51. Zach Ingalls had 24 points in that one, and Taylor Jorgensen had 18. Ingalls averaging a stunning 27 points a game here in his sophomore campaign. Now, the Trojans remember him very, very well. As last year, he had 11 three-pointers in a game as a freshman. That is absolutely phenomenal, Chris McNoan. Yes, it absolutely is. As a freshman, uh, mirrors the Chris Krasminski out of Corona. A couple of prized, highly prized freshmen. Absolutely. That have now moved on to their 10th grade campaign. The junior varsity game tonight was won by Greenville. 69-53. The Jackets were led by Matt Hawson, who had 22. Jeff Wickham had 12. And Mike Smith had 11. The Trojans were led by Nathan Secor, who had 13, and Justin Bennett chipped in at 12 points. We're glad you've tuned in tonight. It is Sports Night on the Castle as we're starting it off with our high school basketball game of the week. 
followed from 10 until midnight by another edition of the Sports Forum. Get on over to Chip Place at 715 South Chipman in Dutchtown, Owasa. We have another great, great box of prizes to give away. We have Flint General tickets. Detroit Vipers and Orlando Solar Bears tickets to give away. And I know all you fans of the Tough Man Contest. Well, we have the Tough Man World Championship going to be taking place down at the Palace of Auburn Hills. I have a bunch of tickets to give away tonight for patrons down at Chip's Place. And also, till they're giving all away, you listen right here to Z92.5, and we'll be giving them away to our callers, too. Also have Owasso Neighborhood Cinema Passes to give away amongst our many, many prize package. Uh, selections tonight at the restaurant. So get on over to Chip's Place tonight from 10 until midnight, and we'll have all kinds of fun. We're going to take a short pause here for the Owasso Pep Band in the playing of our national anthem. Just a reminder, you're listening to Z92.5, The Castle. I'm Ted Patel alongside Chris McMillan. And if you're out driving around O-Town, well, come on over. we got room for you. by Carl Knipe and uh, the band members over directly opposite us here in Owasso. As we go on tonight, too, for some of you fans of the Corona Cavaliers who have been red hot lately, we'll have quarterly reports phoned in by Jim Bauer tonight right here on the castle. And you want to stay up to date on that game, keep it right where you have it, Z92.5. Tonight's starting line is brought to you by Sportsnet Michigan and Crowhead Broadcasting's advertisers, which include Cadwallader Lord Hahn, Culligan Water Conditioning, Gilbert's True Value Hardware and Appliance, and Greg and Lou's Family Restaurant. For the visitors from uh, Greenville, they'll start at one guard. Their leading scorer, six-foot sophomore, Zach Ingles, the son of the head coach, Kent Ingles. Zach averaging 27 points a game. His running mate at the guard position, five-foot-eight senior, Drew Merritt. At one forward will be Matt DeCracker, a six-foot-one senior, and at the other forward, Taylor Jorgensen, a five-foot-eleven sophomore, averaging a dozen points a contest. And the man in the middle, another sophomore, six-foot tenth grader, Brian Albert. So a young team, but a lot of talent. Absolutely, a couple of young teams here. Wasp will start in three or four underclassmen, so going to see these kids around here for another year or two. Wasso will start at one guard, Zach Armstrong, a 5'11 sophomore. At the other guard, Hartman Owie, a 6'0 senior guard. He had seven steals in the game against Alma. At one forward, Robert Balasek, a stocky 6'1 junior, rugged on the board. 
Andy Freeze, the lone senior here for the Owasso High Trojans, another son of a coach playing there on the court. He's a six foot three, 12th grader. The man in the middle for the Trojans, their leading score, averaging 13.3 a game, six foot three sophomore Eric Cameron. The Greenville Yellow Jackets first on the floor in their traveling purple uniforms. They're joined on the floor by our referees for this evening's game. Gary Barda out of Chesanine and Jim Newbecker out of Durant. Trojans now join them on the court in their solid gold home unis trimmed in blue and white. It'll be Cameron jumping center against Brian Albert. About ready to get underway here from the warehouse in Owasso. It's our Mid-Michigan Conference Game of the Week. Trojans coming off a good game on Tuesday. Chris, what do they got to do tonight to stop this high-flying Yellow Jacket team? Well, they got to stop the talented sophomore set, and they got to get off to a good start. Boston's been troubled by bad starts in their losses. And I think they got to get away from unforced errors. The Trojans start out with the ball, and there is a quick unforced error. A walk on the wild side immediately called against Hartman Owie, so it'll turn right back over to the Yellow Jackets. Just underway here from O-Town. Ingles with the ball at the point. Gets it on the right wing now to Matt DeCracker. Back to Ingles. Now Drew Merritt. Looks like the Trojans in a 2-3 zone. Merritt for the DeCracker. Now over on the right side. They're moving the ball around quickly against this 2-3 zone. Here's Ingles. Right side jumper. Three-pointer. Up and good by the sophomore. Right out of the gates quickly. You don't want to give a shooter confidence coming out of the gate or it could be a long night. Here comes Freeze. He drives down the paint, gets it to go off the window, and he scores, and will go for a three-pointer the hard way. Nice move there by Andy Freeze. Nice move by Freeze, but I'm telling you, Ingles showed some great range there. Owasso extending that 2-3 way out, and he still shot over it. Kid can shoot, that is for sure. Brian Albert called for the first ball of the ball game. Coach Russ Freeze up in the box talking to his guard, Hartman Alley. Freeze misses the free throw, but it's followed up and in by Eric Cameron, and the Trojans take a 4-3 lead. Here comes Drew Merritt. He'll handle the ball at the point. The off guard will be Ingles. Over the left side now, Matt DeCracker now up top to Merritt. Back to DeCracker to Merritt. Now right wing over to Ingles. Back up top side. Good ball movement and good patience here by the Yellow Jackets. Merritt working up top. Gets it in the right corner to Ingles. Now back to Merritt. Now Ingles here. Left side, triple try. Oh, nothing but the bottom of the net. And he backs right into Jim Newbecker, who hits the floor. And he signals he's okay. And we got a quick 20-second timeout on the floor here called for Owasso. Advanced Industrial Tool and Supply. I want to wish the best of luck to all mid-Michigan athletes this basketball season. From light bulbs to generators and everything in between, even unique gift ideas. Everything you need to get the job done at Advanced Industrial Tool and Supply at 8033 South Delaney Road. We don't think Coach Russ Freeze this week at all worked on giving special attention to Zach Ingles. Well, I'm sure he worked on it, but the team hasn't paid attention here early. Well, it's hard to give special attention to somebody when you're playing a 2-3 zone and the kids are going to wander from side to side. If you're going to give them special attention, you probably want to give them some kind of man defense, wouldn't you think? That or maybe even a box and one with a player of this caliber. Look at what Hazlitt did against Chris Krasminski on Tuesday night, even though it come off in a, their first loss of the season. They held him in check. Here's Freeze, dishes underneath Cameron. He goes up, hits the bottom of the backboard, stuffed himself, but it goes out of bounds off of Greenville. All shooters' eyes light up when they see any kind of zone defense. Well, you know that as you were one of the premier shooters in uh, Corona in the mid-70s. 
Six to four is the score here. Here's Valasek on the right side. Gets it to freeze. He goes up with a shot, but they're going to whistle it off. Foul beforehand, Mr. Jim Newbecker says so. It'll be out of bounds. Owasso, that foul called on Drew Merritt, his first. Two team fouls on uh, the Yellow Jackets. The Trojans have yet to commit a personal foul. It'll be Owie inmounting it all the way up top now to Zach Armstrong. Over to Owie on the right wing. Owasso going to the basket to our right. It's Valasek up top. Now to Armstrong, passes inside to Freeze, and it's knocked away there by Brian Albert. Albert to Merritt. Merritt now quickly down court to Taylor Jorgensen. He gets his pocket picked by Andy Freeze, who dishes it out to Robert Valasek, who keeps it on the floor. The high lob underneath to Cameron. He's trapped on the baseline, goes up off the window, and gets it up and in. Eric Cameron continuing his fine scoring ability. I wouldn't call him a classic shooter, but he's a scorer. Here's Ingles. He's a shooter. Oh, and downtown Owasso that time, another three-pointer. All nine points, courtesy of Zach Ingles. Three three-pointers. <laughs> that one came from just about Pauly Kays. Here's a jump shot. Goes up no good by Freeze. And the rebound ripped by Taylor Jorgensen. The numbers here to the Yellow Jackets. Ingles fills up another three left side. This time hurried it no good. His first miss. They get the rebound back, though. Pass inside, goes back out to Ingles. Now top side to Drew Merritt. Trojans now in a 3-2 zone. They want to get uh, the perimeter covered. Not a bad strategy there. Merritt gets it over on the right side. To DeCracker. Now Merritt drives down the lane. It's stolen away by Cameron. 9-6. Greenville. Here's Valasek, left, left side, fake pumps twice. Now cross-court pass over to Cameron. It goes off his fingertips, out of bounds on the turnover. Greenville gets it back. Coach Russ Freeze up off the bench, clapping his hands, saying, let's go, fellas. Get it together. Got to be very happy with their performance against Alma on Tuesday, a 20-point Owasso win. A little crossover action. Ingles now working the point. He has it out there. He's being checked by Armstrong coming out deep out of the zone. Now Zach will just stay right around the three-point line. Ingles to the elbow. Now he gets it back. Throws up a long three. No good this time. And it's rebounded underneath by Cameron. Here comes Valasek over in the left wing. Inside to Andy Freeze. He loses the handle for a moment. Gets it in the left corner to Hartman Owie. Owie down on the baseline to Cameron. Turnaround jumper. Yeah. Six for Cameron. He leaves the Trojans, Zach Ingles, all nine of the Greenville points, and it is Greenville up by one, nine to eight, four and 20 to go here in the first on the castle. Left side, Ingles drives, pull up jumper from 12. Up, no good. He's cooled up all of a sudden, and it's out of bounds to the Trojans. Making him move his feet a little bit before he shoots. Credit Russ Freeze there because they let him open, wide open in this zone early, but now they're giving him a little special attention. Here's Valasek underneath to Cameron. Great dish by Valasek, and Cameron puts up another two on the left baseline. Owasso takes a 10-9 lead. Here comes Zach Ingle. Over to Drew Merritt, now up top. Back on this side here to Taylor Jorgensen. Jorgensen dishes it off to DeCracker. Now to Ingles. Back up top to Jorgensen. Left corner now to Merritt, and he is bumped on the baseline by Andy Freeze. First foul of the ball game for Owasso. Trojans won the junior varsity, or uh, Greenville rather, won the junior varsity game 69 to 53. Matt Hoffman led the way for the Jackets with 22. Ingles in the left corner now. He is fouled by Zach Armstrong, his first. 
A couple of quick fouls here. No, I guess they just called it out of bounds. So it'll be Greenville with it in front of the Trojan bench right down below us. Greenville going to the basket to our left. Here's Taylor Jorgensen, nearly stolen. Now it is stolen. Valisek has it. Trying to get out in the open, and he is called for a double dribble. Had some contact, but referee Gary Barta felt that he pounded the ball with both hands, so on the turnover, it goes right back to Greenville. Yellow Jackets now with it. It'll be Drew Merritt operating at the point this time. Gets it on the left elbow to Matt DeCracker. He drives down the lane, goes up, gets some body, puts it up off the window. It's going to count, and he'll go to the free throw line to try and complete that three-point play. Sure, both your car and home with Oaks Insurance through Auto Owners Insurance, and you'll save money, save premium dollars with Auto Owners Multiple Policy Discount. Your car, your home, mobile home, or condo. Consolidate all your insurance needs with a no-problem company, Oaks Insurance at 211 East Exchange Street in Washington. Brian Albert, the sophomore at the line, trying to complete his three-point play. He's given Greenville a one-point lead, 11 to 10, and he completes it. Coach Free is not too happy with his son there. <laughs> Having a little conversation with him. Discussing what they're going to have for breakfast tomorrow, maybe. Mm-hmm. Here's Cameron over on the left side to Brian Bartz, who checked into the ball game for Freeze. The pass underneath to Cameron off his fingertips, a little too hard for him to handle. It goes out of bounds, back to Greenville. The Yellow Jackets with a two-point lead, 12-10, to 3.15 to go here in the first. Five quick turnovers against Owasso. That's really what hurt, has hurt them bad this year. A young team will turn the ball over, but if they just cut down on those, they can be very competitive. Taylor Jorgensen drives, dishes it off on the baseline, and a quick foul coming up here on Hartman Alley and going to the free throw line for two, Matt DeCracker. The Golden Crowd is proud to support 1999-2000 Mid-Michigan High School Athletics, and they're proud of their delicious food, terrific service, and great prices. You know, they were voted Shawasi County's favorite buffet and salad bar, and with great reasons. There's everything's made fresh at the Golden Corral, and there's always more where it came from. The Golden Corral on East 721 in Owasso. One of our great corporate sponsors here on these ball games throughout the football and basketball season, the Golden Corral. First shot, no good. Second one on its way, perfect by Matt DeCracker. It's a three-point Greenville lead. 3.05 to go here in our first quarter. Yellow Jacks put on a little pressure at midcourt. Nawaso breaks it. Armstrong to Cameron. Baseline jumper left side. Perfect. Eric Cameron, 10 quick first quarter points here in Owasso. Drive down the left baseline into the left corner now to Albert. Back to Ingles up top. Here's a shot going to come up from three-point land. Clangs the back of the iron. No good there by DeCracker. We have a battle for the rebound. And let's see. It's going to be a foul, I believe, called on Owasso. You know, some players are just first quarter scorers. It looks like every time we come over here, Eric Cameron is one of those guys. Mm-hmm. Comes out of the gates very quickly. That last foul was called on Robert Valisek. We got a five-second violation right here on Greenville. So Owasso will get the ball back, trailing by a point, 13-12 with 2.40 to go here in the first quarter on Z92.5. Hartman Alley with it. Oh, he throws a pass in the middle, and Armstrong barely got it. To Valisek, he drives down the right baseline, goes up with a shot, drew the body like his old man used to do in City League Wars, and then Robert will go to the free throw line now. His dad, you mean, right? Sorry, yes. Ah. little respect there. The young-looking old man, Bob Valisek, right? He can still do it, probably. I'm sure he can. Probably gets out there and practices with the boys. 
Foul was called on Taylor Jorgensen. His first, Robert at the free throw line, one of the nice shooting forms in the area, drills the first one. here and uh, Belisek breaks the tie with the second free throw two and a half minutes to go here in the first Trojans staying in that zone Ryan Albert with it passes in the middle of the paint he gets it back left elbow jumper up clanks the front iron no good and Brian Bartz has the rebound over to Hartman Owie Owie in the right corner to Armstrong was looking for the give and go but Zach holds on to it both teams playing zone here here goes Valasek. Now he'll bring it back out in front of the uh, Greenville bench. Now back to Hartman. Now a left side skip pass to Zach Armstrong. To Valasek. Three-point bomb. Top of the key. Yes! Robert Valasek gets his fifth point. The Trojans up by four. Both teams sitting in that zone. Boy, if you're a shooter, you'll love to see that. Here's Matt DeCracker working the point now for Greenville. They have cooled off considerably. Merritt now in the right corner. Brian Albert. Greenville's yet to put a sub into the ballgame. Sticking with their starting five. Here's Merritt. Drives down the lane. Goes up with a little scoop shot. Gets it to go. Drew Merritt, the 5'8 senior. 17-15. Owasso over Greenville. Yellow Jackets putting on a little pressure now. Looks like they slip back into a man-to-man. Cameron, right side, baseline jumper, perfect. Boy, he works the block beautifully. He's got a nice little jumper down there. He's got the touch. That's not that easy of a shot. That little 10-foot jumper around the baseline. He's got it down. Here's Merritt, top of the key. To Matt DeCracker. Back to Merritt. DeCracker this side. Now pass in the middle to Taylor Jorgensen. Back out to DeCracker. The three-pointer, yeah. He has four. Owasso up by a point with 40 seconds to go here in the first. Hartman Alley. Oh, picks up his dribble at midcourt. Nearly lost it. Armstrong has it. Looks underneath. Cameron has it. Fake pumps off the window. Down. And he is fouled. 14 points for Eric Cameron. And that one was made possible by a nice assist by Zach Armstrong. Cameron making a name for himself in his sophomore year. Scoring a lot of points. Not missed. Many opportunities to score. Well, he's already a point over his season average. Averaging 13.3 a game. Has 14 looking for 15 at the line, and he nails it. 13.3 is not a bad scoring average for sophomore at all. Not at all. Checking in the game for Owasso, Drew Brown, a 5'9 junior guard. 22-18 Owasso. We're down to 30 ticks on the tucker here in the first quarter on the castle. Albert at the top to Ingles. Now he gets a pick. Fires up the three-pointer. No good. He's getting a little frustrated. Long on that one. He's missed his last three or four. 22-18 is the score. So Trojans can work it for the last shot if they'd want. Ten seconds. Howie now signals they do want one. They need to make move to the hoop here. Six. Five. Cameron on the left baseline. Back to Brown. He'll throw up the three. Yes! Drew Brown drains the trifecta at the first quarter horn. And after one, the Trojans have put 25 on the board. Greenville, 18. WJSC, Ashley Owasso, Z92.5, The Castle. Your home 
hometown store, you'll find aisles of smiles, brand name products, and great prices at Bannon's. When you're looking for customer service with that personal touch, shop at Bannon's Foodland, 632 North Kawasaki, Owasso. Bannon's wishes all mid-mission athletes a great basketball season. The new BX Series compact diesel tractors from Kubota and Alderman's in Lennon, small in size with big on power features. For this time of year, add a scraper blade or a snowblower. Stop by Alderman's in Lennon today for more information about the new BX Series tractors. Gilbert's True Value Harbor, 113 West Main in Owasso, is a proud supporter of all of Michigan sports teams. Gilbert's is your neighborhood hardware store. Big enough to have everything you need, small enough to give you personalized service. Plumbing to pan, electrical to hardware, nuts and bolts, and power tools. Gilbert's True Value Hardware has it all. Boy, maybe the best quarter of basketball the Trojans put together all season long. They lead it after one, 25 to 18 over Greenville. It'll be the Yellow Jackets starting off the second quarter here on the Castle with Chris McMillan. I'm Ted, the sports guy. Department back producing all the activities tonight. We'll be checking in with him here shortly when we get that first quarter score from Corona. Matt DeCracker has it. Now a top side of the first sub in the game. Mike Packer to 5'8", senior guard, will work at the point. DeCracker left wing now. Back up top to Packard. In the middle, this jump shot goes up by Jorgensen. No good. And it is Brian Bartz with the rebound. Manawi takes it down the left sideline. Owasso going to the basket to our right, wearing the gold uniforms. The Greenville Yellow Jackets wearing the purple, trimmed in yellow. Pass into Cameron. Nice dish off to Bartz, and he lays it up and in. Great no-look pass by Eric Cameron, and he's playing it on all cylinders right now. 27-18, Owasso. Here's a pass on the baseline. Jorgensen goes up with it, partially blocked, gets it back. Left side to Cracker, fires up the three-pointer, and he buries it. Quickly on those first quarter stats, how'd they look? Wassel red hot, 10 out of 13 in that first quarter. Hit their first shot in the second quarter. They're on a push called on the, the Yellow Jacket. Called this one on Zach Ingles, his first. It's only their fifth team foul. Wassel with four personal fouls. 27-21, Owasso. This portion of the game brought to you by the good folks at Harrelson Chevrolet, Maurer Heating and Cooling Company, Memorial Healthcare Sports Team, Modern Woodman of America, Fraternal Life, and your Owasso Neighborhood Cinemas. Great advertisers here on Z92.5. Freeze back in the ball game for Owasso. Takes it, loses the handle, and here comes Greenville on a break. Freeze hustles back, but the layup goes up and in by Mike Packard. Greenville has outscored Owasso here in the second quarter, 5-2. Triple team now on uh, Armstrong. He finally gets it out of the pile. Over to Van Pelt in the ballgame. Zach Van Pelt. And the shot goes up no good. And here comes Greenville the other way. Free throw line pass off to Ingles. Fake pumps once, kicks it back top side. Jump shot goes up, top of the key, no good. Battle for the rebound underneath. Pulled in by James Nagel. Nagel throws it up top side to Jorgensen. He'll drive down the free throw line, lays it up, can't get it to go. But he was fouled on his drive to the basket. Two shots coming up. Lance Omer, Remax Velasco, is a proud supporter of area high school athletics. He would like to take this time to applaud the talents of the Trojans and wish them the best of luck in their big game. Lance appreciates teamwork. He's proud to be a part of a team that's been serving this area for three generations. Lance Omer, Remax of Owasso at 215 East Exchange Street. Call was called on Zach Van Pelt. His first, and at the free throw line uh, is Jorgensen. The shot goes up, no good. 
Second one on its way. This one is perfect by Taylor Jorgensen. 27-24. Owasso still on top. Here's a shot. Left corner goes up and good by Drew Brown. Long two-pointer that time, just in front of the three-point line. Here's Jorgensen. Takes it in the left corner. To the cracker. Now top side to Packard. To Jorgensen. Drives the baseline. Lays it up. Nice. Up and in. Now we're going to have another timeout here. Owasso calls the T.O. Leading it by three. 29-26. Five and a half to go here in the second. Frank Bela, contractor, and the Cheston Indians are both builders. He builds great custom homes, and the Indians build winning sports teams. Frank Bela, contractor, will build a home that suits your desires and lots available now in a beautiful country estate setting located at the corner of Baldwin and Franchi Road. One mile north of M57, full basement for the model home is now in. If you act now, that two-story, three-bedroom plus bonus room over the garage can be built for you to fit your desires. Frank Bela, contractor, cheers on the hometown Cheston Indians. And they watch the Trojans. Give them a call at 845-2469. Go ahead, Bartman. What do you- All righty. After one quarter, Corona over Ovid Elsie, 12-8. to 12-8, the Cavaliers after one over in Corona. Thank you for that report. Thank you, Bartman, and thank you, Jim Bauer. And by the way, Dave Ackerley says you demand. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Hey, awesome. Tell Dave he demands. <laughs> Love watching him on TV. Great sports broadcast over there in the Lansing area. 29-26 is the score. Trying to keep everybody up to date. I think what he's alluding to is we're uh, doing the ball game here tonight and also trying to keep people up to date on that Corona Nova Delphi contest. 29-26 is the score here from Owasso. Trojans on a top. Ball goes out of bounds back to Owasso. You know, Eric Cameron came out of the gates here with 15 first-quarter points. Got to believe he's dedicating this performance tonight to his grandmother who passed away earlier today, and we want to send our condolences out to the Eric Cameron family. That is for sure. Armstrong over on the right side for the Trojans. Drives in the middle now to Van Pelt. To Cameron, left side corner. Jump shot no good. Follows it. Lays it up and in. 17 for Eric Cameron, and I'll tell you what, every youngster listening to this broadcast, if you shoot the ball, follow your shot. A lot of good things can happen. That's what Cameron did. Something uh, assistant coach Bob Velasek's brother, Mike Velasek, used to do to perfection. That's because he missed so often. (laughs) Just kidding. Greenville with the ball, working against this zone, and now Hartman Alley comes away with a steal. Owasso up by five, looking to add on. Has it over on the right wing to Zach Armstrong. He has it on the baseline, back over to Zach Van Pelt, the sophomore. Kicks it all the way up top to Hartman Alley, who's wide open for a triple. No good on the jump shot. Rebounded by Greenville's James Nagel. Yellow Jacks looking to run. Here's Jorgensen underneath the basket. It's swatted out of bounds by Hartman Alley. Let's see if they call a foul or just give it to Greenville out of bounds. And I think referee Jim Newbecker is going to call the personal foul on Hartman Alley. Two shots coming up here now for the Yellow Jackets. Women's incomes are now essential to the financial health of many families, and that's why your family needs Modern Woodman of America Life Insurance for both income earners. Modern Woodman, serving your family and community for generations to come. Modern Woodman for life. Give Randy Thayer, your local Modern Woodman of American Insurance agent, a call at 288-6858. First free throw up, no good by Taylor Jorgensen. He has three points on the ball game. It'll be Andy Freeze checking back in the game for Owasso along with Robert Valasek. 
Out for a breather comes Van Pelt and Hartman Owie. Also up by five. We got four and 25 to go here in the second quarter. Oh, at halftime, stick with us. We're going to take a preview of that huge University of Connecticut Michigan State game tomorrow. We might even talk about the National Felon League. 31 to 27. Here's Drew Brown. Owasa with the lead and the ball. Andy Freeze drives the middle of the lane and then he is tripped. It'll be the sixth team foul on Greenville, so it'll be out of bounds. Next fouls from now on will be shooting fouls for both teams. Foul was on Zach Ingles, his second. Ingles comes into this game averaging 27. He had nine quick points, but they've held him in check since that early part of the game. Freeze throws it away. Greenville trailing by four with the ball. Ingles drives the right baseline. Pull-up jumper, perfect. Ingles with 11. Son of the head coach, Kent Ingles. Greenville comes in the game 8-3, and three, taking on uh, the 3-9 and nine Trojans. Freeze to Valisek. Goes up with a shot. Perfect. Nice Running a jumper from about four foot away by Robert. He has seven. There's a drive and a walk there called on Greenville's Mike Packard. So the ball goes right back to Owasso with 3.45 to go in the first. The Trojans leading 33-29. Trojans shoot 70% right now in the game. 14 out of 20. You will win a lot of basketball games doing that. You certainly will. you got to keep that up the whole game, though. Here's Cameron. Takes it in the right corner to Valasek. Fakes the shot. Now puts up the long 17-footer. Yeah. Robert feels the magic. It's a shootout, Ted. I like it. Here's a jump shot. Pass, really, underneath. And Valasek gets it. It may have been deflected. Robert looking to run. He's felt it here last two trips. Manufactures a shot with the spin move and draws the foul. So Robert Valasek is going to go to the free throw line here for the Trojans who lead it, 35-29. So like office supply at 209 West Main Street in Owasso. As you complete office supply headquarters, you'll find everything for your business office or your home office. Like Office Supply has paper products, furniture, machines, supplies, and more. If you're looking for a gift, they can help you there, too. At Slake Office Supply, customer satisfaction is their number one goal. Check them out at 209 West Main Street, downtown Owasso. Selick makes the first free throw, and, you know, speaking of Selick Office Supply, they've got that hometown feel, owned and operated by local people, Robert Selick, and I definitely highly recommend, if you're looking for office supplies, stop on in and see Bob. Shop locally, folks. They help bring you these games every single week. Here's Ingles. 37-29, Owasso. Make it 37-31 as James Nagel puts in the turnaround six-foot jumper right in front of the hoop. Valasek down now to Drew Brown. He lights up the three off the back iron. No good. Tried to follow it. Ingles goes down on the floor. Now Valasek comes into the scrum. He comes away with it. Now let's see if we're going to get a foul. And I think we got a hold. Now Valasek and uh, another player get a little physical on the floor. But the referee is quickly into the pile. And I think they're going to call a foul here on Greenville. They do. They call it on Mike Packard with the hold. Gary Barta emphatically gave the signal there, and that'll send Robert Valasek, who has uh, the last six Trojan points, going to the free throw line now here for Owasso. Eric Cameron leading the way with 17 points on uh, the contest. We also want to send along condolences to the Compton family in uh, Corona. Of course, we knew all the kids over there, Chris. 
Jim and Big Ed Compton and the rest of the family, their mom passed away, Ginny Compton, and our thoughts and prayers certainly go out to their family. Robert Valasek cans the first one. 38-31 Owasso. Robert and Fuego from that free throw line here tonight. Six of six. Boy, I hate stealing from ESPN broadcasters. You know what I'm saying? No, you don't. <laughs> here's Ingles, a long three-pointer. Bangs off the backboard. Didn't even hit any rim. Now here's a pass down court to Valasek. He takes it in the left corner. He's definitely thinking offense right now, but dishes it under to Andy Freeze, who goes off the window with the kiss up and in. Stole another one. Did you notice that? <laughs> Freeze with four. You don't steal them. You just borrow them. That's right. You give them back. I don't keep them. Albert, left corner jump shot by Jorgensen. Three-pointer up and in. Boy, Taylor Jorgensen with his 12-point average keeping Greenville in this one. Greenville trails it 41-34 to to Owasso. The Trojans with the ball. Freeze. Looks for the shot. Drives. Forces it up. But gets it to go. He has six. Owasso by nine. Here's Engel. Drives the right baseline. Brown was trying to get the charge. Couldn't get it. Here's Jorgensen. He'll fill up the three. Left side. No good. Good boxing out by Owasso. Brown with it. Gets it over to the left wing now to Robert Valasek. Baseline jumper goes up, gets it partially blocked, gets it back for a moment, then Jorgensen gets it away. Bounce pass down court. Merritt goes up, and it's knocked out of bounds off his kneecap. Good hustle that time by Drew Brown. Down to a minute 27 to go in the half. This portion of the game brought to you by Richard Selick & Sons Agency, Selick Office Supply, William Graham Accounting and Tax Service, the American Cancer Society, and our Friday night home this evening, 10 until midnight, Chips Place in the Sir Pizza Complex. Another edition of the Sports Forum, folks, 10 until midnight. Here's a bad pass there by Armstrong. It's stolen by Merritt. He drives, finger rolls it up off the window, gets it down, and he is fouled. He'll go to the free throw line to complete the three-point play. Greg and Lou's Restaurant on North M52 is open seven days a week, and that is a great thing because that means no matter what day of the week you're craving a good home-cooked meal, you can get one. Greg and Lou's always has great specials, and don't forget their fish fries on Fridays. Greg and Lou's Restaurant at 1460 North M52 is open 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. seven days a week. Looking for a great spot for breakfast tomorrow, folks. Stop on in to Greg and Lou's. 43-36. Owasso on top. That last foul was called on Armstrong. His first. Shot goes up. Rattles the rim and no good that time. And Merritt couldn't get it to go. Owasso with it. Right now we're down to a minute five to go in the half. Owasso wants to just avoid any run by Greenville here late. Here's underneath. Cameron gets the garbage basket as the first shot went up. Cameron went down, picked it up, bullied his way up. And Eric Cameron now with 19 first-half points for Owasso. Here's Ingles, the drive. The jump shot uses all the rim up and in. 13 for Ingles. He's coming in averaging about 27 a game. Now a near steal by Merritt. Armstrong goes down. He dishes it to Valasek. He comes up off the deck, tries to get away from it. Bodies flying everywhere here in Owasso. And we're going to get a held ball. 
Well, I'll tell you what, the desire is here tonight for both teams as bodies are flying everywhere. You think bodies might be flying over there in Corona this evening? Oh, yeah. Mid-Michigan Mid Conference B Division lead on the line. Corona undefeated at the midway point. Ovidelsi only a game back. They're only lost to Corona opening night in the league this year. The Marauders on have been on some kind of roll lately. Yeah, both teams have. Corona with a great win Tuesday night over undefeated Haslam. Mm-hmm. At the free throw line is Zach Armstrong as they call the foul on the far side of the court. And Armstrong will be there for a one-and-one. Got to talk to their scoreboard operator here, though. He's kind of slow on putting who fouled up on the board. He does it every once in a while. Armstrong missed the free throw, but Brian Bart puts it up and in. Trojans up by nine, down to 25 seconds to go here in the half. Stick with us at halftime. We'll update you on all the scoring stats, and we'll bring you up to date on what's happening over in Corona. Zach Ingles with it. Tries to create something against this zone, down to 12 seconds. Ingles. Getting some special attention by fellow number three, Zach Armstrong. A little jump step. The jumper up. No good. Rebounded by Bart. Armstrong has it in front of the Owasso bench, and it goes out of bounds with one second left. Greenville will keep the ball. Great first half here if you're an Owasso fan. Leading at 47-38. There's a high lob pass. Ingles gets it, goes up with a jump shot. Oh, my. He caught the ball, then went back up with it and got it to go. The two-pointer at the horn by Zach Ingles. Must have been 1.9 seconds on the clock. But at half, Owasso leads it by seven over Greenville, 47 to 40. Fiji's Food Center on North M52 in Owasso offers value, quality, and service in a clean and pleasant atmosphere. They feature an in-store deli, bakery, pharmacy, flower center, video rental, and so much more. They're open 24 hours. They're open when you need them. Fiji's where the people make the difference. Want a good line and a great furnace? Then get on the line and call your Amana dealer. Yes, Amana and Amana Air command high-efficiency gas furnace operates at industry-leading efficiencies to save you hundreds of dollars in energy costs every year you own it. See the Amana high-efficiency furnace at Quality Plumbing and Heating, located at 510 South Washington Street in Owasso, or call them at 725-8298. Quality Plumbing and Heating says good luck, athletes, this basketball season. Here at the half in Owasso with Chris McMillan, I am Ted, the sports guy right here on Z92.5, the Bartman back at the castle producing everything tonight. And I'm sure sometime here at halftime we'll get you updated on what's happening over in Corona and what's happening updated right now on what's going on over there in the county seat. What do you got? Alrighty, at halftime, it's Corona 34, Ovid Elsie 14. Oh my. Oh my. 34 to 14, Corona at the half. Woo! Coach John has them playing some aggressive basketball over there. 14 points for that Ovid Elsie team. That is amazing. They have been definitely on a roll, but I tell you what, I don't think there's a team in our area that's been on a better roll than the Corona Cavaliers in the last three weeks. Yeah, that's on both ends of the court. So they have a half to play over there in Corona, and the Cavs lead it 34-14 to 14 here at halftime. 15. What was that? 34 to 15. Oh, I thought you said 14. Oh, no, they're working them. Okay, and that is a halftime score? That is at, uh, that's a halftime score, yes, indeed. 
All right. 34 to 15 at halftime. Very good. Give them that extra point. They're going to need it. <laughs> Thank you for correcting us. It's all right, man. I know there's some. Oh, never mind. <laughs> Seven point Owasso lead here at the break as their dance team is going to be taking the court here. As fact, they're making a grand entrance. The Owasso Trojan dance team coming down from high atop the stands as they have their jackets on. Now they peel them off and showing off their. Uh, Watch it, Ted. Dance outfit, we'll just say. How's that? Here we go. For the visitors of Greenville, trailing it by seven here at the half, Zach Ingalls has 15 points. He's the only double-figure scorer here for Owasso, or for Greenville, rather, with uh, seven points each, Matt DeCracker and Taylor Jorgensen. With four points, Drew Merritt, and with uh, two points, or three points, rather, Brian Albert, two points each, Mike Packard, and James Nagel. For Owasso, they're being led here at the break by Eric Cameron. Cameron with 19 first half points, having a fabulous game, 15 in the first quarter. With 13 was Robert Valasek, he really got hot in the second quarter as he scored eight of his 13. With six was Andy Freeze, five points for the Trojans, Drew Brown, and with four, Brian Bart. Here at the half in Owasso, the gym they affectionately call the warehouse. And as many of you know, they had some storm damage a couple of years ago. The roof was virtually tore off here. And uh, they completely replaced the roof, replaced the entire floor, and uh, brand new stands here. So it's basically a brand new gym. We'll have uh, some further halftime information here right after this. Since 1948, Reeves Wheel Alignment downtown Owasso has been your home for Goodyear Tires in Shawasi County. And Reeves will still fix your flat no matter where it is. Reeves Wheel Alignment, 729 Tires. Hardee's of Owasso and Durand offers you their spicy chicken standards for just 99 cents. White tender chicken inside, spicy breaded outside. Hardee's of Durand and Owasso, a proud supporter of Mid-Michigan's winter season sports team. Chad Walder, Lord Hahn, at 200 West Exchange Street, downtown Owasso, covers all those insurance needs, whether it's life, home, boat, car, or business, they can handle it all. Been doing it since 1903, that's close to 100 years, serving this county and the surrounding areas. So call the insurance number 725-7134. Chad Walder, Lord Hahn, proud to support Mid-Michigan basketball. I'll tell you, very, very talented uh, dance squad here at Owasso, and, uh, a little bit provocative, but uh, doing a great job out here entertaining the crowd. They love them over here in O-Town. 47 to 40 is the score. We are at the half. This portion of our halftime activity is being brought to you by the good folks at Sportsnet Michigan, which include White and Wilkins Farm Bureau Insurance, Sobax Gifts and Collectibles and Home Medical, Stewart Street Auto Service, Alderman's and Burlington Sofa and Mattress Factory. Just a reminder for everybody out there, as I see one of the television crews is here. We don't, we're not sure which one it is, but there will be some film on tonight during uh, one of the local sports cast at 10 o'clock this evening. Highly recommend that you don't turn that dial at all, and I even more highly recommend you come on over to the Sir Pizza Complex, Chip's Place to be exact, 715 South Chipman Street, Dutchtown, Owasso as it'll be another edition of the Sports Forum tonight coming to you from that fine facility. I have a ton of prizes to give away, including Flint General tickets, Detroit Vipers 
and Orlando Solar Bear tickets, Tough Man World Championship tickets. And I'm telling you, that is going to be a great show. If the Bartman's still listening, Bartman, are you there? Oh, yeah. Now, did you get yourself a couple of those tickets? Oh, it's on a Thursday not a bad guy to get, that's for sure. But I, I'm sure it'll be a great, great event. Now, that's for Thursday night, huh? That's for so Thursday night. It's going to be me, LT, <laughs> and uh, Fred Lane. We're all going to go out afterwards. <laughs> Fred Lane, huh? Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it's going to be a, it's going to be a party, man. Are you talking about Fred Lane from the, the National Felon League? Uh, it's a misdemeanor for where I'm from. Okay, all right. Well, what about Ray Lewis? Is he going to be there? Uh, Ray Lewis, he's, he's competing, actually. <laughs> well, you know we're going to talk a little Ray Lewis, don't you? I would hope so. During uh, the sports forum portion of the program, that's for sure. We'll also take a look back at uh, the Super Bowl, which the Rams won over the Titans 23-16. to You know, I guess you'd say the Titans had 16 plus 99 yards, right, the way it ended up? Oh, man, what a great game. What a tremendous game. We kind of had a feeling it was going to be that kind of game, you know? Oh, man. You know, the first three quarters were actually uh, kind of lame, but when it got down to it, I got to tell you, Steve McNair just had everybody going. I think I was the only Titan fan there by the time the fourth quarter rolled around. Everybody was getting into what Steve McNair was doing out there in the fourth. I'll tell you what, the the difference between him winning the MVP and Kurt Warner was the W. Don't you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, but you can't shortchange what Warner did either and what kind of season that guy had. I mean, he caps it off. He was the MVP of the league. Finishes with the uh, Super Bowl Most Valuable Player Award with 414 yards, two touchdowns. Now I realize, you know, some of those uh, some of those yards were definitely made after the pass. I mean, Isaac Bruce had a great move there at the end of the game, and I don't think a lot of commentators caught the fact that uh, young Mr. Dorsett coming into the game, you know, as a fill-in. Did you notice that he made a very lame attempt at a tackle on that, that final play? It was very weak, you know, and I don't know if anybody else talked about that. But you got to say congratulations to Dick Vermeil going out on top, and that's a class move. What do you think about that Super Bowl, Chris McMillan? Well, I think the Titans were lucky to be even in it in the fourth quarter, Ted. Rams down there five times. They get two touchdowns to Dover. I think the best team won, but the Titans were definitely the best team in the fourth quarter. Yeah, and, it, and Steve McNair on that one play to get them down there for that final shot. What a what an athletic play, and boy, I, I think they made the right call, too. You know, a lot of people have criticized the fact they didn't throw it into the end zone, but you know, that's so tough to do when you're really in the shortened length of the field down there, you know, inside the 10-yard line. I thought they made a pretty good move trying to get the pass quickly to the receiver. Just an unbelievable tackle there by Mike Jones. Well, you know it's playing a defensive back out there by yourself, guarding a great receiver. Just a great athletic play to make that tackle. Great strength. Another thing, another thing, Bart, I know you weren't out of the castle because we keep you locked up there pretty much regularly on weeknights, but, uh, you know, Michigan took on Michigan State, and there was a little luster taken off that game. I figured the Spartans would win that game anyway, but Jamal Crawford in this whole situation, uh, you know, I don't quite get it. What do you think, Bart? Um, I think something's going on with uh, that guy out in Seattle. I can't think of his name. Guy has plenty of money. He's He's been good friends with uh, Jamal's mama for quite some time, from what I read in the Detroit Free Press. Let me ask you. He's been a family friend since Jamal was about three years old. Huh, well, there you go. But let me ask you this. You know, if he had no bearing at all, and I guess that's going to have to be all proven to the NCA, but if this happened in a high school situation, 
before college, why does the university get punished for something like this? Wouldn't it be more of a situation uh, that, uh, let's just say, for example, he violated high school rules in that state? Wouldn't they just normally, uh, you know, wipe out the record of that school? I mean, why does the, why would he get penalized at, at university? I don't know. He was no way connected to the University of Michigan. He wasn't a booster or anything. You know, it's like that kid out in uh, UCLA. Oh my goodness! Did he ever? Thirty-nine game suspension. What's up with that? Well, we'll certainly analyze some of that stuff on uh, the Sports Forum from 10 until midnight. Also, this is a big week for all the local universities, all the universities throughout America. It was National Signing Day. And, uh, again, uh, Michigan and Michigan State both top-notch recruiting classes. And maybe you might even, you know, if you listen to the experts, give the nod to Bobby Williams and the Spartans. He has some really solid blue chippers. Coming in here, Mac. What do you think of that? Or give the edge to Nick Saban with a <laughs> parentheses to Bobby Williams. I think Nick Saban laid the groundwork for most of those kids. I'll tell you what, Nick didn't have any problem piping up about the uh, problem with young Mr. Knott and the recruiting troubles there at Michigan State, did he? He should have just said no comment. Yeah. He had no problem sticking the dagger, in my opinion, to uh, Michigan State. One other thing that we've got to get into big time tonight, Bart and Chris. I know Chris is a big fan of the WWF, but how about Vince McMahon starting his own football league? Bartman, you think it's ever going to get off the ground? I seriously do. I think that it's, uh, it comes along at a great time of year. People go two or three weeks without football, and they're like, starting to Jones Fort, and all of a sudden you got the WX or the uh, XFL. Oh, yeah. And they're going to start right after the Super Bowl next year. And I'm, oh, I, I'm looking so much forward to this if they can pull it off. One of the cool things, like I was talking to you about when I came out earlier to the station, they're going to have the coaches mic'd, they're going to have the players mic'd, and they're going to have all kinds of different things that uh, that fans out there don't see on television. You've got to believe then it's going to be a cable broadcast, which is all right. Though, I don't know, maybe it'll be on one of the ones we don't get here in Owasso. Is Deborah McMichael going to be one of the cheerleaders? Very <laughs> possible. Very, very possible. I don't think Steve Austin will let that happen. You heard about that. Well, no, what's up with that? Steve Austin is getting married to Deborah McMichael. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah, Uh-oh. Yeah. Well, we'll go off the top rope maybe tonight, too, somewhere around 1130. One thing I was going to mention to you, Bart, I wanted to kind of watch UPN and their Thursday night thing, you know? Uh-huh. Because I was going to check out, see what Vince would have to say about the XFL. Lo and behold, I didn't realize that we don't even get that station here on our cable. And I forgot to tape it. Unreal. All right. Well, we're up to speed. Some of the topics we're going to talk about on the Sports Forum this evening from 10 until midnight. I look forward to talking with you during that program, Bart. Absolutely. Thanks for your help here at halftime, and uh, we'll keep up to date on that Corona game. We'll have the second half right after this from our sponsors. Wallace Culligan at 805 West Main Street in Owasso wants to make your water better. Yep, they can install a water conditioner for you. Deliver the softening salt or bottled water right to your house. Locally owned and operated for 55 years, Wallace Culligan, 805 West Main in West Town, Owasso. Stop in at the Culligan Corner or give Van Wall a call at 517-725-5515. And Wallace Culligan is having an open house tomorrow from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. Free refreshments, open house deals on Culligan water softeners and systems. Yeah, and definitely stop in and tell Van you heard his ad right here on the Castle tonight. And congratulations to Van Waugh and his open house there at Culligan Corners. Here we go, second half underway. Ted the Sports Guy with Chris McMillan here on the Castle. It'll be Greenville with the Rock here to start the second half. Going to the basket to our right. They trail it by seven. 
Drew Merritt back in the game. Looks like they're going back to their starting five. He has it at the point. Angles just anxiously waiting on the right wing for the ball. Merritt has it. Takes it down the middle of the lane. Gets it to Jorgensen over on the left side. To Matt DeCracker. Now Angles has it. It quickly throws up the long three and starts off just like he started the ball game. Buries a three-pointer. He has 18. It's a shootout between Zach Ingles and Eric Cameron. Here's a pass underneath to Robert Valasek. Wide open. Andy Freeze found him down the lane. Valasek gets his 15th. It is a shootout here in Owasso. 49-43, the Trojans over Greenville. Here's a shot to Cracker. Three-point bomb, no good. The follow-up, no good. And Valasek has the rebound. He comes down court. It's Greenville quickly getting back on defense, and Robert picks up his dribble and gets it to Freeze at the top. Over to Cameron on the right wing, back to Andy Freeze. He'll drive down the middle of the lane, pull up, jumper goes up, can't get it to go, gets his own follow, that goes up, no good. It looks like it's going to be Cameron that had the ball, and I think they're going to call it out of bounds to Owasso. I thought he got the ball up just in time, but referee says no, it's going to be out of bounds. Georgians are 19 out of 28 in that first half for 68%. Wow, on fire. Taylor Jorgensen picks up his second. Awasa with the ball in the six-point lead here. Second half just underway, a minute gone. Zach Armstrong with it for Owasso to Robert Valasek. He drives. Pull-up jumper, right side, no good. Somebody gets his own follow, goes up with it, can't get it to go. Cameron underneath, watch out. Yes, it's good. 21 for Eric Cameron. He's got a nose for the ball there on the baseline. He's only a sophomore, folks. 51 to 43, Owasso. Merritt loses the handle, but it's knocked out of bounds by Valasek right in front of the Greenville bench. Head coach Kent Ingles picks up the basketball, hands it to his son. Now the referee grabs it back and gives it to Zach. Ingles inbounds it to Drew Merritt. Back to Zach Ingles, wide open for a 25-footer, no good. And coming down the lane for the rebound, Zach Armstrong for Owasso. 6.15 left in the third. Robert Valasek open for a 17-footer left side. Good. This is the best we've seen Robert play as a varsity cager. 17 for the junior. Owasso up by 10 over the favored Greenville Yellow Jacket 5. Mid-Michigan A battle. Now Owasso comes away with a steal. Hartman Owie looking to run. Loses the handle, dishes it underneath to Armstrong to Valasek. You know he's going up with it now. He feels it. He goes up, draws some body, and Robert Valasek going to go to the free throw line for two. Burlington Sofa and Matches Factory of St. John's in Owasso is proud to cheer on our mid-Michigan basketball team. If you can't make it to the game, sit back and listen. In your new Burkline recliner, choose from a huge selection of sofas, love seats, and recliners. Open seven days a week, Burlington Sofa and Matches Factory, 118 North Coastland in St. John's or 116 West Main in Owasso. Robert Valasek at the free throw line, up perfect on the first one. Biggest Owasso lead of the evening right now as Owasso goes up by 11. You know, this Greenville team looks like a soft perimeter-type team, and it's been successful for them so far this year, but they don't rebound very well. Mm-hmm. Not at least in this portion of the game that we've seen. Valasek makes one out of the two. Here comes Greenville. Drew Merritt loses the handle. Here's Armstrong to Owie. He goes up with a layup. Good. Hartman Owie. And it might be timeout time here for Greenville. They need a T.O. And they finally call it. Their first timeout of the game. 56-43. Owasso over the Yellow Jackets. 5.26 to go in the third. 
Come in and score a slam dunk at Harrelson's at 1108 East Main in Owasso, making customers happy since 1932. Harrelson's cares about their customers, and they want your car buying experience to be a good one. They're open six days a week, so when you're looking for a new car, look to Harrelson's Chevrolet of Owasso. Winter season sports are upon us in Cal Family Chiropractic, 120 South Washington, Owasso, wants you to know they care about your athletes. They can help prevent injuries before they happen. Keep physically fit through chiropractic care. Whatever your sport, you need Dr. Cal. Call him at 729-CARE. Yeah, we got a rare full-time out here. Yeah. Maury's and Cooling is your neighborhood headquarters for energy-efficient Lennox heating and cooling systems, but they also have more humidifiers, air cleaners, fireplaces, purifiers. They even do duct cleaning, Maury heating, and cooling. Proud of their dependable service and proud of the Michigan's basketball team. Well, the timeout is over, and Kent Engels was very animated over there on the opposite side. And he'll see if he can get some offense going here. Merritt has it up top to Zach Engels. He'll drive on Owie now, dishes it over on the left side. Trojans staying in that stingy zone defense. Engels, 25-footer again. Got it. Nothing but net that time. Engels, five three-point baskets on the ball game. Here's Valasek on the left wing. It's a 10-point Trojan lead. Here's Armstrong, baseline jumper right, no good. Valasek goes up for the rebound, can't get it to go, but he is fouled. Robert, a yeoman's job there on the boards. Only six foot one, but he's using that wide body and doing a nice job for the Trojans. Yeah, they're out rebounding Greenville, 21 to 10 right now. You know, look at the, at the sheet here coming in. There wasn't, uh, Greenville doesn't have a lot of size. They do like to fill it up from the perimeter, but they don't have a lot of size. Tallest player. Six foot three, James Nagel, and he doesn't start. Here's Freeze. Called a non-shooting foul. Cameron has it. Out to Owie. Looks like Greenville back in a two-three zone themselves. Cameron left corner to Hartman Owie. Lasso up by ten. Valasek on the right wing. Now to Andy Freeze at the free throw line. Gets it over to Owie. Left corner now to Zach Armstrong. Armstrong. Whips it back top side to Valasek. He'll drive right. Bodies up. Goes off the window. Good. Boy, Robert is looking to score, and he's getting some great results here tonight so far. 20 points on the game for Robert Valasek. 21 for Eric Cameron. Owasso up by 12. We're nearing the midway point of the third quarter here on the Castle. Ingles takes it left side. He had a three-pointer a moment ago. Their leading scorer averaging 27. That's 21 on the game. Here's a long three-pointer. That was about a 30-footer at the top of the key. No good. Balasek went high for the rebound and went down on the deck, and he was pushed, and that's going to be the fourth personal foul coming up here on Greenville. Owasso is yet to foul here in the second half. Ingles is one of those rare players that has unlimited range. Every shot he takes, no matter if it's 30-foot or 15-foot, just looks effortless. Effortlessly. Effortless. Looks effortless. There you go. Looks like Boom. Saturday afternoon wreck to me. He's letting it fly. Well, that last foul was called on Taylor Jorgensen. His fourth. One of their go-to guys. Here's Armstrong on the left baseline. Gets it to Valasek. He's getting double teamed. Yellowjack's picking up the pressure. Owie had it wide open for a moment. Passed up the shot. Back to Valasek. 3-20 and 20 to go here in the third. Here is Cameron. Long shot. Left corner. Really not his shot. That was a three-pointer. No good. 
Here comes Engels looking to run. He finds Drew Merritt, gets it in the right corner. Now he brings it back over to the other side. And the ball is knocked out of bounds off of Greenville, so Owasso will get it back. Well, you know, every player has got to have a breakout game at the varsity level where you really get confidence in yourself scoring, and I think Robert Valasek's having his tonight. You think tonight's Robert Valasek's coming out party? Could be. It might be. Here is Hartman Alley taking it across the timeline up between the circles now. Gets it to Valasek. Oh, oh give and go, baby. It was sweet, but Alley couldn't get the left-handed shot to go. Right off the playbook. Everything was perfect except the basket didn't go. Greenville now with it. Zach Ingles thinking about the shot. He says, I'm throwing it up, and he buries another three. This time deep on the right wing. Every game is a breakout game for that young guy. <laughs> he definitely has no conscience, as they say about shooters. Here goes Freeze down the middle of the lane. Throws it up off the window, no good. Battle for the rebound. Valasek comes away with it. Down to two and a half minutes to go in the third. Owasso still up by nine. Freeze, bodies up. Goes up with a left-handed scoop. No good, but he is fouled, and Andy Freeze will go to the free throw line. After you've taken in this game, what are you going to do with the rest of your weekend? Now, how about a movie at the Wasso Neighborhood Cinemas? They've got five screens showing first-run movies. Movies? Movies? M-O-V-I-E-S. That's movies. <laughs> movies and Dolby Digital Sound. Matinees before six or just four dollars. Call for showtimes on their movie hotline, 723-SHOW, or check out the website, go-show.com. Wasso Cinemas is proud to support mid-Michigan basketball team. You know, you get those feet off that banner, you've kicked it down now. Oh. That's all right. Freeze. Makes the first free throw. Speaking of the movies, my daughter Jessica, after that Corona game, is going to go see Scream 3. Whew. i got to get the report on that one. 60 to 49. Andy Freeze makes both free throws. He has eight. You scary movie fan? I like Scream. I like the Scream first two screams. Yeah, looking forward to the third one. They say it's every bit as good. Greenville with the ball. Love to do a movie show here on the castle. You know what I'm talking about? Movie saw, and entertainment. Saw the Green Mile last Saturday. How was it? Weird. Long. Here's Greenville with a jump shot left side up. No good. And Owasso comes away with a rebound. Boy, it was nice we got to work in a little entertainment news there during play. Here's Freeze. That's right. From the left side, Brian Bart's in the ballgame. Takes it on the baseline now to Drew Brown. Good ball moving by the Trojans against this man-to-man now. Here's a shot, left baseline, it goes up, it's going to count, and Brian Park gets the deuce off the window, and he'll be at the free throw line for Owasso. Foul was called on Ingles, number three on Zach. This portion of the game brought to you by Tuffy Auto Service Centers, Cal Family Chiropractic, Young Old Cadillac, Quality Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, and uh, Schneider's Appliance. Keep it right here at the castle from 10 until midnight. One of your favorite sports talk shows, I know it is, the Sports Forum from 10 until midnight. Brian Bartz can't get it to go. We'd love to see you out in person at Chip's Place. Dutchtown Owasso. Jump shot coming up, left side. Oh, used every bit of the rim, and the three-pointer goes for Matt DeCracker. His 10th. It's a 10-point game, Owasso on top. Greenville picking up the pressure. Here's Bart, drives down the lane, goes off the glass, no good, straight on. It's on the floor, and it's Hartman Alley coming away with it. He spins away from traffic, dishes it underneath again to Bart. He'll bubble his way up again. They get a block. Now Freeze has it, top of the key. 
Down to a minute to go in the third. Fast moving game here in Owasso. Trojans up over Greenville, 62-52. Brian Bartz comes back out top. Gets it to Cameron. He'll drive left. Pull up jumper up. Good. Eric Cameron, 23 on the game. Robert Valasek with 20. 64-52 Owasso. Now a drive and a foul. Reaching in call on Cameron. I think he just needed a rest. <laughs> That's only the first team foul on Owasso here in the second half. Sub coming into the ball game. Zach Van Pelt checks in, comes in for Cameron. Yeah, he is sucking wind. He's going to come out and take a breather here. Sit out those last 34 seconds. Kind of the norm nowadays, too. You bring your starters out for the final 30 or 20 seconds of the quarter. They get that little additional rest. Good heads-up coaching. Cody Taylor into the ball game at a guard position. A 5'10 junior drives down the lane. Looks like we're going to get another quick Owasso foul. I think they called that on Van Pelt, and they did. His second, Zach Van Pelt. Greenville with the ball underneath their own basket to our right. Here's Angles, trying to get open, kicks it back up top to Cody Taylor. Looking for somewhere to go. They get it to Angles, he'll throw up the long three-pointer this time. Hurried it, no good. Nawasso comes away with it with 23 seconds to go. And we got a pushing foul from behind on Greenville, and I think that's the seventh, which will put Owasso at the line for the bonus. And the Trojans only two team fouls, so that could definitely play a factor in this game as we wind down the stretch. Got the bonus going, the bonus. The bonus, man. One and one coming up here for Owasso and Hartmanawi. Last foul there was called on Brian Albert. Howie up, perfect. I'd just like to think this time to congratulate both teams out here tonight on wearing white socks. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you is right. A fashion statement. Well, we've seen some ugly black ones around, haven't we? Mm -hmm. I wouldn't even mind the short black ones, but the long knee black socks, get rid of them. <laughs> they never listen to us. No, they don't. That's true. 66-52. Only when they want to know a score, Ted. <laughs> <laughs> Cody Taylor. He'll drive. Goes up with a shot, and he was pushed from behind. They're going to call it on the floor with 13 seconds to go. If they're looking at Zach Van Pelt, and they are, and that's number three on Zachary. Like I mentioned, the last Wasso game we, we did, Wasso leads the area in Zach's. They have three on their roster, for what it's worth. Not much. Here's Greenville with the ball. The little jump hook on the right side, up and good by Matt DeCracker. He has 12, six seconds, five. Not sure if Armstrong sees it. Three, yeah, he'll throw it up. And Ingles got a little bit of it. Armstrong quickly throws it up again as he got it back, but no good. So three quarters are on the book. 66 for Owasso, 54 for Greenville. Memorial Healthcare Center sports team is 100% behind all our winter season sports teams. When you want your athletes to get the best care they deserve, bring them to Memorial Healthcare Center. They'll benefit from certified athletic trainers, board certified orthopedic surgeons, and physical therapy staff. So play hard, play smart, play safe. Memorial Healthcare Center sports team taking care of your athletes. 
Janus Firestone at 114 East Exchange in Owasso says, fire up all mid-Michigan basketball teams. Janus Firestone's a full-service tire dealer and a full-service automotive repair shop. One place, all your automotive needs. Team up with Janus Firestone to take care of your car. Fire up the winter sports team. You fire up, baby. Fire up, Chris McMillan. Fire up. Quickly with the Bartman. What do you have for us there, Bart Brothers? Well, at the end of the third quarter, Corona over Ovid Elsie, 49 to 33. 49-0-E-33, huh? You got it. After three. Beautiful. Thank you, Bart. They seem to have the Marauders number. We're here in Owasso. The fourth quarter just getting ready to start. And it is 66-54, Owasso on top of Greenville. We're keeping you up to date on what's going on there in Corona, too, and the Cavaliers look like they're well on their way to what? Uh, possibly. Does that conference win 15 in a row? Something like that. Here's Owie driving to the basket to start the fourth. Can't get it to go. The ball's on the floor. I think it went off a Greenville player hand, and it did, so it's right back to Owasso. This portion of the game brought to you by JNS Firestone, Bannon's Foodland, Solvis Insurance and Reeves wheel alignment. We have a whistle now in the lane, and it looks like we're going to get a foul called here on Greenville. Well, I'll tell you, you got to be impressed at, to this point, the performance by Owasso tonight. Yes, played very well. I guess the team came in here with an 8 3 record. The team has already beat them once. Shooting the ball well. When you shoot, get off to a quick start shooting the ball well, it does world for your confidence level. It sure does. Ball was called on James Nagel at the free throw line, son of the head coach, Russ Freeze, Andy Freeze. He nails the first one. Andy gets his ninth point. Been playing varsity ball here at Owasso since his freshman season. Kind of been the, the sign of the times, hasn't it, in the last few years? A lot of freshmen getting varsity playing time. Never saw that back in our day. I wouldn't say a lot of freshmen, but uh, the talented ones are going to get a shot. Mm-hmm. That was virtually unheard of, though, not that long ago. The drive to the hoop, no good by Greenville, and it's back to Owasso. Cody Taylor missed that shot. 68-54. Got 30 seconds gone here in the final quarter from Owasso. Trojans leading this one in a big way. Here's Armstrong off the window. Can't get it to go. Cameron keeping it alive on the baseline. Now Freeze has it, and we have a held ball. It'll be out of bounds to the Yellow Jacket. Sports Forum, folks, tonight, 10 until midnight. Your chance to vent, get things off your chest in the world of sports. We'll have plenty of open timeline for you. If you want to come see me in person, come on down to Chip's Place, 715 South Chipman. Here's Engels going up with a long three. Right side gets another trifecta. That's four in the second half, seven on the game for that young man. Ten for the team, keeping them in it. Yeah, they're nine down. Definitely like to shoot that rock. Here's Cameron, baseline drive, right side, up and in. The great equalizer. 25 for Eric Cameron. 20 for Robert Valasek. Oh, my goodness. Engels, a 40-footer, and he nails it. Woo, he's on fire. That's eight triples. Tell you right now, Greenville will take a three against the Wassos twos. Here's Valisek going up. No good off the back iron. Critical time of the game here for the Trojans, I think, to keep their composure. Now Valisek missed the shot and was called for the foul. I'll tell you what, that momentum can slip in a big hurry. Watson on top, 70-60. to 60. Zach Ingles 
really filling it up. He has 30 points on the game. Here comes another triple right side. Oh, my goodness. That time it was 32 foot. 70 to 63. He shot that one right in front of his dad on the bench. They better get somebody on that young man here soon. It's a seven-point Owasso lead, though, still. Now they nearly throw it away on the baseline. Not that I'm here to coach, but Russ Freeze may want to think about a timeout here in just a bit to just settle the team down a little bit and get him uh, playing what he wants. 6.08 to go. Jordan's up by seven. Here's what they want to do, get it to Cameron on the baseline. He puts it up and in. That's a coach on the floor. Nice pass by Robert Balasek to get it in there. Here's Engels filling it up again. And oh another one. And he was fouled, but no call. Oh, my goodness. Owasso just does not believe he's hit those things time after time after time. Here's a little name dropping for people in our area, Chris. A lot of people in the outlying areas won't understand, but remember Jeff Clapko. He's got that kind of range in the city league, just bombing. Here's a shot, goes up, no good. And it's knocked out of bounds by Greenville, and all of a sudden it is 72 for Owasso, 66 for the Yellow Jackets. Well, the kid is definitely hitting some tough shots, but he's made believers out of everybody here, so you have to always be aware of where he's at. He's got 10 three-pointers. Yeah, none of them are cheap. Seven in this half. You can have a cheap three-pointer. 30. What's he got? 36 points on the game. And it came quick here in the second half. He's a talented kid. There's a quick foul here on Greenville, and Owasso... They keep working their game plan. We'll get some free throw opportunities. They'll be shooting double bonus after this one-and-one attempt. Freeze will be at the free throw line. Somehow you have to take the kid out of the game. Though. You have to play a man-to-man, or you have to put a man on him. Yeah. Well, what you do, even if you stay in that zone, what, like exactly what you're saying, you call, you know, the, the point guy in that zone's got to come out, or whoever is close to that guy, you got to go get on him. Yeah, let him drive around you, get the two. Let somebody else score, that's the idea. Andy Freeze missed the first, made the second. We can coach up here, baby. We're flawless. We are tough up <laughs> We here. have the perfect coaching record. <laughs> no losses. Uh-uh. None will admit. Here's a pass inside, a no-look shot, goes up, no good, and it's on the floor, and Freeze comes away with it. Pass down court to Armstrong. He loses the handle for a moment. It's on the floor. Cameron goes after it. He rips it away from a couple players, and it's stolen away by Angle. He'll drive down the left side. Goes up with a double clutch off the window. No good. Battle for the board. Freeze has it. Owasso with the ball, looking for the numbers. Cameron lays it up. Good. Great pass by Hartman Howey. And now a 20-second timeout called by head coach Kent Engels. And it's back to a nine-point Owasso lead with four and 44 to go. Don and Benny Hernandez of the Owasso Taco House say bonus support day to all our basketball teams. That's good luck in Spanish. Owasso Taco House will deliver great, authentic Mexican food right to your door. Call them at 723-6366 or stop in at 907 West Main, Owasso Taco House. Bonus Owasso County's best Mexican food. Don't forget to join us next Friday night as we'll be on the road at uh, the Railroad City. It'll be Corona taking on Duran. We hope you can enjoy that ball game right here on Z92.5 The Castle. I'm Ted, the sports guy. My partner is Chris, the computer guy. And uh, we are enjoying this one over here in Owasso. 
75-66 is the score. The Trojans over Greenville. 4.44 to go in this one. Ingles in the, with the ball now, and Owie trying to shadow him. Shot goes up from three-point land, no good. And that one just missed. Now we almost got a piece of the arm on that one. Watso came away with a rebound, and we got two shots coming up for the Trojans. Schneider's Appliance at 1826 East Main Street is proud to support Michigan's talented winter season sports team. Our local athletes are dependable and durable, just like the products and service you get at Schneider's Appliance. Brand name, products, competitive prices, knowledgeable, friendly staff, Hustling the Schneiders on M21. 75-66. Oh, wow. So that foul was called on Cody Taylor, his second. Andy Freeze at the free throw line. We got uh, almost half of the final quarter in the books here. Freeze. Up, rolls around, no good on the first. 36 points for the sophomore. It's incredible. Think he's going to break the scoring record there at Greenville? Stays healthy, there's no doubt about that. All state potential. Yep. Freeze misses the second one also, and it goes out of bounds to Owasso. So Trojans catch a break there. The Junior Varsity game tonight was won by Greenville, 69-53. Matt Hoffman had 22 to lead the Yellow Jackets to that victory. Howie, over in the left corner to Armstrong, to Cameron at the top, to Valasek. Now to Armstrong, he's in there with the trees, goes up with a shot, no good. Cameron had the board, it was ripped away. Shane Momber into the ball game. Kicks it to Angles, he wants that shot, maybe the spin. He loses the handle, here comes Armstrong on the break. He goes up, he lays it up, good! His first two of the ball game. Very important to Owasso. Fighting off the Zach Angles charge, and Greenville calls another timeout. What were they? They were within six, weren't they, here yes, in this stretch? Were. And now they trail 77 to 66 to Owasso, 410 to go. Stop in the Sobacks Gifts and Collectibles at 311 North Washington Street in Owasso for all your gift and collectible needs. They even gift wrap for free for all your special medical equipment needs from hospital beds to athletic braces. Sobacks Gifts and Collectibles and home medical equipment, which is all area athletes a safe, successful sports season. Well, we're down to crunch time now, folks. 4-10 to go in this one. 77-66 to 66 is the score. Owasso on top of Greenville. Sports Forum is going to be coming up in just about an hour. You got time uh, to get on over to the Sir Pizza Complex, some of the greatest pizza around, and they have all kinds of other great food, including their Continental Burgers, outstanding, and drink specials galore. So get on over to Chip's Place in the Sir Pizza Complex. I will be there from 10 until midnight. I'll have Flint General tickets to give away, Detroit Viper tickets, Tough Man World Championship tickets at the Palace of Auburn Hills. These are great, great tickets. And I also have some Owasso Cinema Passes to give away. Come on over to Chip's Place. Anti-frustration station. What a place to be on a Friday night. Here is Greenville with the Rock. Mike Packard with it. You know they're going to be looking to angles here as they go down the stretch. He has it, gets it in the left corner to Taylor Jorgensen back in there with four fouls. Pass inside, and it goes out of bounds off of Greenville. James Nagel tried to save it from going out of bounds, and he couldn't do it. And now the Yellow Jacks are going to put on full court man pressure. Let's see if the Trojans can handle it. They nearly throw it away. The ball's at midcourt. 
Howie with it. Belisek over to Armstrong. No look pass underneath to Cameron and another two. 31 for Eric Cameron, a varsity career high. A couple of sophomores lighting it up. It's a shootout here. Now, Engels loses the handle. Armstrong steals it down to Hartman Alley. He wisely settles down. Take a few more seconds off that clock. 3.28 to go. Owasso up by 13. Armstrong over in the right corner. Clock is definitely the Trojans' ally right now. Trying to pull the upset. Owasso came into the game here 3-9. and nine. Greenville 8-3. and three. Trojans are on a little roll. They had a great game Tuesday against Alma. Here's Freeze. Nearly walks and then is called instead for a player control foul. His second. Owasso, that's only their third turnover the second half. Playing much better with that rock. Taking care of the ball and still, I assume, shooting the ball pretty darn good. Pretty darn good. Both teams shooting the ball well. It's been a big open basket tonight. Well, we have a timeout on the court here with 3.08 left to go into the ball game from Owasso. And the home crowd on their feet as uh, Coach Rusfries calls the timeout with the Trojans leading it over Greenville, 79-66. to Talk to Diane Coolidge, your All-State agent at 1053 North Shawasi in front of her for some good ideas on how you can protect your family. She wants to be your agent for life. Call her at 743-8339 to set up an appointment. You're in good hands with All-State. Diane says, go get them, Trojans. Well, the Trojans are indeed doing that right now. Leading at 79-66. A much, much better team than we saw, what was it, about 10 days ago, ago yeah, against Corona. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, we will have that rematch over in the Corona Gym February 15th. Next Friday night, we've got Corona traveling to Durand, our game of the week. Here's Engels, three-point bomb, top of the key, rolls around, no good. Hurried it just a bit, and Owasso comes away with it. Every miss by Greenville is critical if Owasso can take even 20 seconds off the clock, but they can't do it that time as they throw it away at midcourt. Two minutes and 50 seconds to go in this one. Owasso up by 13 over Greenville. Well, yeah, they're in the man now. Going to the man. Pretty good move, I think. Who they got checking angle? Hartman Alley. What Hartman needs to concentrate on is just not letting him get the ball. Here's Taylor Jorgensen on the baseline. They dish it off underneath, and the shot goes up good by Mike Packard, his fourth point. Andy Freeze with it. The guards need to come back and help Andy a little bit here as he loses the handle. It's on the floor. Valisek goes down along with one of the Greenville players, and Greenville comes away with it. Jorgensen goes up with the layup, puts it up and in. And now Owasso calls a timeout, and I know what this one's all about. you got to get the ball to a guard. That's all there is to it, especially when you're in a situation late in the game where the other team is pressing. Now Owasso all of a sudden up by nine. That's only three baskets. There's three touches for Ingles <laughs> from anywhere on the court. That's right. 79-70 Owasso. The Trojans call the 22nd timeout. Just winding down. This portion of the game brought to you by Owasso Taco House. BG's Food Centers and Hardee's of Owasso and Duran. Don't forget our great corporate sponsors, the Golden Corral, Advanced Industries, Industrial Tool and Supply, and Oaks Insurance Services. Outstanding advertisers going that extra mile. 
helping bring you the WJSZ, Ashley Owasso. Z, 92.5, the castle. Well, right here in the castle, Owasso turns it over quickly. Here's Angles, the spin move, kicks it back up top. Drive to the basket, Packard goes off the window, no good. Greenville has the rebound, and we're going to get a quick foul. So the clock stops, and a foul goes against Owasso. It's called on Andy Freeze. That's number four on Andrew. Wasso struggling with that full court pressure. Saw that problem against Corona. Mm-hmm. Well, they've gotten away with it this entire game because Greenville really hasn't forced the issue defensively. They just seem to have bursts of energy, mm-hmm. speaking of Greenville. I wish I had some once in a while. You're too old for that time. <laughs> Cody Taylor makes the first free throw, and then Owasso calls another timeout to discuss their strategy. The Yellow Jacks as close as they've been in a while. 79-71. Now, if you're Coach Kent Ingles right now, Chris, yes. what are you telling your team? Just play like you have been in the last minute. Scramble, go for the steal. Foul if you have to to stop that clock, right? Owasso, on the other hand... Get the ball to my son. <laughs> That's what Coach Ingles is saying, yeah. Owasso, on the other hand, I'm sure Coach Russ Fries and his assistants are discussing, you got to take care of the ball, first of all. And when they foul you, you got to make your free throws. Step up to that line and stroke it home, baby. Well, the nerves get a little tense this time of the game, especially when you've struggled for wins. Trying to hold on to that lead. That's right. It's not that easy a thing to do. Trojans led it at the half by 7, 47 to 40. They jumped out of the gates in the first quarter, 25-18. They led it after 3, 66 to 54. But we're down to an eight-point game, and we got a free throw coming up here by Greenville. Cody Taylor at the line for the second of two. Now, Coach Jim Newbecker, or referee Jim Newbecker, comes over to talk to the official scorer Tom Harkema just to verify that if that was a one-and-one. So he's got one coming up. Two minutes to go in the ballgame. This one up, good. In the ballgame for Greenville, Shane Momber. 79-72. 79-72. Right now, it's offense, defense for Coach Engels as Momber's in there, I'm sure, to play aggressive defense and foul if he has to. They put on some pressure in the backcourt. Freeze has it. Quickly gets it over to Zach Armstrong. Now he is fouled. And the Yellow Jacks have to be careful they don't pick up any intentional fouls. That could be a killer on them if they do. But they call a one-and-one here, or actually a double bonus as they are over the limit. Over 10 team fouls here in the second half, and Zach Armstrong will be at the free throw line for the Trojans. This is 5'11 sophomore for two. Minute 51 left, 79-72, Owasso. Armstrong drains the first one. As soon as we get the score from Corona, we'll pass it on to everybody out there. The big battle between the Corona Cavaliers and the Ovid Elsie Marauders. I expect that's a packed gym over there. Cool. Packed and loud. There's been some excitement here tonight, that's for sure. Armstrong misses the second. Back to an eight-point Greenville lead. Five-point lead if Ingles can light one up. Here's Jorgensen going to fill up a three. No good. 
It's on the baseline. We're going to get a foul call. It looks like on Owasso. Tell you what, this game all of a sudden is just kind of going in 10-second increments, and that's not what Coach Freeze wants to see for Owasso. I tell you, this Packard kid's really come alive on the offensive boards for Greenville. He's saved. He's bailed him out on a couple missed shots. Yeah, he's scrapping. Mike Packard, a five foot eleven senior, will be at the line for a one and one. Eighty for Owasso, seventy-two for Greenville. Buck and a half to go in this one. Packard can't get the free throw to go. It's on the floor. Owie came away with it, and then his arm was grabbed by Packard trying to get the follow. So Hartman Owie will go to the free throw line. Engels and Eric Cameron, the two sophomores, were tangled up a little bit, and they uh, did some body bumping, but then they shook hands a little bit. They know they'll be seeing each other in the wars for the next two and a half years. Minute 36 left in this one. 80-72, to 72, Owasso over Greenville. Yellow Jackets won the JV contest, 69-53. to 53. Matt Hoffman had 22. Nathan Secor led Owasso with 13. Should be a rule if two schools within the same general area can't have the same nickname. Ithaca's not that far from Greenville. <laughs> Come on. What are you thinking over there? How many flivers do you know out there? There's some schools with some great nicknames in this state, that's for sure. All right, give it to us, Bartman. What's the final? We got a final. It's Corona 64, Ovid Elsie 46. 64 to 46. Corona picks up the win, so they move on and stay in first place in the league and now have a two-game lead. Wasso comes away with a steal. Now Greenville comes away with it back, and then Hartman Owie picks it up and lays it up and in. That's going to make it tough now on uh, Greenville. Yellow Jackets with the ball. And Owasso steals it. Cameron to Armstrong. He drives right. Goes off the window. No good. It's knocked back. Freeze has it. Greenville trying to foul and finally called for the foul. The push out front. Mike Packard called with it. But 61 seconds left. Owasso now up by 12. It's going to be tough for the Yellow Jackets now. Like victories for the neighboring schools tonight. Sounds like the Cavaliers kicked the butt over there. Yeah, they took care of some business. They continue their fine play. Well, that's a young team over there, too. Yes, it is. They're getting some good senior leadership by Josh Luft and a couple of the others. But overall, that team's coming back next year. Andy Freeze, one of the leaders here for Owasso, nails the first one. And it's a 13-point Owasso lead. I think it'll be a little interesting, more interesting contest next time Owasso and Corona play. I think so. So Freeze drains them both. They have 86 points on the board. Hey, that is 25-point first quarter. So the Trojans on their way to their fourth win of the season if they can hold them off this last minute. Zach Chapin in the ballgame for Owasso. Here's Engels driving to the basket, puts up the shot. It goes down. He draws the foul. So he'll be at the line, try for the three-point play the hard way. He's getting close to 40, isn't he? 38. 38. Not just a shooter. He showed right there. He can put it on the floor. 56 seconds left. 86-74. 
Owasso on top. Zach Ingles looking for 39. Gets it. Eleven three-pointers on the game for that young man. Let me double-check that. What he had la uh, last year they played, didn't he? No, ten. Ten. Eighty-six to seventy-five. Owasso leads it. As a team, they have fourteen. So the Trojans 54 seconds away from a W here in Owasso. Looking for their first league win. They're 0-4 through the first half of the season, but uh, picked up that uh, cross-sectional game against Alma on Tuesday night by 20 and continue that hot play here tonight. Chapin at the line, nails the first one. His first point of the game. It's always fun when you win and score some points. Oh, yeah. It's always fun scoring points, but it's a lot more fun, obviously, when you win. That's the name of the game. Zach Chapin nails them both. Ingles now takes the ball at midcourt. He's going to throw it up from three. You know that. And he throws this one up no good. Battle for the rebound, and it's pulled down by Joe Snyder into the ball game. He gets it to Drew Brown, and Brown trying to go down the right sideline. Can't get it to go, and he was fouled trying to get down that sideline. And now Coach Ingles will empty his bench here. So a very, very pleasing victory for head coach Russ Freeze here in front of the home folk. Some of the crowd making their way out right now. But a big win. Makes practice on Monday a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, and this was a, an excellent week for the Trojans. Drew Brown nails the second. Or the first free throw. Getting ahead of myself just a little bit. I'm Ted Patel with Chris McMillan. You're hearing it all right here on Z92.5. Coming up in about 45 minutes, another edition of the Sports Forum. Sports call-in program. We'll have plenty of open line for you tonight. A lot of topics to get into. We look forward to talking to you. Brown can them both. Trojan's got a lot of filled-in dots on my score sheet. Doing a pretty good job from the line. Push there out front. They call this one on Zach Van Pelt, I believe. And if it is on him, I think that's five. Well, it's been a long time since the Trojan basketball team has put up 90 on the board. 90 to 75. Owasso on top. That was on Van Pelt, but actually officially only four. At the line, Shane Momber. Free throw up. No good. Battle for the board. On the floor, and it's out of bounds to Owasso. We'll give you the quick recap after this game and fill you in on all of uh, the scoring. If you're just tuning in, Owasso took charge early in this game and has never looked back. And a quick foul here called on number five, Mitchell Nelson for Greenville. Corona picked up a big win over in uh, Cavalier land tonight over Ovidelsi. So Corona now improves to 5 and 0. Oh in the league. I'm not sure what the record is. Is that like seven out of the last eight for the Cavaliers? I know they're on a hot streak. First yeah. Ovid Elsie loss in a while. Oh, five in a row or so. Five or six in a row. 
Six started out one and three. First free throw up, no good by Brian Bart. Second one on its way, perfect. 33 seconds left. Been a long last 33 seconds. Yeah, it has. It's been a long last three minutes. About 10 second possessions will do that every time. Greenville with the ball. We're going to fall to 8 and 4 overall and 2 and 3 in the league. Have it on the left baseline. Here's a drive. Dish underneath. The shot goes up. Good by Mitchell Nelson. He's on the board. Down to 17 seconds left. Brown has it. To Van Pelt. He'll come left. Looks underneath. Saved from going out of bounds by Snyder. Over to Jim Barrett in the ball game. Now up top to Drew Brown, who went behind his back and lost the handle. The layup goes up and a good by Cody Taylor. But there's the horn. 91 for Owasso. 79 for Greenville. We'll give you the details. But first, take a listen to the final words from our Sportsnet Michigan and Z92.5 advertisers. Stewart Street Auto, 1225 West Stewart Street in Owasso proudly supports our winter athletes. Protect your car from that rust takeover. Take it to the pumping and the painting experts at Stewart Street Auto. Bennett and Axis, they can give your car a new look. Free estimates and expert repair from Gary's Park and the gang at Stewart Street Auto. Hoop it up, team. Hoop it up, Ted. Life's worries getting you down. Don't let insurance be one of your worries. Call us at the Sobison Agency at 1-800-968-2080. Representing Hastings Mutual Insurance Company, our job is to reduce and eliminate your auto, business, home, and other insurance worries and satisfy your insurance needs. Sovis Agency, ready to serve you. Young Olds Cadillac on M21 Lawasso is proud to be a part of high school basketball. Young Olds would like to take this time to wish good luck to all area athletic teams and to thank all their present customers and extend an invitation to all future customers to come in and take a look at their huge selection of new and used cars. Head off to the big game and a new car from Young Olds Cadillac, East Main, in Owasso. That's going to do it for all our wonderful, outstanding sports boosters. Well, that's, uh, that's an outstanding job by them, that's for sure, and an outstanding job by the Owasso High Trojans tonight. They picked up a 91-79 win here in uh, the warehouse. Greenville falls to 8-4 on the season, 2-3 and three in the Mid-Michigan A division, and they were led tonight by one of the Real talented sophomores in the state. Zach Ingalls coming into the game with a 27-point scoring average. Filled it up tonight for 39, including 10 three-pointers here this evening. Also with a good game was Matt DeCracker with 12 points. Those were the only two double-digit scorers for Greenville unofficially. With nine was Taylor Jorgensen. And then uh, it drops down to four points each by Drew Merritt, Mike Packard, and Cody Taylor. With three points for Greenville was Brian Albert. And uh, with a deuce, James Nagel, along with Mitchell Nelson. For Owasso, speaking of sophomores and Zach Ingalls, well, Eric Cameron for the Trojans, their starting center, only a 10th grader. And he had a little bit of a, a big game tonight. 31 points for the Trojans. Just a great game for the sophomore center for a while, so that'll pad his 13.3 scoring average. Also with a solid game, he had a very, very good middle portion of the contest was Robert Valasek. He finished with 20 points for OHS. With 13 was Andy Freeze. 
with eight points for Owasso. Hartman Owie with seven points each. Drew Brown and Brian Bart. And uh, with three points, rounding out the score sheet uh, was Zach Armstrong with a deuce, Zach Chapin. Big win by Owasso. They improved to four and nine overall and one and four in uh, the conference. How does it look statistically there, Chris McMillan? Oh, you ready for me? Are you ready? Okay. Yeah, we'll throw some at you. Okay. Lasso, 31 out of 58 from the field tonight. A couple three-pointers, 25 out of 32 from the line. Greenville, 29 out of 62 from the field. 14 three-pointers I had them for. 7 out of 14 only, though, from the line. Rebounds, Owasso dominated the boards tonight. I had them for, oh, about 35 rebounds. I'll throw that number out at you. That sounds good. <laughs> and then Greenville. I had Greenville for 16 or 17, or 18 or 19, Ted. That sounds good, too. <laughs> we'll check it tomorrow. We'll All right. Or we'll check it tonight. It got with, crazy at the end. There. It, it was wild, that's for sure. So the finals, 91-79, to 79, and that made it a split here tonight because the junior varsity game was Greenville winning 69 53. Matt Hoffman led the way in that one with 22 points. Nathan Secor at 13, and Justin Bennett had 12 for a while. So I want to thank again all you people for listening, and I want to thank our corporate sponsors, the Golden Corral Advanced Industries Industrial Tool and Supply and Oaks Insurance Services. Come on over to Chip's Place, 715 South Chipman in Dutchtown, Owasso. Come on in, get a little pre-show refreshment, maybe a bite to eat. And then from 10 until midnight, I'll be there live broadcasting another edition of the Sports Forum. We'll have the Bartman co-hosting from the Z92.5 studio. Tim, the intern, will answer your phone calls. We'll have prizes galore, including Flint General tickets, Detroit Viper tickets, Toughman World Championship tickets, and a lot more. So come on over to Chip's Place in the Sir Pizza Complex, Dutchtown, Owasso. So that'll be a wrap from uh, the warehouse here in Owasso. Join us next Friday night for our Game of the Week. It'll be Corona at Duran. For Chris McMillan, I'm Ted Patel saying so long, everybody, and I'll be talking to you in about uh, 40 minutes. Z92.5, the castle. Ten oh one castle time. We got 18 degrees on the outside. And it is time for the Friday Night Sports Forum. Coming to you live from Chip's Place in Sir Pizza in Dutchtown, Owasso. With your host, Ted Patel. Hey, Bartman. What, new, new theme tonight? What's up? Hey, man. Any significance here? You know what the name of this song is? What is it? Rumble. Rumble. In reference to the XFL, huh? Oh, in reference to the XFL, yeah. Well, why not? Well, we'll certainly talk some XFL, brand new football league being proposed by Vinny Mack, Vince McMahon out of the WWF. But first of all, I want to welcome everybody to another edition of the Sports Forum. This is our February 4th uh, show. And our sponsors tonight, we want to thank them. Chip's Place and Sir Pizza, that's where I'm at right now at the Sir Pizza Complex. Come on in. They have some great specials going on, both in the food and the beverage department. Shannon is back here working hard, as always. We also want to thank the great folks at Harrelson Chevrolet, Remax, Tuffy Auto Service Center, 
Owasso Neighborhood Cinemas, and of course all our Sportsnet Michigan advertisers. They are bringing you this program tonight. And we also want to thank, thank the folks that have donated uh, great prizes for us to give away. Now we're going to give away some prizes here at the complex this evening. I have Flint General tickets to give away for the February 23rd game. Also, I have Detroit Vipers and Orlando Solar Bear tickets. Always a great matchup when those two teams do battle. That's for this coming Tuesday night. I have a whole handful of Tough Man World Championship tickets. And, Bart, do we have anything, uh, any Tough Man tickets for any callers in this two-hour block tonight? Oh, we sure do. We got Tough Man. Uh, I, got a, I got a pair of them. Good. And we're going to be listening for the sounder. When you hear that sounder, you want to be caller number five. We're going to do a little bit of Gonzo Radio tonight. Oh, working on your own, huh? No, no. Tim's oh. here. I'm talking about for the uh, caller number five deal. Oh, that'll work just fine. It'll that, be fun. That'll be a lot of fun. And the sounder, we don't even have to play it for you. It'll be very self-explanatory. No, we got to play the sounder. Oh, play it right now? No, we got to play the... Oh, you want to play it right now? No, no. That's what I meant. I mean, when it... I just meant when they hear it, they'll know what it is. Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, when you hear that sounder, folks, that's radio talk for a little clue. To give us a call, and the fifth caller, when you hear that sounder, is going to take home Tough Man World Championship tickets. That's for you listeners at home. Anybody else wants to come on down here to the complex? Chip's Place is where I'm at. I also have Owasso Cinema Passes to give away, and during commercial breaks, we're going to be giving away some of those to the great patrons here. Well... Quite a week we just had uh, completed it, didn't we, Bart? I mean, we started it off last Sunday with the Super Bowl. We had the big Z92.5 Super Bowl party, huge success. Big the brawl. Big brawl for sure. Was there a brawl at the party? Oh, not at the party. Oh, okay. Where was the brawl taking place? You mean, you mean after the party? Buckhead. <laughs> Well, the Super Bowl was the Rams winning uh, over the Titans 23-16, to and uh, Kurt Warner ended up with the MVP in that game, 414 yards, a couple of TD tosses. One of them was to Isaac Bruce late in the game. Great call by the St. Louis coaching staff. After the Titans tied it up, they went downtown immediately and put the points on the board. You have to admire that. That's aggressive football, and Isaac Bruce made a great play. As I mentioned in the, foot, or in the basketball game tonight, a very a, anemic tackle by, what is it, Anthony Dorsett? Anthony Dorsett, Jr. In the Super Bowl, um, put that kind of effort in. That shouldn't happen. And what a performance defensively on the other side of the ball by Mike Jones, the game-saving tackle, winning that game for the Rams. Just a tremendous Super Bowl. We don't see enough of those, and we should really appreciate them when we have a game like that one that we were treated to. And, hey, Steve McNair did everything possible to win that game except get one more yard. What a fabulous performance in that second half. Oh, man, he was incredible. That, that, that last drive, that scramble, everybody was up off their seats at the Super Bowl party I was at, man. And by that time, you know, we'd all been drinking 92-cent drafts all oh, day. It was a little bit difficult to get up off your seat, but we all did. <laughs> everybody was going nuts. Well, it was an outstanding finish and a great, great Super Bowl 34. Let's hope next year is a little bit of the same. And maybe there's some hope for the Lions, huh? Both those, yeah. Both those teams were pitiful last year, the last few years, and, uh, you know, in the league of parity. Hey, they made it to the big game, and, and let's hope the Lions can do that somewhere down the road. parity? Yeah, parity. With well, a D. Dude, yeah, that's about it with the Lions. I got you on that one. Well, we'll see what happens. There is some Lions news, by the way. They made a couple of uh, roster moves, and uh, <laughs> evidently they weren't too satisfied with the running game last year, and they, they cut Rivers, and they cut uh, Greg Hill. What do you think of that, Bart? 
I think it's a great move. It's going to free up some room, and hopefully we can, uh, you know, bring in a decent back for once, you know, get, get something good going in there, maybe trade Barry, too. They've been talking a little bit about that, but, you know, Rivers and Rivers and Hill just weren't getting the job done. I mean, when you got a guy like Corey Schlesinger, a big, slow, white guy that's your fastest tailback on the team, and he's not even a running back, you know, he's a half or a fullback, and they put him in as their uh, feature back in their last game in the playoffs, for God's sake. Mm. Definitely speeds a concern on that team. I don't know. I don't know what they're thinking, though. I mean, who are they going to get? Well, I mean, what, where do they draft? What what position? Twenty. Twenty. Probably can get a decent running back if they want to. You think they're going to do that, or you think they're going to go the free agent route? Well, it depends. They're going to obviously scan the free agent route, you know, and a couple of the people that mentioned, what, Stephen Davis of the Redskins? He's going to be a franchise player. You think they'll designate him franchise? And the guy from Jacksonville. Possibility. Uh, You're talking about Taylor? Uh, Yeah. Is it Taylor? No, it's not Taylor. It's Stewart. Stewart's the other one. Stewart's the one that's going to be a free agent. The thing is, is either, either Stewart or Taylor, those two guys from Jacksonville, both injury prone. I don't know if that's a good move either. I mean, uh, you know, you get Stewart in there. That guy gets hurt all the time. Very true. But he does have some talent, and that's something that the Lions are certainly lacking in that department. I mean, Cedric Irvin, very good year for for his first year in the league, I think. You know, and he's still, I agree with you, down the road, he's going to be more of a third down back. But, you know, he can't be their, their marquee back by any stretch of the imagination. But if He's they, going to speed camp. I heard that. Jeez, I didn't know that, uh, that you could really... Uh, You'll learn how to be faster. Maybe you can, huh? That's news to me. Never heard of that. And speaking of being faster. You run with, like, weights on, and you run with a plow behind you and stuff. I the parachute know. thing? Yeah. Yeah, we'll see about that. He could pick up a little speed, but, we'll, you know, they still need some help there and some depth. Not enough speed for Ray Lewis, as far as I'm concerned. Oh, man. Little blotter stuff for you. And, by the not way. Not enough speed, but a heck of a lot. Well, not even a whole lot of weed. <laughs> By the way, Mid-Michigan, you want to comment on the Super Bowl? We'd love to hear your call tonight, 517-729-1925. We're just getting you up to speed right now. And some of the sports that have taken place and maybe some of the things we're going to be looking forward to this coming weekend. This is the Sports Forum on this Friday night. Coming to you live from Chip's Place in the Sir Pizza Complex at 715 South Chipman in Dutchtown, Owasso. Nice crowd already on hand. A lot of people have made their way over from the basketball game tonight. And uh, we look forward to seeing all you people out there. Come on in say hi to the sports guy. But Ray Lewis. Uh, I think what's going to happen, here's my prediction, I think it's going to happen when all the evidence comes in that uh, he actually wasn't the slasher. But, he didn't know anything about it. Well, that's the story that his <laughs> lawyers are saying. He was there. He was there, and he was in the mix. But I'm not so sure he was the guy wielding the knife like O.J. one of the rumors is that he stabbed both of them repeatedly. Supposedly, <laughs> supposedly they've got a witness to it. Really? Yeah. Well, we'll see what shakes down on that one. It'll be fun. When's his arraignment coming up? Another couple weeks? Yeah. Yeah, so it's going to cool. They're going to lay low with him for a while. But, it, you know, it's not even the National Football League anymore. It is the National Felon League, the way things keep happening. And, of course, uh, Paul well, 1.3 Pe- grams of marijuana is a misdemeanor, I think. Is that the one with uh, Fred Lane? Fred Lane. That's, that's a very small amount, isn't it? That's... It's like a like, doobie, like you, isn't it? Like you have to ask me. In my, in my technology, that hey, Bart, I, I can that's remember. That's a small amount. I don't, you know, I don't know too much about these things. Well, yeah, it's a small amount. One point three grams is uh, pretty small. That's, you know, that's not even an uh, that's not even an eighth. Fred Lane. Not that I know what an eighth is, anybody, but. Uh, <laughs> I just remember my metric stuff from, like, junior high science. Well, <laughs> there you go. It just yeah. come flashing back, right? Well, you, 
flashbacks, exactly. A little reefer charge there for Fred Lane. And, oh, by the way, he had a 22 uh, caliber in the car, too. I guess that kind of got him in a little hot water. Yeah, but, but, you know, I if you're mean, cruising the hood, though, you do got to protect yourself, don't you? Well, come on, Ted. I mean, a 22? Well, I mean, it's, what, what are you it's better than a baseball that? bat. What are you going to do with that? Shoot squirrels? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, come on, man. You got to be rolling. You got to be, ha- you know. You gotta have your nine. You gotta have your Glock. You gotta have your sawed-off <laughs> shotgun. Your Uzi. Your Mac 10. Straight from the Bartman hood. I'm telling you right now, man. This guy is not the bad guy. They're making about 22 rifle. Ooh. Well, let me say. Let me say this too. You know, we're talking about Ray Lewis. We're talking about Fred Lane. Really, that's, that's a real tiny cap in somebody. <laughs> it's kind of a minor charge for him. But what about John Rocker? He gets socked with a twenty thousand dollar fine from Major League Baseball and out until May first. What do you think, Mid Michigan? You think that's uh, that's justice? I will tell you this. Okay, the guy did make a mistake. He did say some things he shouldn't have said. You know, when you look at the world of sports today and you look at the world of the PR spin, what do you think? A guy like John Rocker and and all the money that he can make with his contract and his big league throwing arm, you know, that that suspension's pretty minor, and also that fine's pretty minor. Wouldn't he have come across better with uh, the PR department by saying, you know what, even though I don't think I deserve this, I'm going to take it and, you know, and, and get out into my life and again apologize and, and I'm sorry for what I said. Wouldn't that have been a better PR move by him than to say, you know what I think I'm going to do, I'm going to have the players' union get behind me and I, I'm going to fight this. This isn't fair. What do you think about that? I think you're on to something. I mean, I think... On the one hand, on a matter of principle, and I don't know what, how much of a principled man John Rocker is. I have no idea. But as, as far as principle goes, yeah, he should fight it. But I think uh, from a pragmatic viewpoint, like you're talking about, not just, not just as a PR move, but just to kind of warm things over a little bit with, you know, some of the fat monkeys or something. You know, maybe you should, <laughs> oh, God, I can't believe I said that. You should, you know, kind of just... Let it slide and say, yeah, I was wrong, I screwed up, I'm sorry. There you go. And it, it would probably be the end of the discussion once he came back. It would be a little hoopla once he come back, but, you know, then they'd put an end to it probably. What are you going to do, ride the subway train in New York for, uh, for punishment? next couple of months? That's, for what, they should, that's, that's what they should do. Yeah. Man. Either that or downtown Beirut, but I guess there's really no difference. Or ship him down to Puerto Rico, you know, and work for a week or something, you know, you something go. along those lines. Well, there you go. Maybe well, on that island that they're, uh, the Navy's bombing. That's right. Well, if you want to talk about the John Rocker thing, give us a call, 517-729-1925. This is the Friday Night Sports Forum, and we got plenty of open line for you tonight. So we want to get your take on whatever is on your sporting mind. Maybe you're a college basketball fan, and, uh, you know, pretty much everybody is. That's for sure. And uh, a lot of Michigan State fans in our area, and a decisive 20-point victory over Michigan on Tuesday night. Mo Pete, 32 points in that one, making everybody in Flint very, very happy. And all the Spartan fans tickled. Only drawback to that game, the Jamal Crawford thing. I just don't understand, you know, what the whole situation is. Uh, There are some things that have went on when he was back in high school, you know, living with a so-called guardian who was not his legal guardian. But like I mentioned again in the basketball game tonight, 
This happened in high school. He didn't get money, obviously, or evidently from any booster of Michigan, the University of Michigan. Why is this their problem right now? Wouldn't it be more of an ineligible situation at the high school level with the authorities out there, maybe forfeit all their basketball games if he did something wrong? I just don't get it. And I guess it's just a fact-finding mission, but I'm not so sure that uh, he should be forced to sit any longer. I mean, okay, it came out right before the Michigan State game, unfortunately, for the Wolverines, but come on, let's get an answer to this. And, and Well, you know what the problem is with this whole Crawford case? Are they covering up? Well, what they're, what they're worried about is they're thinking that maybe this guy is completely ineligible to play in any college sports because he might have gotten some kind of gifts, some kind of loans, some kind of uh, monetary compensation counted against, you know, future earnings possibly is what they're thinking. That's what they're investigating. You're right. It's kind of like an agent type of thing. Right. That's what they're thinking is this this guy might be an agent. But the interview I read with uh, Crawford's sister, Uh supposedly this guy has been a family friend since uh, Crawford was like three years old. Hmm. I think he's sweet on mama. Could be. But is is there a crime against that? I don't what she looks like. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Also, speaking of looks, how about Dennis Rodman? Coming back to play for the Mavericks. Is he coming back to be a team player? Oh, I think not. <laughs> yeah. I think not. <laughs> Dennis has a sweet deal. He can show up to the game, what, 10 minutes before the game, yeah. be ready to go. Doesn't have to practice. Doesn't have to practice. Just ride a bike. Ride the bicycle. And he gets to rent uh, the, um, what is it, the, the, the uh, I don't know what you call it. It's a it's a really like a condo on the owner's property for three thousand bucks a month. Must be quite a bad. You know what I think the whole thing well, is does here. Does he live in Dallas already? He's from Dallas. He's from Dallas. He's okay. originally from Dallas. But you know what I really think? I think the owner wants to hang with Dennis. I think that's the whole you, thing. You know, I mean, think about it, man. You got Carmen Electra to look at, and others. I mean, we're talking about a dude that you know has his own traveling bartender that he keeps on retainer. I mean, he's got to be fun to hang with. Oh, I would. he has to be a blast to hang with. I don't know if my age I could hang with Dennis Rodman, and he's darn near my age, 39 years old. One thing's for sure, Mavericks attendance will pick up. And, you know, I don't know if you've seen some of the games throughout the NBA this season, Bart, specifically. I couldn't believe a game I was watching the other day in Cleveland, and they were playing a pretty good team. Seat after seat, wide open down in the expensive area. And I think maybe the NBA has taken a major hit now that Jordan has retired. And and really, you know, there's a few and far between the level now between the superstars and the real drawing power. Yeah, Toronto has some marquee value up there with the Vincinator, or however you pronounced it. Vincinity. Vincinity, exactly. But uh, there's not a lot left. I mean, you got Shaq and Kobe out in L.A., but. uh, You got the answer. The NBA, right? Who's the answer? Allen Iverson. There you go. Era S. But uh, you got Grant Hill. He, you know, ever plays. Exactly. <laughs> but I saw that that hit he took against the Bulls, and it was nasty. Yeah, it I can see why he's hurt. You know, the whole thing with Rodman. I mean, the guy spent what the past two weeks in negotiations, then he broke him off because he wanted to go party down at the Super Bowl. Gotta he, love that. And he and he's not coming back yet because you know he's got to go to the big game this weekend. The Pro Bowl in Hawaii. You can't miss that. I mean, <laughs> oh, serious partying going you on there, dude. Can't miss well. Ray Lewis was supposed to be there. Yeah, he, he's not quite in the same kind of uh, he accommodations. Supposed, he was supposed to be there last week. And he was. He was. Uh, he made arrangements to go to Hawaii a week early. Oh, he did. Yeah. Probably should have went. 
kind of in hindsight you think so? I think so. I don't know. I mean, stab somebody in Hawaii, stab somebody in Georgia. What's the difference? I guess. There's a I good guess point Georgia's there. got a death penalty. I don't think Hawaii does. Right. That's, a, that's something to think about, everybody. Hey, tonight's you pick them. And by the way, we had a you pick them last week, and that was the total points of the Super Bowl. Well, John at the Cavalier Bar predicted 38 points. Didn't do too bad in that Super Bowl game. The total was 39. So John is going to take home a free uh, pizza from Main Street Pizza where we were at last Friday night. Congratulations to John. Tonight's you pick them is total points in the Pro Bowl. Woo! Should be a few points in that game, oh, I think. Oh, man, I am looking forward to this weekend. Can you believe it? The only four Back-to-back NHL All-Star game in Pro Bowl. That's where the serious sport is, man. You know, there might be just as many points in the uh, hockey game. Yeah, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking to forward to two things this weekend. The America's Cup Challenge. Well, you know me. I mean... <laughs> Nothing, nothing I like better than some yachting. I, I just can't wait till I just can't wait till it gets warm and I can actually get out there. That's right up my level. Yeah. Uh, now I'm looking forward to the uh, you know Michigan State UConn game oh, tomorrow. Enberg and uh, Al McGuire and Billy Packer bringing back the old team. Oh going man, going back to '79. That's going to be sweet. That's worth taping, folks. And on top of that, going to wrap it up with the only thing worthwhile. As far as All-Star Weekend goes, what, what I'm talking what, about. What, what might that be? I am talking about the NHL Skills Competition. That's tomorrow, right? That is tomorrow night. Starts right around 7 o'clock, and I love it. That's the best part of All-Star Weekend in the NHL, for sure. So give us a call, Mid-Michigan, 517-729-1925. We're going to go to a break here in just a moment, but give us a call. Every caller tonight, I want to get your U-Pick'em total on the Pro Bowl, and the tiebreaker will be the winning team. Tell me if it's going to be the AFC or the NFC. Before we go to this break, I just want to remind everybody, one of our great sponsors tonight is Remax of Owasso. And Lance Omer, Remax of Owasso, is a proud supporter of area high school athletics. He would like to take this time to applaud the talents of all the area teams, including the Cavaliers and the Trojans, and wish them the best of luck in their big game and big games coming up on the schedule. Lance appreciates teamwork, and he's proud to be a part of a team that's been serving this area for three generations. Lance Omer, Remax of Owasso, 215 East Exchange Street. Stop by or call him at 725-8119. We're going to take a short pause again. A reminder, Mid-Michigan, this is the Friday Night Sports Forum. I'm Ted the Sports Guy. He's the Bartman answering the phones tonight again. Tim the Intern. I'm live on location at Chip's Place in the Sir Pizza Complex. Give us a call. 517-729-1925. Let's stack them up like Christmas trees on this open line Friday night, and I'll be right back. We've got your ticket this year. Coach Elvin Gentry's Detroit Pistons are running faster, farther, harder. And the hot ticket gets you. Grant Hill, Jerry Stackhouse, Jerome the Junkyard Dog Williams, Lindsey Hunter, Christian Leitner, and the rest of the Pistons. As they put a hurt on the competition. Grant Hill and the Pistons take on Sean Camp and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Tonight at 8. Seats as low as 10 bucks, still available. Don't miss the high flying above the rim action. Pistons are fast paced family excitement. A portable family fun. Seats are as low as 10 bucks. It's not too late to get in on the action. Great seats to every Pistons game are on sale now at the Palace Box Office and all Ticketmaster. Click on palacenet.com to check out the great deals or call 248 377 And be there as the Pistons give all out 100% effort the minute the ball is tossed. See them battle the Cavaliers tonight at 8. NBA action at its best. Pistons at the Palace. 
at Harrelson Chevrolet, we treat you like royalty because of your loyalty. Attention GM vehicle owners. Harrelson Chevrolet and General Motors appreciate your loyalty to their product. So if you own or are leasing a GM vehicle and you're ready for a new one, here are your GM loyalty reward choices. A $500 extra loyalty bonus money or a 36,000 mile three-year smart care package or a 60-month or 60,000 mile major guard warranty. You do not have to be a GM employee to receive these rewards. You simply need to own or be leasing any GM vehicle. And you do not have to wait for your certificate to come in the mail. Simply bring your title, registration, or lease papers to Harrelson for immediate response. With rebates and now GM loyalty rewards, there simply is no better time to buy or lease that new GM vehicle from Harrelson Chevrolet. Top dollar for trade-ins, too, at Harrelson Chevrolet, 1108 East M21, Owasso. At Harrelson Chevrolet, we treat you like royalty because of your loyalty. Ruthie's Laundry and Dry Cleaning has a location just about anywhere you might need them. Downtown Owasso, Perry, and now at 110 North Saginaw in Durand. Need more? They've got convenient pickup and drop-off locations in Corona, Perry, Owasso, Langsburg, Elsie, Durand, and Ovid. Call the dry cleaning number 517-725-5990 for details. Ruthie's gives you old-fashioned quality service with up-to-date technology. The old days of crisp, clean, pressed, perfectly dry cleaning can be yours again with Ruthie's. They're open 7 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturday. Find out which location is convenient for you by calling the dry cleaning number, 517-725-5990. Ruthie's Laundry and Dry Cleaning, Bob and Ruth Marks, owners, the marks of excellence. Ladies and gentlemen, at Chip's Place and Sir Pizza, you get one and a half pounds of great taste and mouthwater and make you want to shout, Amen, barbecue ribs. That's right, brothers and sisters, you get not one, not one and a quarter, but one and a half pounds of hot-thumping, hand-clapping, heavenly ribs. And that's not all. No, uh-uh. You get garlic bread. That's right. Salad. And, oh, yes, even a baked potato. Lordy, can you believe it? All for the sweet price of only $14.95, sweet heaven above. While supplies last, you can wash all that good eating down with a 15-ounce souvenir glass filled with beer or pop for just $5. And they'll let you take it home. Can I get a witness? Get on down to Chip's Place and Sir Pizza, 715 South Chipman, or call them at 725-6868. Lordy, I'm preaching to the converted. Yeah! I'll tell you, every time I hear that sounder, man, it sounds like you, Bart, at the very beginning. Uh, that little chuckle at the end, it almost sounds that like. That was me, man. Was that you? Yeah. Rocking and rolling. You got to love that. Uncredited. Hey, we're starting to get some calls here, man. That's what we like. This is a sports forum. We need your calls, Ben Michigan. 517-729-1925. Tim, the intern, answering the phone. The Bartman co-hosting from the castle. And if you're just tuning in, find out the scores of the ball game. Owasso picked up a 91-79 win tonight over Greenville. Big win for the Trojans. Two in a row for Owasso. And the Cavaliers stamped themselves as the team to beat in the Mid-Michigan B Conference as they won their showdown tonight with Ovid Elsie, 64-46. I'm sure we'll be talking with their head coach here this evening. Who's starting us off here on the phone lines tonight, Bart? Well, we have got uh, Coach Vital. How about that for a segue? Hi, hey, there. guys, i got to tell both of you something real quick. Yeah, go ahead. John, are you there? I'm here, Bart. You setting the uh, VCR tonight? 
I can't say that I was thinking about it. What, okay. what, what do I need to? Well, uh, Dave Ackerley called me back. Okay. You guys are on back-to-back. I'm not sure which one of you guys are going first, but you're both on TV tonight. Oh, no. How could I be on TV tonight? <laughs> I guess they had a crew at the Owasso game. Oh, my. Ted, let, let, me, Bart, let me just tell you and preface this. I, I don't think I sounded very intelligent when I talked to the camera tonight. So, Oh, you're on camera. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm not. <laughs> I've got the face for radio, John. But that's all right, man. A big win for the uh, Corona Cavaliers. And, yeah, there's a programming note for my wife, Lana. Set the VCR for Channel 6, right, Bart? Yes, indeed. There you go. About 11.15, we'll be rolling with that. All right, John. Guys, we're ready tonight, and it sounded like we had the half, halftime score reported to us. You uh, jumped out of the gates in a hurry and played some uh, outstanding defense. Had a good second quarter, Ted. Uh, we outscored him 22-7, to and you, you hit the nail right on the head there with uh, great defense. Um, you know, we played with great intensity, and I'm telling you, that's about five games in a row now where we've come out and, and really put together um, some intense efforts, and then there's no reason... And no secret as to why we've won those games. It's strictly defense. Well, I'll tell you what. There's been defense for sure, and that's the number one thing as a coach. But you have been playing some pretty good offense, too. Now, Ovid Elsie uh, must have played some solid defense at times tonight, too, holding you under, you know, holding you to 64 points. But uh, still, a big win for the Cavs. Oh, yeah. We're very pleased with the win. You know, we had a lot of people made some great efforts. Uh, you know, you can start off with Josh Love playing defense. Um, held Zach Williams to uh, eight points, and that's the first time all year long that he's been in, in, in single digits. And, and that's a real tribute to uh, to Josh and James Curley and Clinton Kellogg and Mark Bowen who were in there in there playing. And uh, but d- defensive defense won it, and we're thrilled with the win because Ovid Elsie has an excellent team, and uh, we were very fortunate tonight. Even though we played very hard, um, you know, we had had some. Had some things go our way. Um, their point guard, Jeremiah Walters, got into foul trouble, and, and that certainly hurt them. Um, but we're, we're pleased with the win. Excellent. Now, before I, I move on to get some uh, maybe some scoring information, back to defense for a second. A thought just crossed my mind. I want to get your take on this, John, all right? You know how uh, all conferences have all-league teams, right? Uh, yeah. You follow me so far? Hey, I'm with you, Ted. All right. Now, don't you think that it'd be a kind of a cool thing? Bring it up at the next league meeting for me, will you? Why don't you have a, like a five-man all-defensive team? Give some, give the kids something to shoot for. Maybe that aren't scores. That kids that are the grinders out there that work hard. Don't you think that's a cool idea? An all-defensive all-league team. Well, if someone other than you would have thought of it, I would say it's a great idea. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I I like the concept. I don't know. We'll see what we can do. That's something that would have to be put into the league's constitution. But you know, I'm all for giving kids some, um, you know, some some good press for things that maybe they, you know, everybody notices the scores. Right. And uh, yeah, that's and a good idea. Reason. Okay, thanks. Now going back to the scores. How'd it look on the sheet tonight in your, uh, the leading scores? Good balance scoring, Ted. Uh, Jimmy Skodak and uh, James Curley and Chris Krasinski were all in double figures for us, and we had three or four other guys um, between eight and six points. So, uh, you know, good balance. Good balance for us tonight. Outstanding. Now, uh, you got to be feeling pretty good. Your team playing about where you want them to be at this stage of the season? Well, certainly we're happy to be 5-0 and in the league, and, and we know that we've got three very tough teams in the league coming up in the next Friday night. Um, so we're 
going to have to make sure we take care of business there. And, and we've got some, some a tough game Tuesday night with Langsburg. I mean, they're leading their league, and, and that's not going to be an easy contest. Yeah, they have a nice coach over there, and Greg Mitchell has had some great successes and, and one of the better young coaches in the area. So that ought to be a good matchup. Where's that one, in the Wolfpack uh, Gymnasium or yeah, over in Corona? In Corona. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, uh, before I let you go, I want to talk just a hair about uh, the atmosphere and uh, the game Tuesday night. Josh Luft, who is your defensive specialist, burst out of the gates. Now, I want to get your input on this. I was told that Hazlitt played a box and one. Is that correct? Well, if they did, Coach Patel didn't recognize it. Okay, right. <laughs> well, that was from a fan that told me that. But uh, obviously they did give some extra attention to uh, Chris Krasminski, but Josh jumped out of the gates and had a great game of 27. And must have been a, like a, a district uh, championship atmosphere over there in Corona. There was, uh, there was a, a lot of people there, both games, both Tuesday night and tonight. Uh, great crowds and good high school basketball games. Uh, in regard to Tuesday, though, you know, with Josh... He has really sacrificed an awful lot for our basketball team this year. Uh, last year, he was a first-team all-league uh, all league performer, and he played on the wing for us. And our transition offense, uh, he was a real key because he could use his athletic ability in getting up and down the court and beating teams back. And this year, uh, you know, we, we, we are nowhere near as big as we were last year, so we've had to move Josh down in the block. And, and our post player in transition, uh, you know, we ask him to do different things. So he doesn't get those eight points that are nice and easy every single game that he did, that he did last year in transition. So, uh, you know, it, it was, he's always been a capable scorer. Um, he's just been focusing his efforts to do what he can to help the team. And that's really the sign of a, of a true team player of, uh, you know, making those little sacrifices to make us better. Well, let me ask you one other question before I let you go on a great win again, and, and the Cavs are playing some super basketball right now. You know, speaking of Josh, he's one of these players on your team, and you don't have very many seniors, but i got to believe that the seniors kind of are coaches on the floor, not only in the game, but in practices. What can you tell us about, you know, practices during the week and, and the input they, they give you and the help they give you as the head coach? Oh, no doubt they do, and all of our players do, Ted. I, I'll tell you this. This is an extremely competitive group. Um, our practices are are very intense. Um, the guys get after it, and we do a lot of things competitively, uh, and they take it seriously. And then that's then that's been a very big reason in 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 turning around our season is they have really made an effort to treat every practice as if it's a game so that that work ethic and that intensity carries over right from practice into the game. And, and obviously, if anyone has seen us play, you know, they, they would agree that they can, they can see that happening. Okay, you got Langsburg Tuesday. Who do you have next Friday? Uh, next Friday is another crucial league game with Duran. All right, well, we will talk to you after that game. In fact, uh, is that, uh, that at Duran? That is in Duran, yes. It's going to be a very tough tough game for us. It's a hard gym to play in, a little bit of a smaller gym, and, and you know, they they come out and they'll be banging the board, and we're going to need to hold our own. Well, if the fans can't make it, they can listen to that game right here on Z92.5. That will be our game of the week next Friday night. Alright, coach, get some rest, enjoy the evening, and congratulations, and uh, we'll talk to you, if not sooner, next Friday night. Okay. Alright, John. Bye-bye. John Patel, head coach of the Corona Cavaliers, and Bart, 
Yo. What's the deal with Ackerley? Is he just buttering up to us just because we had scores coming from Corona? I'm telling you what, Ackerley, I guess, listens to the station quite a bit. Well, outstanding. You that's... know, that's weird because uh, a couple of weeks ago... Oh, he's a cool guy. He he's knows. a cool guy. A couple of weeks ago, I ran into some people from Channel 12, as a matter of fact. Mm -hmm. Flint. Uh, hung out with him for a little bit at... Uh, a uh, downtown Owasso establishment. Okay. And uh, Angie Shramsky was telling me that uh, she listens to the station all the time. Gotta love both, it. Both her and her So we're we're well known in the media. People that are, you know, involved in the media know about the castle. And, and people out there in the general public day after day hopping on board the castle bandwagon, Absolutely. you know. All request radio 517-729-1925. This is the only time of the week that uh, we make that request be a sports topic to talk about. Do we have somebody next up on the line who wants um, to hop on? Absolutely. Actually, we uh, we lost one of our callers. Uh, I'd love to have him call back because I know this guy's always got some good stuff to say, so hopefully he will call back. What we're going to do right now is we're going to take a quick break. Okay. And we're going to come back. The lines are open. Just to let everybody know, 729-1925. If they want, of course, they can just show up where you're at and talk some sports, too, can't they? Absolutely. I'm here in the Sir Pizza Complex here at South Chipman Street in uh, Dutchtown, Owasso. Come on in. I'm in the back part. It's called Chip's Place, where everybody's having a good time. And when we go to this break, I'm going to give away a few more prizes. So come on in. 517-729-1925 is the number you need to call if you want to hop on board the sports line. A lot of different topics. You can get your take on the Super Bowl. We need to get some you pickums here for the uh, Pro Bowl. Just tell us what the total points on that is. Every caller eligible for a big prize package next week if you can nail that score or be the closest one. We'll be right back after this. There you go. Congratulations. Just giving away more prizes here, Bart. I still have a few more to give away. And we want to thank everybody that's donated the prizes, including the Flint Generals, the Detroit Vipers. We've got Tough Man World Championship event coming up here. This is Thursday. February 10th, I have uh, two more tickets to give away for that. And we've all... got some of those tickets here, too. We are going to run that sounder in just a little bit just to let everybody know you can win at home. Absolutely. they just got to be the fifth caller at 517-729-1925 here on this Friday night. And we need to hear from you, Mid-Michigan. A lot of different things to talk about. You know, we, we mentioned it on the college hoop scene, Michigan State taking on UConn tomorrow. That is going to be a great game, and what a matchup, Elamine and Mateen Cleave. Oh, yeah. I am looking forward to that one. And I'll tell you what, the is zone is going to go crazy tomorrow, man. <laughs> oh, you got to love what they did at Michigan State. Michigan's tried to emulate it with uh, getting their students down closer to the floor. But you know what I was told, Barb? What's that? From a very, very reliable source, a couple people that I know went down to the Michigan State-Michigan game without tickets, okay? Uh -huh. There were tickets available, and they were refused entry because they did not have a Michigan student ID. You're kidding me. And can you? No. This was day of the game. There was tickets available, and they weren't allowed in. How about that? How chintzy is that for our Wolverine uh, administrators down there, if indeed that is true? Chrysler Arena. 
whole setup there had a little bit more class. I did too, but you know, they've been very disappointed in, uh, oh, especially last year when there was probably half the arena was Michigan State fans. Yeah. They took a definitely an embarrassing spin on that one, no doubt about it. But uh, hey, Spartans are for real. That basketball program is going to stay there. Now, Michigan, you know, they got some talent on that team, but right now, things are a little out of control. Well, they, things have been out of control for years in that program. Well, that, let's face that. That's for sure. And I think we might end up hearing uh, about how out of control that whole Fab oh, Five man. thing I and tell you what, class I, after that. I hope that things don't come out too bad. I, I hope that there's no shaving type of scandal that ends up from all this. But I just, I am really worried about the whole thing. When you got a guy like Ed Martin that's basically uh, running his own lottery, out of all, a lot of just about every Ford plant in the Detroit area, something's bad going on <laughs> yeah. down there. I mean, well, I'm more worried about Fred Gerard. <laughs> oh yeah, the Detroit News investigative reporter. He'll he'll <laughs> dig up the dirt, man. He'll find I'm out whatever you, Martin was up to. He's got a mad on for Michigan. You know who else is? Uh, I think he's equal opportunity though. You know he's who had else a few is things pretty bad. State. Is uh, who's that? Drew Sharp. Oh, Drew Sharp. Yeah, I wouldn't even waste my time reading his column. I think I don't know. I think he just writes things to stir it up, and I understand that in the media, you got to do that at times. But that is one columnist that I pretty much disagree with about everything he says. You know what I heard today on uh, on ESPN? What's that? Is that uh, Crawford very seriously is thinking about entering the draft now? You know that last year, wow, he was a day late. He filed to enter the draft. I didn't know and that. He was a day late and. Didn't get his paperwork in time. And I'm thinking to myself, well, wait a second here. Here's a guy that can't handle being in Ann Arbor. <laughs> you know what I mean? Can't take coaching. Can't take coaching. Can't handle being in Ann Arbor. Gets homesick. What, is he just going to hope that the Sonics draft him or what? I don't know. Can you say CBA? You know, he'll be playing for Isaiah's bunch if Isaiah stays tied up. Doesn't end up like that kid from Dallas. Oh, man. They cut him loose. Do you know that? They released him. Yeah. Whatever yeah. happened to uh, Corleone Young? CBA. Is he? Okay. Yeah, in fact, he might. I don't know this for sure. Maybe somebody can clue us in on that at 517-729-1925. I know Antonio Smith is playing for Grand Rapids. Uh, I think Corleone is. Okay. I can't swear to him. I'm pretty sure he is in the CBA. Give us a call, Mid-Michigan, 729-1925. What I kind am... of a family names their Corleone. son Corleone? <laughs> Uh, and this big is, Godfather fans. This is my I'm other thinking. son, Lucchese, and uh, my nephew, Gotti. <laughs> What's up with that? And my other son, Tony Soprano. Dude, Corleone with a K. I know. They thought he was going to be the real deal, but obviously he wasn't quite ready, and we'll see if he ever is. I'm uh, Ted Patel hanging out here at uh, Chip's Place. In the Sir Pizza Complex, nice crowd here on hand tonight, enjoying the great atmosphere. Shannon back here working very hard, and remember to tip her and tip her well, as she is working hard for that living. If anybody wants to hop on board our You Pick 'em contest tonight, well, give us a call and uh, just give us a pick on the Pro Bowl. What is the total points going to be in uh, that big defensive matchup? I got a question for you. All guys. right. What is your all-time favorite Pro Bowl memory? <laughs> uh, I have none. <laughs> I don't watch it, frankly. Oh, man. Hey, all of a sudden the phones are ringing up. We got some Pro Bowl fans calling the castle. Woo-hoo! 
Well, oh, they just want man. to get a chance to win some prizes, and nothing wrong with that. Uh, I'll tell you what, we'll take this next call, but I want to remind everybody that, uh, listen, Lance Omer, REMAX of Owasso, you all know he's a proud supporter of area high school athletics. He'd like to take this time to applaud the talents of both the Cavaliers and the Trojans and wish them the best of luck in their big games down the stretch. Lance appreciates teamwork. He's proud to be a part of a team that's been serving this area for three generations. That's Lance Omer, REMAX of Owasso, 215 East Exchange Street. Stop by or give him a call at 725-8100. 19. That's seven two five eight one one nine. All right, where are we at there on the board there, Bart, brother? All right, well, we have got a uh, very special caller on the line right now. We do. Oh, yeah, this guy is, uh, you know about the Big E, right? Yeah. Well, this guy here is the other Big E. I'm talking about Edward J. from Owasso. Edward, what's going on, man? All right. Hi, I Edward. Some, I got some trivia for you. You like trivia? Love trivia, Edward. All right. Frank Sinatra is chairman of the board. Yeah. Name the board. Oh, you talking about the Rat Pack? That's right. Well, you got uh, little Sammy Davis Jr. in there. All right. Right? You got little Peter Lawford. Right? Got a yep. little Dean Martin. Yep. Dean ca- was my favorite. Dean was cool. I always liked Dean. Dean is real cool. Dean was slick and suave with the babes. You know what I'm talking about, Edward J.? All the charisma in the world. Had some pretty good pipes, too. Oh, yeah. That's some more. Oh, yeah, he can sing. Absolutely. And then, I mean, do you consider Joey Bishop in there, too, or not? Okay. What about President Kennedy? (laughs) No. What about uh, Angie Dickinson? Uh, Shirley no. McLean. Shirley McLean's definitely no, a member. No, no. Oh, we know our Frank Sinatra trivia there, Edward. All right, you're Edward right, Jay, you you're talking them. to you're talking to a couple of guys that have seen Oceans Eleven. You <laughs> name the board. You named them. All right. Well, do you got any sports talk? You, you forgot wanna... Frank Sinatra though. Oh well, he's that... the chairman of the board. Absolutely. Well, we go. Right. How could we forget Frank? All right. What else you got for us, Ed? What else have I got for you? You want to tell me how many points are going to be scored in the Pro Bowl? Damn tootin'. How many? 31. 31 points for Edward. Who's going to win, the AFC or the NFC, Edward? The NFC. All right. As always. You're in on that. What's your favorite sport? What's my favorite sport? Yeah. Baseball. Baseball. What do you think about the John Rocker thing? That's good. You think he should have been suspended? He was suspended. I know. He'll be out until April. Well, he'll actually be out through April. He'll be back May 1st. And what do you think about the $20,000? Is that justified? Yeah, I believe it. What do you think about uh, salaries in big league baseball? You know, the Yankees just gave uh, Jeter, Derek Jeter, $10 million to play this upcoming season. That was a gutless move on Steinbrenner's part. To go ahead and agree to it? What about the Tigers? They just signed... For 100 and, uh, 115 million for seven years. They haven't signed him, did they? Unless I oh, came yeah, through today. Signed. He signed he today. Signed? Oh, yeah, he signed. Wow. Be a fool not to. No for doubt. Seven years. Oh. Well, the Tigers had to sign that's him. That's a lot of money, but that's a long time too. Seven years, you know. Well, that's you know he'll be he'll be out there in left field for those seven years, won't he? Yep. Smacking that ball around. Yep. You, had you ever get down to Tiger Stadium? Oh, yeah. Yeah? You going to get down to the new ballpark? Darn tootin'. All right. I'll be down there not opening day, but I'll be down there right along there. You darn, well, you know, you wait till about halfway through the season when they're doing terrible. 
have no problem getting decent seats. Yep. Sound good? I think the world of uh, I think the world of the pitcher they signed too. Which one? Eddie Odomo. I what know. Was, what was his record last year? It was like twelve and six, I think. Was he? Yeah, he had a pretty good record for yeah, Milwaukee. Yeah, he didn't pitch very much. He didn't pitch very much. That was year. a that was a good move. I'll give him that one because yeah. the guy that really didn't cost him that much. And the Tigers he, don't know. The Tigers don't know how they how he will help them. He will help them a whole lot. Well, he'll help them because I mean they have some. Whole... Justin Thompson was a good pitcher, but they had to wait. They had to wait out him, you know. But he was always hurt. He could come back That's to haunt him. That's what I mean. They got to. Got, they got to wait out him, you know. And they couldn't wait. And right. Wait and wait. Justin. Justin's a left-hander. And he's a good one. But that elbow thing, you know. Well, the only scary thought about that, Edward, is left-handers, as you know, usually they usually develop and really become dominant later in their career. So, you know, yeah, Justin well, Thompson's best years pitcher. may still be coming. Who is this? Who is this talking? This is Ted the Sports Guy. Ted the Sports Guy? Okay. You ever heard me on the radio here before? Yes, I seen you over at Chips, remember? Oh, that's right. You've done that question thing and give away prizes. Darn tootin'. Yep. They ain't right. giving away more tonight. <laughs> Here's another one. Here's another one. All right. All right. Tigers is a good ball club, you know. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. They're a good ball club. They're solid all the way around. Right. Oh, yeah. That starting rotation of theirs is... Uh, They're going to be dominant. Yeah. They got some good pitching, don't they? They're not slight on pitching. You don't think, think so? Just a little bit. Not now. Not now they... Well, well they, they signed Nobo now. now. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're going to go all the way. They're, they're contention. They're in contention, don't they? I well, got a question for they you. Got you gonna... good, they got a good third baseman, too. Hey, Edward, you got connection for uh, World Series tickets? You can hook us up? Darn tootin'. All, All right. right. Excellent. Well, I'll tell you what. We'll be keeping three our... of us are going down. You, oh, you bet. Absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. I'll tell you what, Edward. What station are you listening to right now? WJSE. You can hear it. Oh, you're right. I can. All right. Well, listen. You give us a call again sometime, okay? And I want to hear Elvis. You want to hear some Elvis tonight? I want to hear Elvis. I just bought two brand new tapes, Elvis. You did? What's your oh. favorite Elvis tune? What's my favorite Elvis tune? There's so many of them. Come on, you got to pick one. I you, don't are, know. Do, are you a fat Elvis fan or a skinny Elvis fan? I don't know fan? if I got any favorite, but Gene Whiskers, they're all. I, there's a whole bunch of favorites. I got, a, I got a trivia question for you. What? What's his nickname? L. No. What is it? <laughs> L. No. When I met him, he said, My name is Elvis, but call me L. You met him? That was Paul Simon that did that. I met him. Oh, my goodness. I think it was Paul Simon that said, call me out. I met him in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, for back when he was 20 years old. So you saw him in the early days. Darn too, and he wasn't even Elvis Presley yet when I met him. Who was he? Elvis Presley, but not the singer. Oh, I got I you. I mean, he wasn't. Elvis didn't didn't become the singer until 56. I met him in 53. Wow. Was he a truck driver at that time? You darn dude, he was. Well, there you go. I'll tell you what. And he delivered, he delivered Western Union messages too. Wow. Singing telegrams. Telegrams. Did singing he sing telegrams? Them? Darn right, he did. Darn wow. Dude. 
All right, well, Edward, we're going to have to let you go. Very few people know that. we got some more calls coming in, but we will definitely get some king on for you. Yeah, all right, but get me some Dean Martin, too. Dean Martin. What do you think it is? Two for Tuesday? Yes, sir. Darn darn two. I want ten for Tuesday. All right, we'll see you later, Edward. Oh, yeah. That's a first-time call on the show. You know, Ed- Edward's right there with Sean. Absolutely. We need the, uh, to bring back the old Ed, uh, the old uh, Austin Powers soundtrack there. I'm going to get some of that ready for All you, right. too. Hey, Darn we got two. another call on the line. Who's next up? Uh, our good friend Pete from Chesaning. All right. Pete. Hey. What's going on over there in Cheese Rock, brother? Oh, not much. Hey, uh, hey, Pete. What? You a big fan of uh, the Rat Pack? Not really, no. Okay. Elvis? I, I heard... Do you like Elvis? Oh, Elvis Presley was uh, classic in his time. I'm going to test you now. Okay. What's What was Elvis's nickname? Well, at what time? Okay, I'll make it real easy on you. <laughs> All right? I'll make it easy on you. Okay. You think Elvis. What's the title? Oh, he was the pelvis. Well, that's one, I guess. I'll give you credit for that. I'm thinking of a different one, but we'll see if somebody else L. can help us with that. L. Not L. Oh, L. Oh. Darn tootin'. Well, Jelly donut? <laughs> peanut butter and banana sandwiches? Uh, FBI guy? TV shooting hillbilly? <laughs> oh, okay, we were... here's, here's a Let's get question into... okay. for you. Yeah? Who was performing on the television in the hotel when he shot the TV tube? Oh, oh man. Was oh. it Bobby Bitten? Robert Goulet. That's a great one. I didn't know that. Yes. Wow. That's a great one. <laughs> For that, we'll let you talk about sports here on the Sports Forum. I am Ted the Sports Guy <laughs> with the Bart Man, and uh, this is Z92.5 The Castle, and I'm right here I at got one Sir quick Pizza. question before we jump into that. Okay. You know who Robert Goulet's best friend was? Robert Goulet. Best friend. Best friend. This is, is this a real story? This is a real story. Okay. Uh, I'll say Steve Lawrence. Nope. Linda Lavin. He did an episode of Alice. Yeah. I think you're going to say Linda Lovelace. Pete, you're right there, man. You can talk with us anytime. Bill Kennedy. No, from Detroit? Bill Kennedy at the movies, yeah. Oh, man. That's what Bill Kennedy used to say. (laughs) And I told him, I said, Bob, you've got to stop drinking. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Bill Kennedy at the movies, and I'm friends with just about everybody. Excellent. That kind of should be you guys' theme for tonight. Well, I've been saying, you know, we ought to have a we ought to have an entertaining show, an yeah. entertainment show someday, we too. We should do a tribute to Bill Kennedy. And that's not a bad idea. Another time, another place. But I know Pete wants to get into some sports, don't you, Pete? Yeah. Please. Hey, I've got a, a quick note to make, and this is uh, all seriousness. The two young men that lost their lives playing basketball. No, well, Phil, is In the Detroit area? What yeah. happened? This today news or something? No, this is last week. They both died. Uh, I think it was the same day or different uh, days. Both collapsed. I was With, out of town this within, week. Within one day of each other. Yeah. Just collapsed on the court or okay, practice. Okay, that's, that's happened before. Oh on yeah. Football field, and I think the whole problem is they should get a full mandatory physical. I'm not talking turn your head and cough or right. blood pressure. I'm talking EKG, electrocardiogram. To make sure everything's working right. Well, Pete, let me ask you a question. Um, let's say, like a, uh, a high school football program, just just the high school football program. You got your freshman team, you got your JV team, you got your varsity team. 
That's a lot of money right there that's, just, that's for, the just for one program. I mean, Yeah, but we were responsible for our own when yeah. I played. Right, it was pay per play up there, right? Yeah, and we pay were, to play. We were responsible for our for our own physical, too. Well, you might be onto something. There may have to be some changes. You know, in, in my day, it was a quick cough, and you're out of there. Yeah, I did the same thing. Well, now I have a heart problem, and they never they, they never caught it. They never caught it. Huh. But well, I'll tell you what. It, you, you definitely bring up some food for thought because it's tragic when something like that happens to a youngster. You know. Yeah. For I sure, didn't. there was uh, no drugs involved, was there? I didn't hear. I don't. I don't think so. I'm completely in the dark. I don't think they've actually gotten any autopsy reports from either one of the guys yet. Yeah, see, because every heart problem won't show up on an EKG. A lot of times, you have to have a, a electrocardiogram. Um, you know where that is when they do the uh, like the Doppler. Mm-hmm. Okay. On a later note. No, thanks. I mean, we're getting educated on Elvis, the chairman of the board, and, uh, you know, medical center here tonight. Yeah. It's a, this is my kind of show. You know, I'm a well-rounded individual, and I can get into this. Yeah. And nobody's like the Bart man. I mean, he knows all. Hey, did they get after you, Ted, because I uh, come up and got a bunch of tickets? Uh, you got a bunch of them? No, hey, don't I say had... it on the air, man. Don't say it on the air. <laughs> <laughs> no, they didn't get on me. Let's put it that way. I had I had your allotted uh, set in my mailbox, didn't I? No, you didn't. Yes, I did. They, somebody else had to go and get me some. Really? Yeah, and he said, take your pick. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, I had your tickets in my mailbox. <laughs> so uh, I don't know if they gave them to somebody else or not, but that's another story. It's... Let's get into something else. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I to get you in trouble. I'm not in trouble. I can't get in trouble. Yeah, okay. Um, what was I going to say? Well, the wings are going into the all-star break on a sour note. but well, Yeah, Ozzy's slumping a little bit. Yeah, just a little. But, you know, they get, they got to stand up in front of him, you know. I mean, I don't know if you saw the game the other night. Yes, I saw. Yeah, he was about helpless on some of those shots, man. They were just peppering him. Yeah. Um, Los Angeles was shooting to kill. Right. Um, That's a pretty good team. The game before. Yeah. When they took away that goal when Holstrom wasn't even touching the goalie. That was kind of shaky. He wasn't even touching it. I know. And they showed right prior to the shot being cross-checked three times. Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. I got very upset. Overall, though, you got to be pretty happy with the way things are going this year, aren't you? Yeah, but I, w- I want them to finish number one, so... Oh, they, that's the they, curse. That's the curse, You don't want them to finish number one. I'm, well, I, I want them to play somebody like... Uh, what do you want to play first? Bart, tell him your explanation, eight. because I think it's beautiful on well, how you explain why they don't want to play an eight. You don't want to play an eight, and I'll tell you why. Because the eight seed is always a young team. It's always a fast team. And if it's not a young and fast team, it is or it isn't a goon team. Yes. Boy, let's was get crushed. It was a good game. It was a great game. It was game. a very exciting game for, you know, two relatively uh, no-name teams. Mm-hmm. They, you know, came in there. Um, geez, that that's about as close as you can get. You can't, yeah, you can't get any closer than that. Uh, do you think, wasn't it the Titans, did they go for two points, like, early in the fourth quarter? Yeah. Yes, they did. Now, that sometimes can change a game around when you do that. There was still a lot of time left in that game. At the time, and I think I still agree with at the point of the game they did go for it, 
it probably was okay. It was the right thing to do because they still could tie it with a field goal and a touchdown. But uh, a lot of teams seem to go for two points too quick, Bobby Ross. And, uh, you know, there's a time and a place. Well, at least these other teams are actually using a chart. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. There's, there's like mathematical scenarios already laid out for you. It's not like Bobby Ross, well, I thought we needed to. Well, I think Bobby <laughs> uses that chart, but he, he fails to take into a, a factor the point of the game that it happens. You know, he gets behind early and looks at that chart. Oh, got to go for two. Yeah. You know, the time in the game remaining has a lot to do with it. Just you... wants to get everybody out of there. <laughs> Two-point conversions are very hard to come by. Hey, I want to ask your, your opinion on this, too, Pete. Okay. What do you think about the whole story this, this year on Kurt Warner? And, you know, and finishing it off with 414 yards. I mean, are you sick of the whole thing? Or are you just, you know, thinking, you know, that is really cool? Well, good for him, you know. I think it's good for him. Let me tell you guys something. Let me ask you guys something, though. Are, yeah. are you guys as close to vomiting if you hear the stock boy story one more time yeah. as I am? I've heard enough oh, of it. Oh, yeah. man. He was stocking shelves for five sixty an hour. Let me ask you another thing. Let's throw out all the Super Bowl talk here on the table. How's that sound? Okay. Leslie Visser. Is there a need for her anymore? I mean, come on. I saw that dress in Gone with the Wind. What is <laughs> up with that? Oh, Leslie, oh, you mean on the sidelines? Yes. Oh, she asked know. the most ridiculous questions and most ridiculous comments from the sideline I've ever She's heard. No Pam she, uh, all I know is I think it was chilly. She wasn't wearing an undergarment. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, it, that's you're exactly right on that. And it's cold thought, in that dome. Well, it was chilly there that day. And I thought it was uh, in a dome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're all sick, but we all think alike. I thought it was rather humorous. I had to. Say it to my buddy here that was watching the game with me. Would you say it to your wife? Yeah. Okay. Just checking. Just yep, checking. Yep. What do you think about Ray Lewis? You know, uh, hanging with his peeps after the game and uh, not being able to make an appearance at the Pro Bowl. Ooh, I didn't hear that. Oh, this is. Oh, where where, where have you been last week? Last week I've been keep, uh, keeping up on things. Ray Red Wing Blues. Well, listen, Ray, <laughs> Ray Lewis, Pro Bowl linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. He was down partying in Atlanta after the Super Bowl game. And help me if I get anything wrong here, Bart. I guess after the, the bar that he was hanging out closed, or somewhere in that vicinity, uh, they were out back, and some sort of altercation took place. And, well, two people died, stabbed to death. Oh, I heard that, yeah. Okay, well, Ray Lewis was the one that, uh, from the NFL, was thrown in the slammer, charged yeah. with murder. And I, you know, I've got a feeling when it's all said and done, he's just not ratting on his buddies. But are they really friends? No. You know, when they put you in that kind of situation? No. And is it, you know, these pro athletes that get in these binds, and, you know, their reasoning because they're in these binds is because they're with their childhood friends and this stuff, you know, this, that is no excuse. This year has been bad for it. Oh, it has. It's the National Felon League, as I said I, earlier. I don't think it's uh... It didn't used to happen that much, and it think, you'd think that uh, they'd all get together with the buddy there that plays for a pro football team, and, geez, guys, I'll buy. You know, we don't have to go out and kill anybody tonight. Yeah, or, and who, who knows exactly what happened, but sometimes <laughs> if you're in an altercation and somebody's, you know, saying names or, or you know, verbalizing, just get out of there. Yeah. You know? Hold on a second, guys. WJSZ, Ashley Owasso. Z92.5, The Castle.
Just a reminder to everybody, this is the Friday Night Sports Forum here on the Castle. I'm Ted the Sports Guy. He's the Bart Man. We also have Tim the Intern. We'll give Tim even a little more time than we gave him last week. We've got to be careful on that, though, that's for sure. And we got our regular Pete from Chesanina on the hotline at 517-729-1925. And if you want to hop on board, just dial those numbers up or hit redial because we know it's programmed in. <laughs> what else is going on there, Pete? Um... Why isn't Crawford allowed to play in the game the other night? Well, the story is that there was some kind of arrangement uh, with a gentleman out in uh, the Seattle area where he's from. That Barry Henthorne. Is that the gentleman? President of Innovative Communication Technologies Incorporated of Seattle, Washington. Yeah, and this guy's got some dough, too. This guy's got some Well, he gave Crawford a Mercedes. That's where the whole thing started. Okay. Crawford when, tried to get his Mercedes registered. Back in high school. Now, let's get it straight, though. Oh, we're not talking. high school, that's a different story. We're not talking a new Mercedes, even though no, a Mercedes like a... is a Mercedes, but it's an 88. It's an 88 Mercedes, but, you know, I'd, I'd take one. Well, so would I, because it runs for about 300,000 miles. You know, and it, it was only, like, one of the most important games. And uh, I guess he did, uh, I guess they don't have the Bobby Bowden philosophy. <laughs> Uh, suspend them, but when we got to have them, we got to have them. Yeah, well, Michigan had no choice in this one. The NCAA stepped in. Well, how come they didn't with uh, Bowden's case? Well, remember, remember that, uh, what, what did uh, Warwick get? He had a couple games off, right? Ones that didn't matter. And then they plead down, <laughs> he pleaded down to a misdemeanor. So, I mean, you know, there wasn't anything the NCAA could isn't do. That, isn't that a big problem? I mean, a high school kid... You know, gets whatever perks he got, you know, this, some guy that, that might possibly be his uh, mom's boyfriend or something. That's the way it sounds to me in the story. Yeah. Okay? He goes and moves in with this guy, okay, for two years in high school. Yeah, the guy's rich. So what? You know, but they, they never made him a legal guardian. But that's more serious than retail fraud. Yeah, figure that out. Figure yeah, that that's out. Not, that's not more serious. Uh, it's It's just so hypocritical of the whole you know i get so upset with with these things that go on in sports that you know you get first of all you get well let's just start with oj simpson (laughs) for crying out loud this guy gets away with murder he didn't do it no of course not um of course the whole thing with oj okay let's (laughs) let's 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 put the cards on the table as long as we're just jumping all over the place okay both of you guys agree you believe oj simpson's guilty right i do yeah Okay. okay And I have no reason to doubt that he's guilty. But let me ask you a question. Do you think that maybe, just maybe, there was some funny business going on with the police department? That maybe, just maybe, they knew he was guilty and they wanted to make sure he got convicted? Yeah. You know, when, you, when, when your lead investigator takes the fifth, they ask him point blank if he did anything like that, and he takes the fifth. Oh, there's no question there you know, were mistakes made, for sure. Well, not just mistakes. I mean, just out-and-out out framing. Yeah. I mean, granted, he was already guilty, but he was also framed at the same time. Now, why did they frame him, in your opinion? I mean, was it because they botched the evidence gathering in the first place, or were they just after him? I think it was, uh, I think that there's a lot of situations out there, and I don't want to offend anybody by saying this, but I think there's a lot of times when police officers are so sure of someone's guilt that they help it along. I don't know if it was anybody had a vendetta against the O.J. or if, you know, they were covering their own tracks for screwing up at the crime scene or what. I think a lot of times police officers are so confident in their case and so, you know, 
when you're a cop, you know when a guy's guilty sometimes. You know what I mean? I mean, all signs point to him, not just circumstantial. Everything clicks. Mm -hmm. And you just help it along. It could be, but I just, I, no matter what happened, I just think it's just a, you know, the travesty of the century and maybe of all time that he got away with it. That's all, you know. I think New Coke was the travesty of the century, but OJ comes close. Yeah, that was a big mistake, wasn't it? Boy, this is this is a fun pack sports for him tonight, <laughs> Pete. Aren't you glad you tuned into this one tonight? Yeah, well, I was kind of going. It's two hours of your life you'll never get back. That's yeah, right. I was. Uh, yeah, I was going to kind of go along the lines of the conspiracy theory with the O.J. Simpson thing, and maybe uh, it was an ultimate frame up. Well, I got a feeling maybe Castro was involved somehow. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. Hey, Faye Resnick could have been involved. Now, what do you? Uh, the part that gets me, if he was framed and and he wasn't guilty, why did he flee? Why did he panic and flee? That's the part that sorrow. Hey, Ray Cruz did the same thing, man. That doesn't prove anything. Ray yeah, Cruz was true. hanging out in a trunk. In a trunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes some people aren't all that bright when it comes to... But, you know, you can't think like a murderer, you know. It's not Ray anyway, as Jimmy Rome says. It's Rayenthal. Rayenthal. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, pretty good. All right. What else you got for us there? We could be talking about two different people there, couldn't we? Could be. You're definitely. The two Rays definitely having fun. Now, I heard somebody say something this week. I happened to tune in once on the radio station. and <laughs> Okay. And they were saying... Uh, your big question. What was your big question for the week? Big question about Ray Lewis? No. no. What was your big question for sports for him? Uh, last week? This week. Oh, I don't really have a, a question of the week. You want to give us one? What is it? What are you going to do now that uh, football is over with? Ah. Well, you're going to listen to the sports forum. <laughs> right? But now we have a solution, Pete. You know where I'm going with this, don't you? <laughs> Talking about the XFL, brother. The XFL. Yeah, did you oh, hear about man. this one? You got to tune into this one, big guy. Starting next February, right after the Super Bowl, all right? It's 10 action packed weeks of XFL brought to you by Vince McMahon and the WWF. <laughs> this is true story, not making this up. A football league? An eight team professional football league made up of wrestlers. No, no. <laughs> oh, no. Made up of real football players, played by the real football rules. There may be a few tweaks here and there. There's going to be a, a lot less rules. They're going to have the coaches mic'd, the players mic'd, different camera angles. It's going to be awesome if they pull it off. That'd be pretty interesting. Coaches are going to be able to uh, hit opposing players over the head with chairs when the refs aren't looking. It's going to be cool. And all the players are going to be have... Uh, uh, speakers in their helmets, right, and be able to talk to every other player. Now, wouldn't that be great? It'd be so, different. Especially for, like, a receiver. I'm open, I'm open. Right. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, if he, if he pulls it off, and I think Vince McMahon does have some serious coinage, without a doubt, and he'll get some backers because, uh, well, what is it, Bart? I mean, the WWF is, like, it's the biggest, the highest rated show on cable television, isn't it? Absolutely. You know what I heard, though? Is that uh, WWF stock? As soon as he announced that, yeah, dropped four bucks today. What would cause that? Wall Street, I guess, isn't enthusiastic. Huh? And they think that it's a desperation move by him or something? I think they think it's uh, some kind of pipe dream. 
Huh. I just hope it's not as bad. And remember, he tried to start his own bodybuilding thing, too. I think this is going to be a little bit more successful than that. Well, and let's face it, even if he doesn't pull it off, boy, he got, again, free publicity, didn't yeah. he? He knows how to work the media. Well, not only That's that, all. but, you know, you look at professional wrestlers, how many of them were, uh, you know, former, mostly uh, college football players to begin with. Goldberg will make a return. You know, and it's, it's, it's just it's a good way to recruit, you know, kind of the same way that uh, Ted Turner used to recruit a lot of guys from the Atlanta Hawks. Well, I don't know if you, you, know. you probably know this, Bart. Jesse Ventura was a color commentator for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Or was it the Buccaneers it was or was the it bandits. the Bandits? That's it was right. The Bandits, the USFL. USFL. Boy, the USFL had the right idea, and I think that's this is a little take on that, but with a little more extreme, probably what the X stands for, huh? Yeah. yeah I but, think that. Uh, what was that? The USFL broke up in 82, wasn't it? And they broke up because they wanted to go head to head with the NFL, and that's never going to work. They had it made in the spring. You know, the arena, arena football now has found kind of a niche for summer football, right? Yeah. But uh, this, this will be interesting to follow and see what happens. Well, they wanted USFL wanted to uh, have a game with the NFL and call it the Super Duper Bowl. <laughs> <That's> a... <laughs> the Super Duper Bowl. Super Duper Bowl. Only Pete could come up with okay. that. No, that's the truth. Really? <laughs> I'll take you on your word on hey, that. Hey, the one time we have a championship and Michigan wins, remember, Anthony Carter? Absolutely, Michigan, Panthers. Michigan Panthers. I was a big fan. Big hey, fan. That was, that Bobby Abair. I lost Jim Stanley, their coach. I lost all interest in the USFL when the Panthers merged. Who was it? The Oakland Invaders. Oh, they moved too, right? And they, well, they moved and they merged with another team and they moved. I think to it Oakland. was Oakland Invaders, yeah. And I just didn't care anymore. I didn't either. Well, that's when they started getting too full of themselves. When well, they... you think about some of the talent they had. Oh. Well, I mean, not just you know Anthony Carter and Bobby Abair for uh, for Michigan, but then you know you had guys like Steve Young, right? Jim Kelly, Reggie White, Herschel Walker, Herschel Walker, yeah. Marcus Dupree. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I heard you guys uh, chatting about baseball there. You really think uh, Detroit's going to be able to buy their way into some kind of team this year? Darn tootin'. Darn <laughs> <laughs> Hey, did you hear Juan Gonzalez sign today? That's what we were told. Did you hear that anywhere officially? No, I didn't. Okay, well, we'll go that, that gigantic we'll contract. We'll stay on top of that story, that's for sure. Though we do know Derek Does Jeter. Does he have to split that check four ways? Well, <laughs> at least uh, a big chunk of it's going to his latest lady, I think. I think old, uh, Illich is using some of his Red Wing money. Well, he, he's got to fill that, that stadium for sure. No doubt about it. They're, they're going to be middle of the road. Let's face it. They'll hey, smack they got, the ball around, they but they got can't a hell pitch. Of a, they got a hell of a guy running their bench now, man. Garner? That <laughs> guy's a proven winner. Yeah. Why is it Why is it that they can't get pitching? What What's the problem there? Uh, who wants to play in Detroit, first of all? Well, well think about it. You're going to get a free agent to come to Detroit? It's nice in the summer. Well, I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just saying you're on the outside. I mean, you think Ken Griffey has Detroit on his short list? I, I don't think, think so. I think baseball players are the most pampered athletes there are. Well, it's the easiest sport, in my opinion. Not as far as maybe the talent goes to hitting a baseball or throwing the ball, but as far as playing a professional sport and making the change they're making, I, there's no question you, it is the gravy train. Well, if you took baseball player, basketball, and football and put them together in, in a... Who could last the longest? Who had the best endurance? Who do you think would win? Oh, it's a hands down baseball. Hockey's not 
too far behind for as physical as sport it is, though. They get guys playing 20 years. Hockey's very, I think hockey's very stressful. I think that oh, those guys really work hard. But they only work in 30-second shifts. But still, right. still that's, that's a tough, tough sport. Well, they only work in 30-second shifts, but at the same time, I mean, you know, look at football. I mean, there's a play, and it stops. Oh, yeah. Football is physical, but it's not that strenuous because, like you say, you know, the actual game time in a, what is it, a 60-minute game in the NFL? Yeah. What is it? Three and a half half hours or more? Yeah. Three and a half, four hours, but the actual game time where the ball's in play is something like 10 minutes. You know, when you, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Pete. Any final thoughts? And I want to get your pick on the uh, on the uh, Pro Bowl. What's the total points? Pro Bowl. Hmm. They're out there having a good time. Yep. They don't play defense. Remember? Yeah, they don't. They don't want to hurt nobody. That's anybody. right. Absolutely. Let's see. Uh, let's say the AFC wins. AFC. Got them impressed with. Is McNair going? I believe so. If they don't use him for a quarterback, they're not. He's awesome. He is. Uh, let's pick the AFC, and they'll win uh, 28-21. 28-21. I'll go with my famous 49 points. All right. It's all yours, Pete. Final word? Yeah, the thing you said about uh, football, and, and uh, if it was any, you know, if they were out there longer, people like Gilbert Brown would collapse. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right, my man. You take care up there in Chesanine, Pete. All right. All right. We'll talk to you later. Yep. Bye-bye. Bye. Opens the line up, 517-729-1925. This is the Friday Night Sports Forum. I'm Ted, the sports guy, hanging out here at Chip's Place. We you got know what we're going to do right now? What are we going to do? Why don't we give away some tough man tickets? Listen up. What do you say, pansy boy? Oh, you think you're tough, do oh, you? I know I'm tough. You ain't tough. I'm the toughest there is. Yeah, your mama's tough. Whatever. Let's see what you got, boy. Come on. I got you. I got you. You want to win tickets to the Tough Man World Championship? Come on. I got you. I got you. Be caller number five right now. 729-1925. There you have it, Mid-Michigan. Caller number five. We're going to play Gonzo with this, Bartman? Ah, let's hope. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Let's hope we can. We got tough man tickets to give away here on the castle tonight, so give us a call. And we have them sitting right there in the studios. Tim, uh, the intern, will be answering the phone here this evening. While we wait for those calls, why don't we... We should have just gave them to Pete. What's up, Paul? I know. We got, a, got, we got a question here coming from Dante here. All right? Let's see if that mic works there, Dante. Is that mic working? That's working, yeah. What's up? Yeah, I got a, I got a what's up, man. What's up with a uh, state recruit out of Detroit for football? Talking about um, the little Eric, rapist? Eric Not. Well, hey, it's all alleged, alleged right now. Rapist. you got to remember that. He hasn't been convicted of anything there, Dante. Yes. Allegedly recruited. Okay. Now, what do you think they ought to do? I, actually, personally, what's the status on that? What? Well, the status is they've, they've held a scholarship to the side. Okay? They didn't give it to him. All right? Michigan State can't comment on it because they can't comment on any recruits unless they are actually signed. But what they, they haven't given him the, the uh, scholarship. They're waiting to see what happens in the trial. If he's innocent, why shouldn't he get it? Oh, of course. Okay. Uh, I guess, uh, did Miami also have a, uh, want this guy out of Detroit? 
That seems to be what was in the press, yes. Did they withdraw their... Well, Miami, you know, that uh, school of high morals down there. But yes, they, they in <laughs> print said saying... they did withdraw, but I don't think he was ever going to Miami. I think he's going to Michigan State all along. Well, Michigan wants him to. I guess they haven't withdrawn their uh, interest in him. Michigan's probably, or Miami's probably just tired of dealing with it. Right. Well, the disturbing thing, obviously, is the fact that this happened. And supposedly, the head coach down there at his high school knew about this all along. Never really clued uh, the Michigan State coaching staff in on all the details. At least this is what we get in print and what we've read about. Though Nick Saban says that he was aware of it and Bobby Williams was aware of it. I guess it's just whoever you believe. What do you? What would you do as a head coach there, Don? Well, Ted, I guess that's kind of what the the what's up question is that I have for you tonight. Is well, what is the status? Status on, is on, on this guy's uh, alleged criminal record. Have you have you done any research at all? Sure. I mean, you're, you're you're pro Spartan, right? Always pro Spartan, pro Michigan. I'm pro both. What do you want to know? Are you keeping up on this? He's a highly recruited guy. That's my question. What's up with that? The status is they've held back one scholarship, and it's for him if he clears the court. You know a deadline? Uh, I believe he goes to trial sometime in late March. Yeah, go ahead, Bart. Speaking of scholarships, you guys hear about Jonathan Cologne, didn't you? Jonathan Cologne. Are you talking about the basketball player for UCLA? No, no, no. That's uh, Jaron uh, Ross or whatever his name is. Okay, what's... Jonathan it? Cologne is uh, a, a two-way athlete. Uh-huh. Yeah, he uh, committed to uh, both Florida and Miami yesterday. Oh, I did see that. And uh, what? which one did he commit to first? Uh, he committed to Miami first. And that's the one that they're saying that... Uh, should override the second one, right? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I don't know how he's going to do that. <laughs> That's going to be interesting for sure. Six foot seven, three hundred pounds. Wow. 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 But uh, yeah, he committed to uh, committed to Miami, and a couple hours later, decided he was going to play at Florida. Unbelievable. Who who's advising these kids? I don't know. It's just you know, I think I think the brick problem, and I, you might agree with this, is education. These kids, oh, yeah. they got to be educated. Come on. You know, every youngster needs to be brought up right in some sort of school system that will teach them how to deal with the real world, and that's the problem with society. Or at least, yeah, at least say, okay, you can only go, you can only pick one. Right. You know, you know we can we'll work <laughs> on the values later. We're just going to work on simple logic and intelligence this hour. That's pretty simple math. You can math. only pick one. Pretty simple math. All right, hey, go ahead, Don. You got one final thing here? Yeah, I've got another question. Jumping off football, uh, jump back into hoops. Yeah. Spartan hoops, of course. I, I speak nothing but, but Spartan who's here. Yeah. What's your uh, predictions on state standings I think in Michigan, this tournament? Well, Where I do think you think they'll be seeded? You think we have a two seed? I mean, it's early in the season. It's, it's ready to predict. Mateen just came back. I think they'll for sure be a two seed unless they really falter, and I think that they have a good shot still to possibly get a number one seed. If they if they run the table and win the Big Ten tournament, they're looking at a number one seed. What do you, how do you see that, Bart? Well, you say that if they run the table, they're looking at a number one seed, but uh, 
you know, you got to look at Cincinnati's going to be a number well, one. Well, Cincinnati's team. locked. Okay, Stanford, I think, is locked. Mm, probably. Okay, uh... Where's Michigan State ranked Michigan right now? Michigan State is what, about eighth in the country eighth, right I now? Eighth, I believe. Yeah, and they pick up a win against UConn. That moves them up to what, yeah. six probably? Yeah, if they, if, they beat, uh, if they beat Connecticut, that's going to be a big sign as far as their seedings go. Mm-hmm. You know, but there's, it's so hard to say right now because Duke's looking real good. Oh, they're on a little bit of a roll too, yeah. You know, and, But is there uh, a big difference between a one and a two now that you look at it too? If, you, if they do get a number two seed, let's say they get a number two seed and can play... Uh, well, isn't, isn't there uh, one of the regionals in uh, Auburn Hills? Is it? I think. I think so. Yeah, I don't know if... Uh, I think you've got to be from either Duke or North Carolina to play in your home state. <laughs> I think that's the way it works. I don't think anybody else gets that kind of prop. What do you think, Don? Well, I, I definitely take nothing away from Duke or, Duke or North Carolina, but... Uh, Coach K. Coach K from Duke, he's... Uh, He's actually a coach. Michigan State has is, is definitely got a uh, quality, experienced team in the playoffs. I'm hearing a big buzz. That's okay. Here. I got you to take care yeah, of it. I think that State can, uh, you know, quite possibly run the table. I just don't know if they're going to get a number one seed. Well, if they run the table, do you think they will? I think if they run the table, it's a possibility. But, you know, you got to... You got to knock off teams like Connecticut too. It's not just winning the conference. Well, I agree with that. Now they have picked up some pretty good non-conference wins, haven't they? Absolutely. And I, I don't care if they're one or a two seed, Don. They're winning it Latine all, baby. Mateen Cleese came in late. He came in late. The season for Michigan State did not start until Mateen Cleese came back. I kind of agree Mopey, with Mopi. Did an excellent job carrying the team until until the leader came back. When, when the leader came, when when the leader comes back. He has to find his new role as a player in the team, not being the leader, but being whatever Mateen needs him to be. The team did not start their season until Mateen came back. Bottom line. Well, yeah. I and, hear that. And he's back playing 100% right now, and I think you'll both agree with this back. If they don't get Chappelle playing good ball and getting out of the funk he's in, and they've got to get Jason Richardson back healthy. You get those two guys playing up to speed, and then they got some depth coming off the bench with Anna Gagne. I think then they got it, all Mateen the tools Cleves, ready. Mateen Cleaves is a headbanger. He's a headbanger. The guy was down in the football field during the regular season without a helmet, headbanging football players with helmets on, pumping them up with oh, a cast on his leg. He could have helped the guy is all hard, and the guy can play some ball. He's not a pure shooter. He creates plays. He pumps up a team. He's a leader of the team. They respect him. He's good. There's no question about it. Do you think uh, they're going to beat UConn tomorrow? That's uh, if they do, if we do, which I hope we do, and I really feel we can do it. It's going to be a close game. All right. What do you think? It's going to be a tournament type game. It's going to definitely be a tournament type atmosphere with uh, Dick Enberg, Al McGuire. And Billy Packer, I can't wait to listen to that commentary. It's flashbacks to 1979. Absolutely. Hey, we got a caller on the line. All right, Dante, give me a quick pick on the Pro Bowl. What's the total points going to be? It's going to be 27. 27. Low scoring. And who's going to win, AFC or NFC? It's going to be NFC. All right, brother. Thanks for checking in with us here tonight. What do I win? You win nothing. 
just my utmost respect for not being too sauce tonight. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, we got our good friend Jim from Owasso on the line. All right. Jimmy! Hey, Ted. How you doing? Pretty good. Quickly, let's get... I'm not going to rush you at all, but let's get the... the you pick them off the table here. Total points. Pro uh, Bowl. 42. 42 for Big Jim. AFC or NFC? NFC. All right. What's on your mind tonight, James? 42. 42 for Big Jim. AFC or NFC? NFC. All right. What's on your mind tonight, James? Well, I've been trying to find this Juan Gonzalez story on the Internet, and I can't find it. So so you think Edward J. may be uh, thinking a little bit too much about, uh, you know, the Rat Pack? Uh, maybe he's privy to some inside information. Right. I don't know. you got to give me the right answer. you got to say darn tootin'. Oh, yeah, right. Darn tootin'. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got for us, Jim? So it's not a done deal from what you can see? Uh, not yet. They, he's hiding now. What's the deal? Well, he's he's in distraught after another divorce. Well, that, that, that'll do <laughs> he it. He should be used to it by now. Right. He's trying to find ways to hide that $140 million from all his oh, wives. Man. I think that's how hey, he... You know how you do it. That's his dating strategy. You know how you do it, don't you? You kill her. <laughs> Have her killed, yeah. Get Ray Carruth and the boys and... The Ray. Oh, God, I can't over. believe I just said that. <laughs> I can. Okay. What else? Um, uh, I heard the Lions cut Ron Rivers. Ron Rivers and Greg Hill. Oh, well, Greg not Hill. All. That's not all. That's not all. What's what's left? What's what else? Yeah. What else? Oh, they got uh, a couple other guys that ain't coming back. Oh, I heard Johnny Bailey. Bailey's gone. Wow. Uh, JB Brown, Dwayne Harper. You know, Bailey kind of surprises me. He seemed yeah. like the only guy who could cover anyone. He played. Yeah. He well, they're expecting that Abrams is going to be healthy. Oh boy. Yeah. Why didn't they dump uh, Westbrook? <laughs> I cut the cut cut his salary right oh, off the man. top, man. You know, I have heard the Sign same him rumors. Up with Vince McMahon. I heard those rumors that you were saying like five months ago is move him to safety because they're talking about uh, Carrier not coming back. Hey guys, think about this, okay? Think about uh, a guy like Westbrook. Right. In all seriousness, okay, the guy. The scouting report on him all the way back to college was that he, he liked to hit more than cover. He's out of position. He's there. out of position. Well, on top of that, he gets called for all kinds of pass interference. He likes the contact. Vince McMahon should be all over this guy. And he may be. He may be. This is a premier player in the XFL. I think so. You know, who else might make a comeback? LT. Oh, man. <laughs> just just thinking a movie about star? that. Just thinking about LT making a comeback. I'd love to see it. You know, he might be a commentator. You can chalk that down right now. Oh, man. I think so. I wonder who they're going to have doing that stuff. You know I mean? Are they going to have wrestling-style people doing it? Or? Absolutely. I'm hoping. I'm oh, hoping. there's no doubt. Think about this. Think about if you had maybe The Rock. As your color guy. Oh, man. Now, I'm telling you right now, if they've got a guy like The Rock or somebody, you know, of his caliber, The Rock or a Steve Austin, you know, both of those guys. They played, know football. They both played college. The Rock was a uh, was an All-American in Miami. Right. You know, these guys both know the game. They both got the mic skills. People are going to tune in to listen to them. You know, if The Rock's calling everybody on the other team a candy ass or something, just listen to an announcer talk like that. I mean, he's going to raise the he's going to raise LT's bar as far as uh, 
great color work in the world of sports, if you ask me. Oh, I hope we see it, man. I hope we see it. It'll be awesome. That's probably the only way that that league is going to fly is if they've got guys like, uh, you know, The Rock and Austin doing their color. I think they're planning on that, frankly. I really do. Jerry Lawler. Oh, baby. Giggling. Oh! <laughs> you got to have the sable types, too. Oh, absolutely. Those will be the cheerleaders. Oh, you gotta, you got to have the puppies out there. You absolutely. absolutely have to have the puppies. You agree with that, Jim? Oh, 100%. <laughs> what is your take on the XFL? Have you heard much about that? None. That Vince McMahon's starting a football league, man. Pro yeah. football. Well, I barely know who he is. I just don't follow wrestling. He, yeah, he runs the WWF, man. The top thing going in the wrestling world. Wow. They, those boys won't be on roids. <laughs> Not no, at Vince all. McMahon's never had any connection whatsoever to steroids. No, none, none, none whatsoever. What else you got for us there, Jim? Hey, have you guys been down to Detroit lately and seen uh, the Barry Sanders mural that's on that building? That big, giant mural. I heard it's had. coming down. Well, they, they painted over it, and then they put up a little sign, Gone to Canton. Oh, they did? Yeah. Oh, man. That's a good way to do it, I suppose. I know? suppose. I mean, we, let's not forget all the all the hard work that Barry did do for the Lions. It's just a terrible way to, to end his career in Detroit, though. You well, know. Well, I had read today that um, the Lions are going to really go after either James Stewart or Stephen Davis. Both free agents. I heard that too, but like Bart said, uh, Davis is going to get slapped on with the franchise label for for uh, well, Washington. Well, unless that goofy owner there is, is obsessed with Barry Sanders, then you could see some kind of a trade worked out. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. He's, he's a nutcase for that kind of stuff. <laughs> he's a weirdo. He is one weird dude for sure. We're all in agreement on of that. Of course, the Cook family wasn't exactly normal, you know? <laughs> well, Georgia Frontier, Frontier now, as she wants to be called, is, is a little bit loopy, too. Well, a showgirl, you know. She had, uh, well, I'm not going to get too much into it, but just remember how, what's his name? Was it Blumenthal? Keep going. Remember how he died, okay? Yeah. Uh, it was Her kinda... former husband, he drowned, right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> it was just a really weird... Strange circumstances. Real strange circumstances on his death. This is very true. What do you think that, that the Lions should do now? I'm kind of hedging over now to the side. If they can get something for Barry, let's do it. Yeah, go ahead. Do it now. Strengthen well, the team. That was part of that story today, saying Ross asked for permission to trade him if yeah. they can do it. Yeah, I did get something off the USA Internet today somewhere here. Let me shuffle through here and see what I have on there. It says he's kind of softened his stance a little bit, but it would have to be, you know, the, the, the two the two wills would have to both uh, okay the deal. Right. Which makes sense, I guess. Oh, yeah. sure. But where do you send him? Because... Send him wherever you can send him for the I'll most dough. Miami's got some room for him. Yeah, but they don't what. have anything to give us. And that's true. Knowing Detroit, you know, and knowing Cecil their front the office, knowing their front office, he's going to end up right in the NFC Central. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're right. 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 We'll be chasing him for the next ten years. <laughs> I don't know. Two games a year. A sad situation, that's for sure. You follow college or recruiting very much, Jim? Just some. Yeah, it sounds like Michigan State had a tremendous class, and I want to say salute to uh, the Spartans for signing uh, Montrose Rams uh, lineman Greg Yaster. He, I think he's going to be a solid player for him uh, before his career is over. Joe Ballard of Chesonine signed a letter of intent to play for Central Michigan. And, man, I'll tell you, the Wolverines got a keeper in this Jermaine Gonzalez for uh, Orchard Lake St. Mary. This kid can play. What position does he play? Well, he played quarterback in high school. And but defensive back? 
Yeah, he could probably play defensive back or he could probably play wide receiver. He's got some real quicks. Was he the 100-meter champion? Uh, could be. I don't know that for sure. I know they had a real fast wide receiver who was a standout on the basketball court, too. But, uh, you know, he's the real deal. Uh, you know, both Michigan and Michigan State are right there. State, according to most, uh, most people that follow the recruiting trails, State came up with a top ten recruiting class. That's great for Bobby Williams. You know, Spartans are really on a, on a definite roll now in football and basketball. They are. You're yeah. going to see some top ten teams in this state, two top ten teams you know, in football for the next few years. No question. The, the big question now is, is Drew Henson coming back? I have, what have you heard? Uh, you know, I, I've, it's been kind of quiet. Well, last I heard was, uh, you know, during the whole Orange Bowl thing, and it, he made it it made it sound to me like, you know, he, he realized that that was the best move to be made, not only for him, but for the team. And he's looking forward to playing football for two years. But, you know, palling around with Derek Jeter, I, that, that's the only influence that I'm thinking might not bring him back. But I think he's going to be back this year. I, I hope so. I hope so. They'll, they'll be solid again, you know. They've got Thomas coming back. They've got uh, Huggy Bear's son coming back off that leg About injury. Time. Yeah, yeah, no kidding, because they missed Vargas' speed this they year do. in a big way. I don't know nothing about nothing. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing about nothing. What, 50 bucks? Okay. Right on the street is that he's down with a pimp named Silky. <laughs> Starsky and Hutch talk. That we had to slide that in here tonight. You gotta believe that in this kind of show. <laughs> Anything else you got for us there, Jimbo? Oh, that's about it. All right, man. Uh, always good talking some football with you, brother. Okay. All right, we'll see you later. Yep. See ya. Hey, bye, Jim. Bye. Yeah. You don't want those tough man seats, huh? I, I got to work that day. Oh, do you? Sorry. I do too, man. I'm trying to figure out how I'm gonna get out of that. I'll tell you what. Hey, I'm going to the Piston game. You guys gave me the tickets for the ninth on Tuesday. I think it is. Oh yeah. Sweet. So. Sweet. I'm the that week. That's a Wednesday. Wednesday, right. Yeah, who are they playing? Is Toronto. Insanity. Oh, man. Insanity. Yeah. yeah you're going to see a great treat there, and there'll be a pretty much full house down there for that game. I think right so. There. I His think cousin's so. a hell of a player, too, for that team. Yeah. Who's that, McCready? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, there's, I heard talk that he may end up going to the Bulls. You know, the Bulls are starting to shave down some more salary cap room, and I don't know what the, what the Grant Hill situation is going to end up like. You know, Tim Duncan may move out of San Antonio. depends what happens this year. It's going to be a lot of interesting movement coming up in the next NBA season for anybody that cares about the NBA. There you have it. All right? All righty. All right, Jim. All right, see you guys later. Thanks, brother. Bye. 517-729-1925. 25 minutes to go here in this sports fest. We like to call the Friday Night Sports Forum. I am Ted the Sports Guy here at uh, Chip's Place. And uh, why don't you give us a call? We're going to take a short pause. And we're even going to let you get some of the sports takes from Tim the Intern coming up after the break. We'll go up the top rope as well. We'll do it. Ruthie's Laundry and Dry Cleaning has a location just about anywhere you might need them. Downtown Owasso, Perry, and now at 110 North Saginaw in Durant. Need more? They've got convenient pickup and drop-off locations in Corona, Perry, Owasso, Langsburg, Elsie, Durand, and Ovid. Call the dry cleaning number 517-725-5990 for details. Ruthie's gives you old-fashioned quality service with up-to-date technology. The old days of crisp, clean, pressed, perfectly dry cleaning can be yours again with Ruthie's. They're open 7 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. on Saturday. Find out which location is convenient for you by calling the dry cleaning number 517-725-5990. 
Ruthie's Laundry and Dry Cleaning, Bob and Ruth Marks, owners, the marks of excellence. Oh, have we got a show for you today. It's time again to play Who Wants to Be Right. We've had a tough go of it lately, but I think that our contestants are learning more about the benefits of shopping at Burlington Sofa and Mattress Factory. Having said that, let's play Who Wants to Be Right. Today we're here with Horace from Morris. Horace, let's get started. All right. Now, Horace, you're a contractor, correct? Yeah, that's, uh, I build things. Well, let's see then if we can help you build a big stack of prizes from Burlington. Okay. <laughs> For the best deal, on sofas, you should shop A, the house of high-pressure salespeople, B, the village of market up 30%, then market down 25 during a sale, or C, Burlington Sofa and Mattress Factory. It's C. That's right. You've just won yourself a wall hanging. Horace, here's your next question. For the best selection and prices on bedding, you should make your purchase at A, Bill's Furniture Store featuring two styles, soft and firm, B, Burlington Sofa and Mattress Factory, or C, the Timbuktu Mattress Company. We make our mattresses in the back of our store because we know more about the mattresses than the industry leaders. Think about it, Horace. We'll get your answer right after the break on Who Wants to Be Right? At Harrelson Chevrolet, we treat you like royalty because of your loyalty. Attention GM vehicle owners. Harrelson Chevrolet and General Motors appreciate your loyalty to their product. So if you own or are leasing a GM vehicle and you're ready for a new one, here are your GM loyalty reward choices. A $500 extra loyalty bonus money or a 36,000-mile three-year smart care package or a 60-month or 60,000-mile major guard warranty. You do not have to be a GM employee to receive these rewards. You simply need to own or be leasing any GM vehicle. And you do not have to wait for your certificate to come in the mail. Simply bring your title, registration, or lease papers to Harrelson for immediate response. With rebates and now GM loyalty rewards, there simply is no better time to buy or lease that new GM vehicle from Harrelson Chevrolet. Top dollar for trade-ins, too, at Harrelson Chevrolet, 1108 East M21, Owasso. At Harrelson Chevrolet, we treat you like royalty because of your loyalty. We're back on Who Wants to Be Right, and Horace, I need to know what your answer is. It's got to be B, Burlington. They have Sealy, Serta, and Stearns and Foster. It doesn't get any better than that. I'm going to go with B. Feel good about that answer? Yes, yeah, I do. Confident? Yes, I'm confident. Final answer? Yeah, uh, that's my final answer. You've won again, Horace! And you out there tuning in will be a winner if you, too, shop at Burlington Sofa and Mattress Factory. Best selection, best prices, and great customer service. G'day, listeners. This is Craig from Burlington. Discover the wonderful world of Burlington. We're looking forward to serving you, and stay tuned for another episode of... Who Wants to Be Right? Yeah, another sports forum here, and we've got plenty of open line for you now at 517-729-1925. I am Ted, the sports guy. we got the Bartman at the studio. We also have Tim, the intern, going to get a little air time, and we're going to get our next call here at 729-1925. But first, I want to talk. Hanging on the line. Hold on for one second. I've got a lovely young lady here that wants to talk with me. What's your name? Leah Thomas. Hi there, Leah. Where are you from? 
Oh, I saw. Okay. used to be on Caroline in the City. Do used to be on Caroline in the City? No, that's Leah Thompson. Okay. 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 Bart Almost so. All right. Now, uh, first of all, tell us who's going to win the uh, Pro Bowl, the NFC or the AFC? The NFC. All right. What's the total points in that game going to be? 37. All right. I'm going to set you up with some uh, Detroit Viper tickets here. First of all, I want to ask you, what's your uh, favorite sport, <laughs> Leah? Um, I have two. Okay. One is tennis and two is basketball. All right. I'll make it very simple for you. Who are your favorite players in basketball of all time? Basketball, Joe Dumars Joe and Isaiah D. Thomas. Ah, couple of the bad boys. Yeah. you got to like that. That was a great team, wasn't it? Definitely. How about in tennis? Andre Agassi. Well, let me ask you the question that all the females out there in America <laughs> want to know. You like him with the short hair or the long, flowing locks? Actually, I like him with the long hair. I'm not a long-haired kind of girl, but I like his long hair. Now, what do you think about his deal there with Steffi Graf, huh? Is that going to last? Nope. Nope. Not, are they ever going to get married? Nope. Just having a little fling? Yep. All right, nothing wrong with that. Not a bad tennis partner, though, to hit balls back and forth with, is it? Not at all. All right, well, listen. Appreciate you coming and talking to the sports guy. And I think some... we all know how painful that can be. Absolutely. There's some uh, tickets for the Detroit Vipers and uh, the Orlando Solar Bears. Tell everybody what radio station has made you a winner. Z92.5 The Cast. a girl. All right, thanks, Leah. Appreciate it. All right, who's on the line now there, Bart? Uh, before we get to that, just real quick, speaking of Andre Agassi, I was watching some highlights of the Davis Cup. He was playing, was it Wayne Black, I think? I can't remember which black it was. A 20-second rally, and they were making a big deal about it on ESPN. This actually went for 20 seconds like this was just, you know, a battle for the ages. That is forever in the men's side, isn't it? the men's side, yeah. Pathetic sport that is men's tennis. Oh, it is. And All right. How about the America's Cup there, Tim? What do you think? Who you Tim, huh? America's Cup. Yeah. You're, you're a big America's Cup fan, aren't you? Oh, yeah. You I'm a huge fan. I love it. I now, know. first of all, do you know what uh, America's Cup is? Yeah, it's a bunch of guys paddling both. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you pulling for, USA or Italy here in this challenge match? I'm going to have to stick with USA. In fact, I think the USA could have clinched the challenge today if they would have won over Italy. We'll see what happens there. The winner of that one takes on New Zealand. You'll see. <laughs> yes. I'll sleep through that. Hey, we got a caller on the line. We got uh, Chris from Owasso. Chris. Ted, first of all, when you get a good call, don't put them on hold for so long. Oh, sorry, man. But we didn't I, know who it was. We know it's local, so hey, you, you gotta, can deal with it. you got to tell Tim the intern that it's Chris McMillan. <laughs> yeah, no. Let him hey. know. I gotta let you in on some inside scoop here. Yes, do it. Channel Six, team yeah. of the week, Corona Cavaliers. Hey, how about that? Did they have the head coach on on uh, the camera? Oh, they had him on a, too much of a close up. Was it glowing or? Oh, was it was glowing, man. A shine? Yes. <laughs> and then get this. Yeah. They also had his brother on there for a while too. What? Oh my God! They had you on camera, Ted. How did they do that? Your head was down too. Really? <laughs> wow! Well, I should have stood up and took a bow. Yeah, they had, they had you on. They, I don't know. They said you were the sports guru of Shawasi County. You're kidding me. You and Ackley got something going on. All huh? right, David. Way to take care of the sports guy. Anybody out there got a copy of that tape? I definitely want to see that well, one. Unfortunately, I wasn't taping it. Oh, bummer. And if I was, I would have burned it. Oh, did, you mean you didn't get any airtime? No. Oh, well, that's well-deserved. I'm telling you. There you go. Hey, 
I know you are a sports guru yourself, man. <laughs> Let's start with the Tigers. Yeah. Oh, my God. You're going to ask me questions? Yeah. Okay. Darn tootin' we are. Darn, Here we go. Darn tootin', buddy. Lay it on the line. What about the Tigers? What about them? Can they contend? Contend? Never. Darn tootin'. Never contend. They got no pitches. Nobody on the hill. They'll smack the ball around, though. Yeah. Did you hear anything on uh, on Gonzalez? Did he sign today? No. He's still frolicking on the beach. All right. And, uh, <laughs> and who really cares, Ted? All right. They're never going to compete. Uh, I'm so sick of professional sports. I mean, if it ended tomorrow, I wouldn't miss it. I really would not miss any professional sports that ended tomorrow. No, I'm telling you, I'm tending to agree with you the way these guys behave off the field especially. What do you think also about the, the big college basketball game tomorrow? UConn, Elamine taking on Mateen Cleaves and the Spartans. You got uh, Enberg, you got Packer, you got Al McGuire. That's uh, the story there tomorrow. Oh, Who cares man. about Michigan State and Connecticut in February? <laughs> Let's see them next month, in the middle of the month, you know. You think Spartans can do it? Oh, yeah, they probably can beat them, but I mean, it doesn't mean anything. No, I don't mean that game. I mean, do you think they can win it all? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and what, what in your uh, vast knowledge of basketball... <laughs> What do you think is the key for the Spartans to uh, to win it all? <laughs> Solid bench play, great coaching, outscoring your opponents, buddy. Is that the key? That's the That's key, the man. Keys Every of the game. game. All right. Score one more point, your opponent. Also, I want to get want to get your take on the Super Bowl, there, big guy. What yes, What do you think about that game? I thought it was great. I watched the whole thing. Great matchup. It didn't bother you a bit, did it, to see a couple teams, maybe not big market teams, go at it? No, it doesn't matter. Who, however you get there, you know you got to get there. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters, Dad. Am I getting too deep for you right oh, now? Oh, no, no. I'm following you all along. You know, I'm feeling pretty good now that, uh, you know, Dave Ackerley and the boys over there took care of me. Yeah, they had you on there for a long time. Well, by golly, I wish I wouldn't have wore a hat tonight. <laughs> Should have showed off those long locks. No, you looked all right. You had more hair than your younger brother. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of that, uh, some of your your impressions of the Cavaliers this season, especially in the last three weeks or so. Hey, it's the most exciting front end team I've seen since '83. Tell you what, they're playing some good ball, and they're young, and they're aggressive, and they're all over the court. They play a great brand of basketball, don't they? Right they now, they do up and down the court, just like the old Hazlitt team used to do in the in the '80s. Full court press and shoot the ball. you got to love that style. Hey, uh, back to college basketball for one moment. Have you been following the Jamal Crawford thing at all for Michigan? Well, yeah, they just had a, a breakthrough uh, story on that tonight, too. Fill us in. He's suspended for six more games. Because of what happened? Yeah, he's done through February. Oh, my goodness. So Michigan's pretty much done for the NCAA. Probably. Probably. That's uh, that's shocking. And what was the, uh, the ultimate uh, reasoning? Well, I didn't, I mean, I, well, I wasn't paying too much attention to the details. I just know he's out for the next six games. Uh-huh. You know, it's late on a Friday night. I understand. My wife's drinking, you know, so <laughs> i got to take care of her. <laughs> <laughs> One other final question for yes, you sir. so you can take care of business there at home, big guy. Yeah. How do you rate the America's Cup? I mean, uh, you know, <laughs> how, do you what? See, how do you see the America's Cup shaken down? Is that yachting? That's yachting. You know, something I know you're you're big time at in the oh, summertime. Oh, God, that's not a manly sport. Ted. I can't talk about that. Is that a sport? No, Bobby Knight told me it wasn't. Then I go <laughs> along with you on that one. <laughs> All right. Buddy. All right. Hey, big fella, yes, let, me, let me let you in the you pick em contest. Total points in the uh, Pro Bowl. Um, 
14. 14. <laughs> no, that's a Pro Bowl, not the NHL game. All right, who's going to win, the AFC or the NFC? Um, NFC. All right, big guy. All right. Take care of Mama. I'm, a, I'm a, an employee of the station, though. That's okay. I'm just putting you down for funsies. Okay. See you later. See you, Ted. Bye-bye. <laughs> Chris McMillan, color commentator extraordinaire, right here on the castle, folks. Having some fun tonight. 517-729-1925. Yeah, you can tell the Macker had a few Frosties in him. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. He's not driving anywhere. He's camped out in front of that TV in his boxer shorts. Watching I can tell. Channel 6. Watching Channel 6. I got to see that now. Hopefully somebody has taped that tonight. I'm hoping my brother John did at least because he knew he had airtime coming. Team of the week, the Corona Cavaliers. Got to like that. 517-729-1925. And, hey, for all you wrestling fans out there, we'll let you get off the top rope right now. Is, uh, is uh, Tim the intern hanging right there handy? Yeah. Tim, do you watch wrestling at all? Of course. I love wrestling. Now, are you a WWF or WCW guy? Let's start there. WWF. And all who, the way. Who's your man? Who's my man? I like The Rock, actually. Not a bad choice there. The guy can wrestle. He can work the mic. And he can talk some smack. Absolutely. He's got the game, doesn't he? Oh, yeah. The Rock is the next Ric Flair. <laughs> and what is, what's up with Ric Flair, anyway? I heard he was running for office or something last I heard. Last I heard, he was running for, uh, he was going to run for governor. I guess he was on uh, Regis and Kathy Lee and announced his, uh, announced his candidacy. And now I guess, I guess he's back in WCW. I haven't seen WCW in the past couple of weeks. But I guess he's back there, too. I don't know what's going on. I know that... Uh, Rick Flair wanted out of WCW. He's been wanting out for years. And he was trying to get released because he wants to, he wants to work a program with The Rock over in the WWF. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's his big thing is he wants to work a program with The Rock. And I think that is just incredible to have both of those guys, you know, in any kind of event. Mm -hmm. I don't know what's going on. I just know that uh, if, if he ever gets elected, you know, you guys both know that Carolina is horseman country. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what's going on with, with the Nature Boy, but uh, he's still my hero. Nature. I, just, I gotta start watching WCW again. I just I've gotten so tired of it because it's just so boring. Right. And they lost. They lost big time. They lost out on uh, Eddie Guerrero, Chris Benoit, um, Dean Malenko, and Perry Saturn all left and showed up at uh, WWF Monday night. So I don't know. It's just bad bad times for uh, the WCW. What's up with this other... Did you get a chance to tune in or find out anything at all about what Jerry was filling us oh, in that, on in last week? That WXO? Yeah. I haven't get, gotten a chance to see it yet because I don't think it's available on any of the channels I get. Uh-huh. Um, I have talked to a couple of people about it, though. It is a national... Allegedly a national promotion. It's not a regional promotion. It's supposed to be nationwide. What network's carrying it? I think it's just syndicated. Syndicated, okay. Actually, I believe it's Fox Network that's carrying it. Mm, I don't. I think it was. It was on Fox 66, but yeah. I think it's syndicated. I'm not sure about that. I'll have to check my uh, my Fox programming. But you know, I've already went on and on about my Fox station and how much I hate them. Well, at least you have one. Well, I guess we have one too. Well, you but have a Fox station, yeah, but we don't have a UPN station. I do. No, no, sh no Thursday night, whatever it's called, Smackdown. Smackdown. Well, I'll tell you what, I'll make a deal with you, Ted. Then what's that going to be? I'll start taping Smackdown for you if you tape that WXO for me. I think it's on Sunday night. I'll see what I can do for you're you. Getting, on there. You're obviously getting the better end of the deal because let's face it, this WXO sounds pretty sorry. It's not going to cut into my Soprano viewing, is it? Yeah, that's. That's a risk, yeah. I don't, I don't think so. Let's hope not. All right. Not. 
I absolutely would never, never, ever ask anyone to part with the Soprano. No way. Hey, by the way, Tim. Yeah. Are you also an outdoorsman? Uh, kind of. Depends on what you're... Where are you leading this? Well, I'm leading this. In, this is legitimate. I just want to pass. Not road drinking. That's right. I want to pass this on to any of our outdoorsmen out there. We're going to have some tickets to give away to this event coming up. It's the 14th annual Michigan Deer and Turkey Spectacular. Tim, do you hear that? Spectacular. That's set for the Lansing Center in downtown Lansing, February 11th through the 13th. The show features more than 300 exhibit booths of new hunting products and accessories, guides, outfitters from all over North America, seminars, all kinds of things going on there. Anybody out there wants to find out more details, call 1-800-324-3337, or why not hop on the Internet. Almost everybody's Internet access and savvy nowadays. That's at www.deer. I-N, DeerInfo.com. That's at the Lansing Center? At the Lansing Center. I know exactly what that is, Ted. That's the only Sunday all year that Omar's is open. Really? <laughs> well, that's a good reason to get on over to Lansing, then, oh, isn't it? Oh, there you go. I, th I think so. And we're going to have tickets for that great show. So, at Omar's? Uh, uh, right across the street. Okay. At the Lansing Center. For some reason, I happen to know the location. I don't know why. It just jumped uh, into my mind. Uh, well, you know, you do a lot of traveling. I am a traveling man, for sure. Tim, I'm sure, is a traveling man. Travels down from Chesanine every Friday night. Help uh, us out, right? Oh, yeah. What's, go what's going on over in Cheese Rock? I, hear, I see Joe Ballard signed with Central Michigan. Uh, Joe's going to Central. Now, uh, is I, it true that Ryan Brady also has transferred up there? Uh, yeah, from what I hear, he's transferred up to Central. And that's why Joe signed with Central, because he wants to play with Brady again. Fire, from what I hear. Fire up chips. You know, that's where I went to school. And the Chippewas with the, the guy they hired from the University of Michigan going to make their return to Mid-America Conference prominence. How do you like that? I like that a lot. It's my prediction, man. You know, I, I want to go up there someday and get the TV job that Ed Phelps has. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? You want to be seen and heard, right? Exactly. Well, I, I, you know, I, I made my brush with greatness tonight, making it to Channel 6. I'm feeling good. I'm I'm, I feel you. I'm ready to make that next step. You agree? Ed Phelps is your hero, isn't he? Oh, man, Ed. Ed's been around forever. He's a legend. Ed's, you know, <laughs> we had this discussion last week, didn't we? <laughs> yeah, it was off air, though, wasn't it? Was it was off air. I'm just going to say this. Ed Phelps is the Bill Bonds of the Flint market, <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that. There's no question about it. And when it comes to Buick Open coverage, you know, He's only a close second to the Castle coverage of the event, that's for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. But he's right there, big guy. Complimentary coverage is uh, how I choose to describe it. He is right there all the way. All right. Hey, come on, Michigan. you got about five minutes to hop on board and make some final thoughts here on the program tonight. You know, we'll let you go off the top rope. We know that there's some people out there that knows what's going on in the world of wrestling. I'd like to know what the storyline is currently going on at WWF. Do you know what's going on there, Bart? Oh, yeah. What, what's going on right now? Uh, not a whole heck of a lot. Triple H is, of course, the uh, WWF champion, The Rock. Still allegedly married to Vince's daughter? Triple H is, yeah. Okay. Yeah, the McMahon-Helmsley era. I got you. I didn't see SmackDown Thursday, so I have no idea what's going on between uh, The Rock and The Big Show, but... Uh, the, as far as I know, The Rock is still going into WrestleMania as the number one contender. I don't know what's and, going on. And by the way, did anybody out there in the listening area maybe see the halftime show put on by the WWF? 
I heard there really wasn't much to it. I did see a little bit of it where they had a bikini contest. Yeah, that was from the pay-per-view the week before. And some old lady got out there and showed oh, everything, man. Showing the puppies, Mae Young. What's her name? Mae Young. Is she like a former wrestling legend? Yeah. Ah. I Back used... in, you know, the Eisenhower administration. Gotcha. Well, yeah. You could tell that. Yeah. You know, they had, the, they had the black spot there conveniently placed, thank goodness. It reminded oh, me man. of Tanya Harding because I did watch a little bit of the... Uh, expose on figure skating the other night. Did you catch that? No. Oh, was that on HBO? It was a Fox special. Oh, not the uh, HBO diary or whatever it was. No. Figure skater this was one like of those that. great Fox compilations. Oh, okay. Of, uh, when figure skaters attack? Pretty similar. You know, pretty similar. I forget what the exact title was, but uh, they had a few stories in figure skating. They had, of course, the, uh, the skin uh, segment on uh, Katarina Vitt. And, oh, yeah. and Tanya Harding's, uh, you know, wedding video. Oh, yeah. Always good viewing. And a few other uh, features on anorexia and bulimia and all you know, those type of things. Uh, Christopher Bowman, you know, he went down in the trash for a while and got his way back out of the homeless situation he was in. It was very, very Who's enlightening. Christopher Bowman? That name sounds familiar. Used to be one of the big-time uh, men skaters. He Not wore... related to Scotty. No. Yeah. Scotty probably can put him under the table in his See, skating ability. As far as I'm concerned, I just... I have no interest in watching men on skates unless they got a stick in their hand. I tend to agree I with you there. I can't, really watch agree. The, I can't really watch the female skaters for that long either, to tell you the truth. I mean, Olympics are kind of cool. It, it's kind of cool at times, but I mean, I'd much rather watch Olympic hockey, even though you know they kind of screwed us out of that last year or two years ago. Yeah, it was. they messed us up with that, and, you know, and then they went to that uh, shootout thing that you yeah. hate. I well, I'm not a big fan of the shootout. Hey, Cost Canada. There's a call coming in, and we're going to take it live. And we're going to take it live. Show Tim how it's done live. This is Gonzo Radio right here. Don't tell your advisor about this. Hey, you're on the sports forum. Who's this? This is Pat from May Pat from Park Street. Pat. Oh, from Park Avenue. Exactly. Park you, Avenue, Pat. You got it. What's going on? A little, Park Avenue. A little for my homies who ain't here. All right. Well, hey, hey, you know, I, I stopped watching... Uh, I stopped watching the uh, the male figure skating when they started giving the awards to the macho guys. <laughs> Took for what's his name, Ruby Galindo? Yeah. Yeah, he, he said that uh, they they were giving the uh, awards to the uh, conservative macho types. I don't know. I don't know where where they were doing that. I don't know. It's kind of kind of throws the whole scheme out, doesn't it? It confuses matters. I mean, it's just marvelous. <laughs> Darn tootin'. Darn tootin'. What else you got there, Pat? What's uh, going on in your life, big guy? Uh, teaching, recording, and all that good stuff. Oh, all that same humdrum stuff, huh? Yep, yep, uh, yep, yep. Same old, same old. What's new in the boxing world? Uh, absolutely nothing. I, there's not one thing I care about right now. Mike Tyson, big guy, looked pretty good. Dumped him five times. Uh, telling you what. Yeah, but you also got to remember, though, the guy who's the British heavyweight champion, okay? Yeah. That's true. The, be the, best, the best British heavyweight champion of all time was Frank Bruno. What does that tell you? Still, it's one more step in Mike Tyson's return to the world championship. Yeah, well. At least, a, at least an appearance in a world championship bout. Don't you think it's down on the he, horizon he, if he, he stays he, out of trouble? He still hasn't fought anybody. I know, but he's still the marquee guy. Bart, you agree with that, oh, don't you? Absolutely. I mean, you got you to gotta just know that Tyson uh, Lewis is right down there. About road. a year away, wouldn't you say? I don't even think, well, probably about November or December, yeah. Okay. And that will be huge. Lu Lewis?
Lewis, Lewis will wipe the mat with him. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. I mean, Lennox Lewis will, will, you know, Mike Tyson has never been hit that hard. Well, let me tell you both something, you know, and you've watched pro boxing and heavyweight boxing for a long time, and, you know, it is a cliche, but, hey, it only takes one punch. If Tyson can connect, anything can happen, man. Yeah, but you got to realize, you know, when he fights somebody as tall as, as Lennox Lewis, every time he throws that big right or that big left, his feet leave the ground. True. Mike Tyson, he comes off the ground, you know, he crouches down and comes up with his punches, and every time uh, he comes with a roundhouse right or left, both his feet are off the ground. Well, let me tell you, that's I watched... Why, that's why I always said that. I, I always, honest to God, thought that George Foreman, even as an old man, could beat Tyson, because Tyson had threw a punch, and Foreman could knock him right off balance with anything. I will say this. I watched Rocky. The original Rocky last mm -hmm. weekend. It was on, right. you know, one of those Super Bowl counter-programming right. things. Right, right. I haven't seen that in a long time. And I think Tyson's key to beating Lewis, and he, he, he showed some of it in that bout against the guy from England there. Kill him with the body, baby. Oh, yeah, of course. And, and Tyson, Hey, guys. Yes. I hate to speed this along. I don't know what the deal is. You know, we get shut out all night, and all of a sudden the phones are ringing in. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take one more call and get out of here. I hate to shut you down, Pat, but we... Got to start calling earlier, man. Give me the total points on the Pro Bowl, Pat. Oh, total points, uh, 48. And who's going to win? Uh, AFC, NFC? NFC. All right, my man. We'll talk to you later. See ya. Thanks for the call. Who's going to be the last call here on okay, this Friday this Night Sports Okay, going to be a quick form? call because i got to get bailing out of here. we got uh, Greg from Owasso on the line. Hey, Greg. Hey, Ted, old buddy. How are you? Doing good. How you doing? Well, I'm doing okay, except I've been trying to call all the, all the way home from the uh, Chippewa Reservation. but How'd you do? Uh, I lost uh, $10. That's not bad. Well, I was ahead a little bit. Yeah? But Chubb uh, and I are on our way home from refereeing in Mount Plaza. Right. And we waited at the casino to listen to the scores on the way home. Right. We've been on the... We've been listening for an hour. Right. We haven't heard one score. I got two for you. Yeah. A only? I got two only, man. All right. Well, let's hear them. Owasso beat Greenville. Yeah. 91 to 79. 91? Wow. 25 first quarter points. Eric Cameron had 31. Great. Robert Valasek, 20. Very good. And in the battle for the B division, yeah. it was Corona over Ovid Elsie, 64 46. Wow. And one more score. Bath over Fowler, uh, 65 to 58. One more, one more score. Mount Pleasant 57, Alma 51 range. Okay. We, we didn't. We don't know for sure, but that was close to the end of the score. You did the JV game. Oh, uh, and I did the varsity game. Oh, okay. All right. We're on our way home. But we stopped uh, so I could gamble for an hour, and then we're on our way. Well, you probably didn't hear it either. Uh, Brother John was on TV6 tonight. The Cavaliers were named Team of the Week. Well, we did hear that. Okay. I've been trying to call you, but for some reason, which I'll find out hopefully money, I'm in, under Rome or whatever on my car phone. I, can't, I couldn't get through. Oh, man. So I was, I'm a little pissed. I've been trying for about an hour to call you. You need one of those combination digital and cell phones. Well, I'm going to find out what the hell's the deal here. I'm supposed to be covered in the state of Michigan, so. So you get on them. I will. All right. Anything else cooking? Oh, uh, you didn't talk much about uh, Tiger Woods going for five, six in a row. All right. I knew you'd bring up some golf. Nothing uh, wrong with that. Um, that was one thing that, you know, I read the article yesterday in the paper. Uh, Byron Nelson was kind of rooting for him. Here's a stat for you. Byron Nelson, when he won 11 in a row, he won $30,000. I saw that. Isn't that unbelievable? But did you read the, the article? He, in 30 events that year, 
He won 18 times and finished second seven more times. Wow. In 30 events. Unbelievable. And he probably only won $80,000 for the year. Wow. Hey, I got another. I got another quick question for you. Sure. Okay, the skins game, the senior skins game was on last week. Correct. Would you, do you, and I'm going to maybe bring this up as the question of the week next week. As a golfing fan, would you rather watch the, the classic veterans like they had last week with Arnie and Jack and Watson, you know, and, and Gary Player, or would you rather watch Tiger, Duvall, maybe uh, Sergio Garcia, and maybe one other up-and-coming golfer? What would you rather watch? Well, I would, I would definitely watch the younger guys. Uh-huh. But, I mean... Yeah, I'm, I'm interested in watching all the legends play, too. I mean, they've always been, you know, prominent in my golfing life. I mean, you know, I always like watching Gary Player. I always like watching Jack and Arnie, and Tom Watson's always been a favorite, especially when Jeff London and I used to play golf all together. Right. It was Tom, I was Jack, you know. That's the way we did it, to get better. Wow. So So you were the bear, huh? I was the golden bear, yeah. Does <laughs> <laughs> Chubb want to add anything to this conversation? I hear him there laughing. Uh, he just... Chubb. We'll see what we can do in the future, all right? Okay. <laughs> all right. See you guys. Drive safe. All right, that's going to wrap things up here, folks. Yeah, the thrill is gone. This was a special show here tonight from Chip's Place, that's for Darn sure. Darn tootin'. Darn I want to thank our sponsors, Chip's Place and Sir Pizza. That's our home here tonight. Great crowd here this evening, and uh, you got to stop in here, not just Friday nights, but any day of the week for their great uh, dinner, lunch, and uh, specials that go on all the time. A great wait staff and some of the best food around and some of the best drink specials. They're Oscars, the best around, that's for sure. Also want to thank Harrelson Chevrolet, Remax, Tuffy Auto Service Center, and uh, all the Owasso Neighborhood Cinemas along with our Sportsnet Michigan advertisers. Bartman, any final words? Yeah, just, you know, skills competition tomorrow night. Check it out. Get ready for it. How about you, Tim? Not really, man. All right, you're, you're a thrill a minute, big guy. All right, that'll do it. I'm Ted the Sports Guy. Until next Friday night, I'll be coming to you live from the Railroad City. We're going to be doing the Corona Duran basketball game, 730 next Friday night, followed by another sports forum on the road at the Club Car Lounge, and also Papa Joe's Pizza. That's it, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Keep it locked right where you have it. Z92.5, the castle. Until next time, Ted the Sports Guy saying see ya all later. Stand by for Ted the Sports Guy. Brought to you by Ed Raymond and Sons Clothing in downtown Chesaning. Celebrating 80 years in the business. Well, good morning, everybody, officially. And has everybody recovered from the big Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Yes. Great game. 23-16, to 16, St. Louis over Tennessee. And finally, a real Super Bowl. Amen. What an incredible finish. Mike Jones tackles Kevin Dyson one yard short of the goal line on the last play to give the Rams their first Super Bowl crown. Quarterback Kurt Warner capped his storybook season by winning the game's MVP award. Warner tossed a record 414 yards in the air, two touchdowns, including a 73-yard bomb to Isaac Bruce with two minutes left. 
That game had everything, and I'll tell you, I hope the ratings come in big because it was one entertaining football game. It, it was. was. It was awesome. I, I still thought it would have just I know. He could have got it, Ted. What a tremendous play by the linebacker, Mike Jones, though, huh? Yes, that was. That was. And their quarterback, he broke a record for running yards as well. Yeah, and he almost let him down to that game-tying touchdown. It was just a, tr a fabulous game, I and mean, I wish every game was like that. Me too. There were some other things in sports, though, believe it or not. You're kidding me. No. What else happened? This last weekend, the Australian Open completed. Lindsay Davenport beat number one seed Martina Hingis up to 6175 on Saturday. And on the men's side, Andre Agassi, he started the year out just like he landed last season by winning the Aussie crown over Yevgeny Kapelnikov in uh, that one. Have the America's Cup highlights in yet? Let's see. Uh, nope. Okay, <laughs> in boxing, Mike Tyson knocked down uh, British champion Julius Francis five times and stopped him with a second-round knockout. Also, in other games, it was uh, a couple of NBA games yesterday. Houston beat the Lakers 89-83 in New York down Sacramento 120-111. Latrell Sprewell had 32 and Allen Houston 28. And by the way, we have Pistons and Sacramento uh, tickets that we've been giving away. We're going to have a whole lot of Castle listeners down at the Palace this week. Beautiful. Absolutely. In NHL action, Washington beat Philadelphia 2-0. It was Montreal over Carolina 3-zip. Jose Teodore, he had 23 saves and the shutout in that one. In the other game, Chicago beat Vancouver 3-1. And good news for Canadian forward Trent McCleary. I don't know if you saw this. He nearly died after being hit in the throat by a puck on Saturday. He has a fractured larynx and a collapsed lung but it appears he's going to be out of danger, but a very, very scary thing. He went down on the ice and took the puck full force right into the throat. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he almost died right there at the ring. Oh, that's he's giving it up for the team, but man. Yeah, that was a scary, scary thing. Also in golf, Tom Lehman won the Phoenix Open by one stroke over Robert Allenby, who bogeyed the last hole. Gary Player. Yeah, well. Did you see it? It happened. He choked. <laughs> well, let's get out on the golf course and see how you do, big guy. Bring it on. <laughs> Gary Player won the senior skins game pocketing $220,000, more than rookie Tom Watson. Also in college hoops, UConn beat Seton Hall 66-56. Khalid Elamin had 16 for the Huskies. Oklahoma State beat Baylor 67-51. And it was Virginia over Wake Forest 76 67, Travis Watson at 18 for the Cavaliers. Oh, by the way, Michigan State played yesterday. I'll tell you about that in just a moment after this from the great folks at Raymond. Well, here on the state scene in college hoops, it was Michigan State over Illinois, 91-66. Mateen Cleaves had his best game since his return with 13 points, 12 assists, and 4 steals as MSU moved a half a game ahead of Ohio State in the standings. Charlie Bell led the scores with 20 points while Morris Peterson hit for 18. MSU now takes on Michigan in Ann Arbor tomorrow night. You think that's going to be a wild one? Oh, yeah. oh, I'm looking forward to this one. It's going to be quite a game. The ladies, though, for the Spartans weren't quite so fortunate losing to the Illini, 86-66 in Champaign. The Michigan women beat Minnesota 73-55 at Chrysler Arena. Five Wolverines hit for double figures, led by Stacey Thomas, who had 14. And in NBA action on Saturday, much-needed win for the Pistons. They downed Philadelphia 90-88. Jerry Stackhouse had a great game, hit for 26 points, including the game winner right at the end. Don't forget, Mid-Michigan, another edition of Sports Night on the Castle is this Friday evening. Starting somewhere around 7.30, we'll have the high school game of the week as the Greenville Yellow Jackets travel into O-Town. 
to take on the Trojans. And then after the game, from 10 until midnight, we'll have another edition of the Sports Forum at Chip's Place, located in Dutchtown, Owasso. That's 715 South Chipman, right at the Sir Pizza Complex. And again, I want to say thank you to everybody that participated last Friday night at the Cavalier and Main Street Pizza in downtown Toronto. Back-to-back weeks with huge crowds, and we had a lot of prizes to give away, but uh, a great evening capped off by uh, the presenting of the uh, Corona Sports Boosters with a $100 check courtesy of the Cavalier and also Main Street Pizza. you got to like that. Thank you very much, folks. That's right. That's it for this morning. Everybody try to recover from yesterday's football game, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, Dad. Thank you. Bye-bye.